Um, so now someone said something in chat, which means this must be working. Well, I hope so. Hmm. This is waiting for broadcast to be published. How how the hell could it be not published while someone's still talking? It went, it went live this time. Is everyone just having issues with streaming yeah. on YouTube It went YouTube live this now? time. Is that... The first two times oh, it just it said no, but the third time it just oh. works. Why? Well, they just really wanted to make sure that you were sure. <sighs> not annoyed at all. They wanted to be certain that this is something you actually wanted to do. They didn't I... want you to jump into anything, you know, prematurely. Alright, well, just asking for your consent, Smaller. Yeah, but it didn't. It just said no. <laughs> well, it wasn't giving you it. It's, it's finally decided to give you its consent. First What's time? it trying to teach me here? That if ever anyone says no, I just have to keep asking? That's terrible, you two. <laughs> yeah, keep asking until you get the answer you want to hear. Oh, no. And after that, presumably become violent. Oh, God. I guess that's why YouTube allows Onision to stay around. Yeah, for who knows isn't, how long. Didn't he have Chat like is a, fixed. Isn't he deciding to not be on YouTube anymore or something? That would be for the best. I, I imagine. <laughs> Run while you still I, can. I would be shocked if he did that since this is his only source of income. True. I, Surely he's safe. I, mean, I would honestly be a little disappointed because I want it to get to the point where Chris Hansen just like comes into his house and asks him, why don't he, you take from seat? behind one of his walls? Yeah, or he just melts through the wall. <laughs> no case that sounds fun. Like the ghost of Chris Hansen haunting Onision in his own home would be fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's been popular on YouTube now for like he's one of like the longest running. Like, well, he hasn't exactly been popular. Well, for popular a while. as in gets views, not like he's not favored. Sure. Nobody fucking likes Onision, as far as I'm aware. It's uh, like poetry that Chris Hansen's the one that comes to take him down. What uh, was Onision doing that Chris Hansen was concerned with? It, it, what it, isn't Onision doing that Chris Hansen is concerned with is what you should be asking. For reference, there are three streams on my channel right now. Um, two of them non-live, one of them live. I just have to unlist the others because YouTube's really clever. It puts them mm. up and then says I can't stream. Then puts another one up says I can't stream. Puts a third one up and says yeah, that's okay. You have to do it in threes, guys. It all makes sense. Now to change the thumbnail, and then everything is perfect. Okay? That's how this works. <laughs> Someone in the chat just said you have two streams public that aren't this one. Yeah, that should be fixed in the next few minutes. Same with the thumbnail. Oh, no. It's okay. The people who come here, like, six <laughs> hours from now, won't know the difference. Yeah. So, streaming on YouTube is kind of like when you're... Ass? Drinking from a glass, and it's just the ice left, and there's a little bit of drink left, and so you tilt it and tilt it and tilt it, and then all of a sudden, avalanche! Yeah, that's kind of. And you swallow a whole cube by accident, and you feel like shit. Yeah, goes down into your lungs, then you die. All because... of a sudden, boom! Three streams. I don't you think I've that. ever swallowed an entire ice cube by accident. What if an ice cube went into your lungs? Would you just straight up die? How would it go into your lungs? Uh, you got this hole in your throat yeah, that yeah. leads to your lungs. That's the one. We have humans have an incredible one pipe design, <laughs> and sometimes it could cause some issues. Shut up, Rag. It's perfect. Okay. There's literally nothing that can go wrong with any of the pieces of design about the human body. I like that if evolution was a person, you'd be like, you did okay, but you did you fine, know. I guess. I mean, it works. <laughs> It works, but and I he's feel like, look like at all the other it. stuff. You guys are lucky. You're like, well, can't fly, but yeah. okay. 
and then he'd probably argue that we can fly with technology, and then we just split in hairs. Hmm. So yes, it is live now. The thumbnail's correct. There's only one stream. Everything is operating as intended, and as far as I'm aware, my internet should survive. Um, that's not even on guarantee. So let's just hope we can sail all the way to 11 hours and 55 minutes on this wonderful Christmas-themed uh, EFAP, which I don't even think we've managed to get one of them yet, Rags. Like, not one? Not one. <laughs> We need to do another one, like, suit after this, that we've got the Rise of Skywalker one. It'll be fine. The Rise of Skywalker one. Our lives will be changed. Oh, yes. It will, it will consume us. Pure quality. Every waking hour. The excitement is through said roof. Um, you guys can watch it so I don't have to. Oh, no, right. we'll be the nostalgia critic. <laughs> <laughs> we watched it so you don't have to. I remember it so you don't have to. Did you ever read, like, into the whole the controversy behind all the stuff that happened with Channel Awesome? Apparently, like... When they were filming their shit for different roles, he would like tell people they need to act more like cartoon characters to be entertaining, to appeal to people. They need to be like bouncy and high pitched and stuff. I was just thinking to myself, like if I was on set and you told me to do that, I'd be like, "Fucking hell!" Be like, Ugh. I don't know. I feel should we like do a poll with people? Because I don't know if that's really true. I I would just be like, maybe it works to have someone to bounce off who isn't that, you know. Mix it up a little I, bit. I love that that's what his stipulation was for them, but then you watch his videos and they're fucking horrible. <laughs> like, those skits are just terrible. And they've kept they them going bad. for like a decade. It's crazy. In fact, there's more now than there ever was with the crazy new, like, he's hired a whole cast and have the warehouse. And just, I don't know, man. They're just committing to those skits. They're not good. Like,. Red Letter Media, when setting up, reviewing some crappy film, will have skits that are like ten times better. <laughs> I'm just thinking about anything with Rich Evans. Someone in the chat said, I saw The Last Jedi again. It didn't improve for the second viewing. <laughs> what about the did. third one? The third one's the important one. <laughs> the third one, you won't even be bored. <laughs> uh, that wasn't even covered on EFAP, that video, right? We never actually did it, the, the I hate everything one, but that meme spread over. It's a really stupid bored. quote. It's, well, it's, it doesn't tell you anything. It's like, okay. I wonder if people are consistently bored with, like, the room. Does that mean it's good? Uh, yeah. How can you be bored by the room? That's my, that's my point. If you're not bored by the third watching of the room, that means it's good. It's the best thing of them all. Thumbnail is wrong. Maybe if you still. were watching the room alone. Thumbnail is not wrong. I am outraged. At least <laughs> it's not for me. <laughs> Which is all if the matters. room is wrong, then I don't want to be right. I can check from an unbiased source. Yes, the thumbnail is correct. Refreshing is abound. Alright, we've got. Uh, what you would call a long show plan for today, so I, I would say that we're probably just gonna get get right into it. Get get the old the wheels turning, as they say. Um We're gonna start with a look into a video that fucking everybody's been telling me about. And I'm not even talking about that stream that me and Rags did where loads of the super chats are talking about this video. Normal like Twitter and stuff. This um I've had people say this has changed their mind on TLJ. This is this got they've gone from thinking it's a bad movie to thinking this this movie's not so bad actually with this video. 
It's, uh, it's relatively new. It's what you could call a hot take, I suppose, to try and explore the positives of TLJ. That's what I've heard. So, you guys excited? I'm really excited for another one of these videos yeah. trying to tell us that... No, 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 guys. It's a TLJ is actually really good. Well, you know, have you heard Despite every argument? Can you say that? No, you can't. No. So, color me excited. I'm gonna learn some shit. Jack Sparrow feet Michael Bolton. No, that's... that's, that's they're trying to prevent us from seeing whatever this video is. With Jack Sparrow. Personally, not as nice as... uh. There's a uh, funny panda's epic laughs. Well, hard to beat, isn't it? We're being completely honest. Let's see if or gentleman can... of the year. That's another classic. Ooh, let's Whoa. get this. Is it up for both of you? Yeah, but it's at 31 minutes. Yeah, it does that with a lot of videos, like skipping them around. Um, is it a few ranks at zero? It is at zero. Correct. How I, I think we should we should mention that was the shortest intro we've ever had on the. We've uh, we got no we got show. no time for an intro. <laughs> we, we're busy. We've only we got, got twelve hours. How are we supposed to pack this? In? It's impossible. Oh no! My goodness! All right, I'm excited. You guys are. Let's do this. Welcome to EFAB <sighs> 40, 60, 64. That's the one. I, I nailed it. Okay. Woohoo! Oh my god, copyrighted music. Probably. Oh yeah, that. that uh, could... Is that like public domain? Well, I don't know. It might be old enough to be public domain at, at this point. Wait, how does that work with like copyrightisms on YouTube? Is it like in a hundred years from now they're all gonna have to expire, and then videos can uh... be free? We can finally get the Two Towers video out, Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> and Doom, maybe. Yeah, Do Doom's actually doing it. I should, I should mention that. Like, Two Towers is actually the worst now. I, I, I had to re-render it again yesterday. Ooh, let me check where Doom is at, because I think it's over a week now. <gasps> you can do it, Doom. Wait, it hasn't hit the two-week part, but... Alright. December 3rd, it's been nine days. <gasps> Did you ever send me another Two Towers? Oh, you know what? Uh... Just remind me and I'll send it to you after the stream. Um, or actually, I could probably I think do it. We during. talked about that the last time that we talked to. Yeah, because just... I got hit with another one. It's like, oh well, fuck. <laughs> um, all right. Too late. Who gives a shit? It's funny. Um, there's a lot of takes on TLJ coming out now rather than like like sudden. I think I think that TLJ is getting ramped up big time because Rise of Skywalker is about to come out and. Once we see that yeah, film, it's going to tell us a lot additionally about TLJ in terms of like what's stayed, what's not, what's what we can conclude on. I think a lot of people are like preemptively being like, TLJ was good though, okay? Yes. Welcome to Too Late Who Gives a Shit, the show in which I talk about something that's already been thoroughly reviewed, debated, that every possible opinion has been expressed over and that no one wants to hear anything about ever again. Making this video that reaction. a really dumb fucking idea. Let your fan base die. Kill it, if you have to. Does it hurt? The corner of the internet <laughs> is still oozing hatred for it. Watch a video of kittens playing, and someone is shitting on The Last Jedi beneath it. You know, <laughs> uh... <laughs> you know Max Haas from, uh, the Wolfenstein games? Yeah? I, I, uh, I don't remember exactly how it led up to this, but I asked people on Twitter to Photoshop his face onto Kylo Ren, and they sent, like, a dozen or so to me, <laughs> and so many of them have uh does it hurt as the, <laughs> as the line at the bottom and you just see max haas's fucking 
broken head on Kylo Ren. It's like, yeah, it looks like it hurts yeah, a little. That, that about sums up this character <laughs> it's, pretty well. It's really hard to explain that one to uh to uh, people outside of E5. It's like, what's what's with the does it hurt? You're like, well, bear with me. Well, think of a toilet. Think Ray is on the. T you know, there's no point in explaining. It. Yeah, don't worry about it. You're probably not in into it anyway, even if you did get it. Me and Rags are on uh, the High Council recently, and Jeff was telling us that um, every once in a while there'll just be an inpouring of a new meme that none of the hosts have any idea about. Like, Jeb was one of them. Everyone was just talking about Jeb on their show, and they were just confused. Apparently, like, EFAP memes are infectious to that degree, with like, a whole cast of people just like, I don't, I don't get it. I think every hmm. podcast from now on needs like a representative of EFAP law to be there to help everyone out. We need to have archivists and librarians. <laughs> the great the ones the great holders of the tomes. Um but yeah, I don't know. Uh TLJ being a divisive film, I find that there's defenses and attacks of TLJ in all kinds of places all over the place. I, I don't feel like there's more of one or the other. Um Though I suppose the the tide is turning to a degree. Like I I still get added into tweets of people who are like you know, finally people who hate the Last Jedi are starting to like calm down or whatever, and I'll be like, oh, I didn't know that was well, the we, case. We can't have that happening. We need to rile them back up. Gotta rile, <laughs> spit those wheels, everybody. Stoke the flames again. I think a lot of I think a lot of people have just like accepted that it's terrible and they just want to move on <laughs> and they don't care anymore. Unless you're on Twitter, in which case there's a disturbing amount of people that still think it's good. Yeah, no, it's amazing, guys. hearing can't end right now because of Rise of Skywalker, I think. Like, everyone's kind of interested in saying, like, how long do you think it'll be of us talking about Rise of Skywalker before everyone just goes, that TLJ, though. <laughs> it's like, hey, there's a new film. It's like, nope. Talking about the other one. Um, mm-hmm. The prequels had a notoriously bad reception, but this almost seems worse. Or at least more confusing, because this time critics mostly loved the movie. Did he blur out its ass? Oh, I don't know. Why am I on zero now? This is zero for my time. I'm on oh, 41 no, seconds. I'm at 39. It's back, sorry. Oh my god, we're, a, we're, we're all <laughs> higgledy-piggledy. No, I'm on full... Um, so we'll, we'll throw that around again, but why does it say... Uh, actual critics, not trash YouTubers like me, uh, like the film. What? Why would you say that? By actual critics, does he mean people on Rotten Tomatoes? I uh, wait. Is it playing for you? No, no, I'm paused. Because there's a 41 for oh, me. Oh, let me let me play it quickly and with a five. Let me uh, let me roll it back so you can oh, see he, what I'm talking about. Perception, but this almost us. seems worse, or at least more confusing. He did blur out his this... ass. See, see this screenshot. Yes, actual critics, not trash YouTubers like me. Well, I don't care what I don't well, care. I, why is an actual critic better than a YouTube critic? I was gonna say, why does anyone being... put stock in the Rotten Tomatoes critics? They're terrible. Yeah, because if anything, it's almost like something you don't want to say. Like, what are you? I'm a <laughs> I'm a critic. Rotten Tomatoes critic. They're like, okay, all right, sure. Okay, then. It's like being a check mark on Twitter. Well, the other thing that kind of ruins this is that uh, didn't Jeremy Johns become a Rotten Tomatoes critic without even being aware of it? Like, apparently, he is, like, on there. And let's just say he has a video where he says, this movie's pretty good. It'll be, he certifies it fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. And he'll be like, what? Oh, okay. So what I'm getting at is that he's, like, a YouTube vlogger who is now an actual critic. 
assuming you're an actual critic if you're on Rotten Tomatoes. Pretty sure Grace Randolph is the same. And this is the thing. Um, you know, if you if, if us three were offered, like, do you guys want to be officialized as a Rotten Tomatoes critic? I'm pretty sure all three of us would be like, no. No. <laughs> Never. I don't want to have anything to fucking do with that website. It's awful. Like, you'd be like, oh, it's embarrassing. It's like you've got to provide a paragraph's worth of criticism as the as the hook for your review. It's like, oh, God. But, um... Yeah, let me let me roll it back and see what he actually said about actual critics. Watch a video of kittens playing, and someone is shitting on The Last Jedi beneath it. The prequels had a notoriously bad reception, but this almost seems worse. Or at least more confusing, because this time critics mostly loved the movie. With the final chapter of the- So, he said critics mostly loved the movie, and then he's got the asterisks on actual critics mostly loved the movie. Why would you refer to them as actual critics instead of just Rotten Tomatoes ones? I don't know. Maybe it's- tongue-in-cheek maybe it's um <laughs> literal actual critics legitimate yeah. critics well i don't know how i don't know how he thinks of them but i don't give a shit what rotten tomatoes critics have yeah, to say i guess what i'd say is don't hold too much stock in them then i still don't understand why anyone gives a shit about rotten tomatoes scores at this point i thought we discovered years ago that it was a terrible way to rate movies and didn't, uh, how, wasn't it not too long ago, who was that guy who said that, you know, the Marvel movies weren't real cinema? Um, oh, Scorsese? Scorsese. Yeah, so it's like, well, I guess shit opinions can come from everywhere, can't they? <laughs> Absolutely. I, in fact, that's a great thing about humans. There's no one selection of area that we can get good play things from. It's worse, or at least more confusing, because this time critics mostly loved the movie. With the final chapter of the story looming, I wanted to entangle myself in this clusterfuck of a thing by offering a breakdown of why I think the film is good. Mm -hmm. But first, by watching this video, you certify that you are a mature adult capable of considering opinions contradictory to your own without taking oh, severe offense. Oh, the shit. <laughs> why do they always do this? Such as boycott or retaliate? Why? Harassment Wait, you're not allowed to boycott? And boycotts are the same thing? Being Boycotts are not mat mature adults don't boycott things if they're terrible, I suppose. All right. I mean, That's I, interesting. It's not really a good thing to put in tandem with harassment campaigns because yeah. those are two very yeah. different things. Mature adults do not boycott. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so take. let's go back through history and look at all the boycotts that were good. Yep. No, immature people. It's just oh, a couple of people were saying that was apparently sarcastic. The actual critics thing. I don't. I don't see I... how that would be sarcastic. He put a clarification. Why is it that people? like to use the sarcasm excuse when there's I'm, like no indication it's being sarcastic whatsoever i'm, I'm fine with it being sarcastic because he called himself a trash youtuber yeah but like probably doesn't that seems like he's almost self-deprecating in, in a sense that's like hey we're all just youtubers those guys actually know what they're talking about well if that's what he means that's retarded but that's that's the impression i've gotten maybe i'm wrong but like, i thought that's what he was trying to say it was like he's because if his point is critics actually like tlj i'd be on his team actually i'd be like yeah it seems to be but then he clarified his like actual critics by the way and i'd be like well, what does that mean <laughs> like, what is what, why, why would you say it like that is it just be odd way to phrase it certainly yeah that's that's all because uh the critics did love tlj from what i remember right like the the people on rotten tomatoes and stuff yeah Real, genuine, actual. Alright. Um, Organizing harassment campaigns and other retaliatory actions. This video is merely one fan's opinion presented for This video is merely one fan's opinion presented for entertainment purposes and is intended for individuals with a sense of humor. If you do not have one... I have that. Then you're encouraged to watch something else. Well, let me say this. 
this stream that you're currently listening to, anyone out there, is merely three fans' opinions presented for entertainment purposes and is intended mm -hmm. for individuals with a sense of humor. If you do not have one, Absolutely. then you're encouraged to watch something else. There you go. Now, now we're all covered. Yep, We've he's all covered. Got we're covered. Up. It's all great. We did it. Yep. Entertainment purposes. It is intended for individuals with a sense of humor. If you do not have one, then you're encouraged to watch something else. Now, with that out of the way, we can talk about how Star Wars fans are the very worst people. Just the dumbest. Oh, shut up. You stayed. Fuck you. You stayed. <laughs> I mean, see, that comes across as sarcastic to me. Yeah, that's sarcastic. Yeah, that's just like good stuff. I'm okay with that. Yes. What does he mean by the "you stayed" part, though? I guess after, I the, after the after the thing, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. I, th I thought he meant like you still doing the whole you still watch the movie thing. All that okay. fans kept saying after the prequels was how much they wanted movies like the originals again. I'm not sure they understood what that meant because those films were made how under completely different. That? You're answering your own question. <laughs> Wait, you're not sure they. So, well, it depends on who you ask, I suppose. Uh, Rex, what 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 would you say you mean when you say I'd like more films like the OT? Uh, more character based, uh, a scale they can handle, uh, reliance on character interactions, uh, and character development, and a more logical world that responds realistically to the things that characters do and the way they interact with the world around them. Wolf, same question. I just want good writing, man. Is that so fucking hard? Yeah, yes, it is. If someone asked me, I'd be like, uh, they go, you can't get films like the OT because they were made like they were like a perfect storm or something. I'd be like, okay, yeah, no, I, I understand. What I mean is films that like have a really strong cause and effect that pay attention to the rules that are set and that focus pretty hard on character as opposed to spectacle. That would be my preference. Um, but you know. Depending on who you talk to, they can mean all kinds of different things, I guess. Uh, the talk of the town, I believe, with the prequels about, like, oh my god, we need OT movies, not like these. A lot of people would appeal to, like, the overuse of CGI. I remember that being one of the most common things said. The dialogue not being um, up to snuff. Um, the plot being confusing. I know a lot of people found it, like, hard to follow exactly what politically was happening, especially in the first, not so much the second. I think the second was a little bit more straightforward, if I remember. But the third did pretty well. But I don't think anybody was complaining about world building. That seemed to be, like, the general sense of what was what was wrong with the prequels, if you will. And that, um, I don't know, the OT managed to offer a general general satisfaction for all of the elements of what someone might expect to be in a Star Wars film. But uh, that is our takes. So let's, let's see where he goes with this. The dumbest. Oh, shut up. You stay. Fuck you. All that fans kept saying after the prequels was how much they wanted movies like the originals again. I'm not sure they understood what that meant, because those films were made under completely different circumstances when Star Wars was silly. Didn't think it was going to be any good. Yes, I didn't. Leia's your sister. I said, oh, come on. Harry. So, um, there isn't any film that can't be looked at as silly, as far as I can tell. Yeah, especially when it comes to the actual production of it. Yeah, almost even more so because there'll be things in backstage that'll look like really dumb and, and the kind of thing where they go, hey, this will look great in post. Oh, yeah. Um, it's it's the whole... I, I imagine if you got a big supercut of Game of Thrones actors and extras goofing off behind the scenes. I mean, we got it with Lord of the Rings, certainly. Um, but just this people being the people, not the characters, understanding that they're making a movie, a whole lot different than what goes on, you know, in the movie. So that's certainly not unique to Star Wars. 
Pretty strange like, if that stuff didn't happen. Daenerys riding a green screen mechanical bull because that's what they would need her to do in order to get the dragon working. Like how dumb that must feel. You're like, yeah, this will look great in the film. I mean, a lot of greens with all the props nowadays and the green screens and the face caps and stuff like that. There are gonna be all kinds of those things where you just have to just pretend that what you're doing here is something that's you know something that's epic, even though it's just you walking around in a green box. Um, and yeah, the prequels, I think, were silly. There's, there's silly elements to the sequels, right? Like, like if we're gonna go with stuff like a, a guy in a tin can as a droid, a, a girl with a weird hairdo, you know, like, that sort of thing, it's like, well, okay, yeah, I guess there's silly stuff in all Star Wars, because it's very, very out there, very fantasy, crazy, all things are happening, so I don't really know how this would mean that you can't, well, because, like, he almost framed it as being like, the OT is silly. So... Here he goes. Circumstances. When Star Wars was silly. Didn't think it was going to be any good. At least I didn't. Leia's your sister. I said, oh, come on. Her hair and weird buns on the side. I said, this is the goofiest thing I've ever read. you got to read this. I passed it all around because nobody cared. Oh, uh you know, we have large dogs flying spaceships. You know, you describe it and people say, oh, dear. But there's loads of films that applies to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You gotta love that George Lucas himself is even like, yeah, when you try to explain it to people, it sounds a little weird. <laughs> yeah, but that's a lot of things, though. If you if you try to explain a lot of things in their most crass and vulgar way, they'll sound ridiculous, and then uh, yeah, I mean, the finalized product is just fine, and everyone loves it. Lord of the Rings, four small people, an <laughs> elf, a dwarf, who's also small, but not quite as small. Wait, you gotta... And when you say elf, dwarf, you have to, like... You can't even say that. You have to be, like, a man who's... Tall and doesn't weigh much. Ears. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> yeah, weigh much. Uh, the story of four midgets as they attempt to destroy the favorite piece of jewelry of a ghostly <laughs> demon lord. And, and if the giant uh, fiery eyeball on top of the tower gets the ring back, then bad things will happen to the yeah. world. This isn't this this is this goes for basically anything. You could isn't there accounts and things about like shitty plot summaries and stuff like that? I think so, where, yeah. Yeah, you can get some really um, fun ones because you're like, oh shit, that's describing this film because you did you did quite Batman, a, a man dressed in as as a giant leather bat goes around punching people. Also, he's really rich. And I'm not gonna say like it's not the easiest thing to do with a film like Twelve Angry Men, where it's like, okay, they're a jury and they discuss the 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 merits of a case. Like, how do you make that silly? It's like, okay, yeah, but we're talking about sci-fi fantasy. Like, it's not like Star Wars is individual in that case. It's pretty much all of it. Uh, because the whole idea is you, you're creating a new world, or at least one that's very different. Um, but, uh, yes, Space Eyes, you know, it's hard to really say, explain that to somebody without... Not Space Eyes, sorry, uh, Medieval Fire Eye on a Tower. It's like, what? It's it all around, because nobody cared! You know, we have large dogs flying spaceships. You know, you describe it, and people say, oh, dear. The Wookiee has no pants. Lucas originally wanted to do Flash Gordon and couldn't get the rights to it, so he cobbled together ideas from westerns and samurai films to make his own space adventure. Mm -hmm. What he made me think of is the uh, Japanese Swordmaster. <laughs> That's what it was based on. Yeah, I mean, there's inspirations yeah, for everything. Sure. Uh, yeah. This one's been, like, I think the first time I heard about this was the Plinkett videos. Back in the day of the prequels, he was like, the Flash Gordon stuff. Lucas had a lot of inspirations, but when you, like, cobble together all different kinds of elements for all different kinds of your favorite media, you probably will end up generating something that would be classed as new. 
It was so unoriginal that it doubled back on itself and became original again. I... I don't know about that. So unoriginal it doubled back and became original. Yeah, so I definitely it wasn't don't know about not that. original then? Does... Is that, is that kind of like a paraphrased version of what I just said about like how you have so much stuff copied over that you eventually create something new? That's... That doesn't mean it's not original. Well, that's the, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, eh. Okay. Like, we took so many different things and changed them and rearranged them and moved them around. That it's something completely new that ever... Yeah, I, I definitely don't agree with this sentiment. Would like him to develop it, I guess, for me. No one knew what Star Wars was when it released. Audiences had never seen a movie like it. They had to be shown what it was by Lucas and the subsequent filmmakers. But it turned out to be a story they already knew. Lucas heavily based the plot on classic mythology, especially Joseph Campbell's writings on the hero's journey. Oh yeah, but you can make this argument for a lot of stories. Sure, well that's like saying that 80% of things aren't original. Yeah, at this point we start to have to split hairs or at least be very specific in definition of what makes a new property versus an old one. Or a repurposed one. Um... I certainly wonder how many people who watch the original trilogy actually think about, you know, the once in Future King, the uh, Epic of Gilgamesh, stuff mm. like that. Because well, I, I, you know, I imagine I, it's a very small number. When I watch Star Wars, I personally think of the writings of Karl Marx <laughs> and what they <laughs> mean to the universe. As, uh, as Thomas Bartol just said, original doesn't even equal good, so, like... Just because some of this brand new didn't come from anywhere else. Like, not to say that what he's saying is this is a flaw. I'm, I'm not entirely sure where he's going with this, but, um... You know, you could, you could have something that's generated from... Uh, I'm trying to think of a property that felt like it came from nowhere. Like, it's just brand new in every way. But even the creator of said thing would probably be like, not quite. Like, they'd have yeah, to like tell you. Yeah, like, there's always... That's just how we think. We explore the unknown through the known. We that that's how we kind of contextualize new experiences. Um, so when you're creating new works of art or fiction, then yeah, you're gonna take all of the baggage uh, that you know of your memories and what you understand about media and literature, and you're gonna take a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a little bit of this, and you might not even do it, you know, with you know meaning to. A lot of that very well might be subconscious or. You might have a certain archetype of a character in your mind or even maybe a particular character from another thing that you change around and use as inspiration. But I don't think that's not being creative. Because if you just want it, pure creativity could be terrible because you're just thinking of stuff and the, the most outlandish things possible and I'll just slap it in there. Maybe the reason that a lot of stories are related to other stories is because we know that certain things are appealing and they're interesting and people generally like them and just gobbledygook on screen is not something that people really care about and it's cool to sort of uh, there's this value in like repackaging ideas to be more appealing to a new audience or a different audience um the idea that everything comes from somewhere again like i'm not against that the uh it depends on how far you take it like someone goes my character is a guy who lost his wife and you're like oh so original you're like okay he, uh, he lost his husband? No, I've been done. He lost his keys. <laughs> like, well, uh, is there a story about that? Um, but yeah, like, you know, depending on how you define everything, nothing is original or every... Lots of things are. Just, just, it's about what, where you draw the line, I would say. Star Wars isn't science fiction. 
It's an adventure that's thousands of years old and universal to every culture. I attribute most of the success to the psychological underpinnings, which have been around for thousands of years, and the people still react the same way. Lucas took that mythology and told it on the biggest scale it had ever been told on. Again, that applies to a lot of stories, like big payoffs in stories where a character is killed or a character achieves their goal. Like things that we all understand humanity values in terms of like, um, that, was an, that was a big moment. Like, I enjoyed that. The idea that, like, Star Wars is the one that's uh, kind of appealing to this thousand-year-old known um, emotional sort of connection when I, I would just argue that most things do. Like, how action films will of... have a big fight toward the end. It's just, yeah. A lot of these Last Jedi reviews start off with talking about the 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 other things that aren't The Last Jedi. Like, they're really trying to build up this idea and they can't just talk well, about... The movie? I'm not sure where he's going. I'm just sort of like trying to offer a different yeah, pathway. Like, we'll we'll see what he's going to conclude from this. I'll be very interested. Before, which is the ultimate achievement of Star Wars, a generation was forever changed by these movies. To the people that grew up with Star Wars, it's not just a movie they like; it is their childhood. Star Wars is no longer silly; it's sacred. And I think people would be willing to admit it's still silly. Yeah, I certainly think there are some silly aspects to it. Absolutely. Like it's only forgetting that episode six exists, like the entire first half of the film. The Ewoks are pretty silly. <laughs> I don't know. Plus, I mean, let's look at um, I mean, let's look at the uh, sports fans, right? I mean, how silly it is that there's such a huge, vast industry, untold millions of dollars every year are spent on the idea that a bunch of guys in padding have to move a ball from one side of a rectangle to the other and they come up with all these complicated rules to seemingly make it as difficult as possible and yet it's become just iconic in a way that probably nothing else in culture is and i mean yeah sure you could say oh yeah well it's silly because when you break it down and da 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 da, da star wars certainly isn't an exception in that regard yeah, a lot like, of things can be done like this i'd hate to be that guy but I'd just be like by silly you just mean something that's like unusual, strange, or kind of could be looked at as kind of funny in terms of how goofy it is. Like, if we're looking at that, it's like, surely Yoda would fall into that, despite the fact that I love Yoda. I think he's awesome. He's, like, a great character. But, like, if someone said, do you think he's silly? I'd be like, eh, kinda. What's he going on about with the silly thing? Like, yeah, um, we get it. So, what's it seems to be the, the argument here? He's setting up that people take the OT as, like, sacred and not silly. And maybe, yeah. well, let's see where he moves into. ...was forever changed by these movies. To the people that grew up with Star Wars, it's not just a movie they like. It is their childhood. Star Wars is no longer silly. It's sacred. And this is where the fun begins. Why because are they mutually exclusive? I don't know. Um, yeah, because I would, I would say, yeah, a lot of people do think that the OT is sacred. Uh, and depending on how you define all of that, it's perfectly reasonable, but... It's still I mean, silly, too. It certainly should be cherished for what it has done culturally but I, I mean nothing's like off limits for criticism yeah it depends on how well, how you mean it mm -hmm. star wars is no longer silly it's sacred and this is where the fun begins because now everyone in the theater thinks they know what star wars is Take better than the filmmakers i played this part like four times i'm gonna do, do it again because I? I just want to make sure i catch what he says like not just a movie thing. sorry it is their childhood star wars is no longer silly it's sacred. And this is where the fun begins. Because now, everyone in the theater thinks they know what Star Wars is better than the filmmaker. And who could tell them they're wrong? These directors are-
Okay, but who can tell someone that they're wrong definitively if you think that there is someone who can? Why would Ryan Johnson know Star Wars any better than, you know, Joe Bloggs? John yeah, Smith? Yeah, he... John, Ryan Johnson clearly knows fuck all about Star Wars, <laughs> but he's the one that Disney hired to just make the movie. And so, does he now know more about Star Wars than the people who it, live it's it? It's like and he's it? saying that just because they made a movie in the universe, despite not creating that universe, that they know more about it than the fans of that universe who've been watching it for decades. Yeah, we've we've talked about this before. It's uh, if I created a fake universe across like twelve books or something, I would be almost certain if if I had like a strong base of a million readers, let's say, I'd be like, yes, yeah, somebody out there knows my universe better than me, for sure. That's just kind of how passion goes. Just because he's a director of Star Wars doesn't mean he... Like, isn't this just an appeal to authority? Not to mention, I'm pretty sure... I don't remember the exact quote, but I remember George R. R. Martin saying that he had, like, a couple mega fans help him write uh, A World of Ice and Fire, that big, like, kind of encyclopedia of the mm -hmm. world and shit. And uh, they knew more about it than he did, seemingly, because he would forget that he'd killed off a character already, and they'd be like, no, wait, George, you can't do that. And... Like, the Buffy remaster that we talked about is like, just give it to a bunch of people oh, who God, actually yeah. love Buffy instead of people who are in it because that's their job. I mean, I could make a Zelda game. Doesn't mean I know anything about Zelda. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, well, are you saying that Ryan isn't a fan of Star Wars? I'd be like, um, I don't know. It's just, he it comes across as though he doesn't seem to really care if he fucks things up. That's all. Yeah. Um, doesn't so, seem like he respects it at all. Because he's a little dismissive with how he puts this up, right? It's like the fucking people in the audience think they know better than J.J. Orion. And I'm like, oh, well, why wouldn't they? <laughs> like, I don't know, it well, just let's, adds to let's reason. Get, let's get this whole thought of his kind mm -hmm. of together. And Not just a movie they like. It is their childhood. Star Wars is no longer silly. It's sacred. And this is where the fun begins. Because now everyone in the theater thinks they know what Star Wars is better than the filmmaker. And who could tell them they're wrong? These directors are just fans like anyone else. Everyone was impacted by the movies differently, and yep. so everyone has their line in the sand. Their vision for what the characters should be, and any new story is inevitably going to alienate one part of the fanbase or the other. Yeah, right, but it sort of implies that, like, they're all equally valid or something. <laughs> someone... Yeah. There are things we've seen in the films that can't be denied. Like, there's certain things you just cannot do without breaching. Especially since the fan image of the originals has gotten so disordered that The Last Jedi ended up being heavily criticized for doing the very things those movies did. In fact, I would take it a step further and say mean? that if The Empire Strikes Back had somehow only been released today to this fan base, they would oh, probably no, not tear this it apart. shit argument again. <sighs> so who's the who's the first? I think it was Ryan Johnson the first I heard this argument from that if Empire was released today, everyone in the fan base would like rip it to shreds. Of course, Ryan Johnson would say that. So, I guess first thing would be, yes, there would be people who don't like it, naturally, because there is no film that everyone likes. Um, secondly, like, would it be as divisive as The Last Jedi? It's like, you'd have to tell me how, why, you have to have arguments here, you can't just say that that would be the case. Yeah, it's like, maybe, maybe not, how do we find out? TFA wasn't divisive, for the most part, when it came out. It was, like, pretty well praised, from what I remember. Yeah, The Force Awakens, everyone really seemed to like it. I liked it. Return yeah. of the Jedi yeah. was pretty well liked. The, uh, obviously the prequels were divisive, but then that would only support our point that how is it that TFA didn't get this treatment until much later? 
But, um, alright, let's, let's, let's hear some more. ...very things those movies did. In fact, I would take it a step further and say that if The Empire Strikes Back had somehow only been released today to this fanbase, they would probably tear it apart. Oh, visual aberrations were never established in the prior oh, canon. You now can't he's just choking make him through the TV! Up. Oh, he's Skype-choking! Okay, okay, we'll take we'll take a bit by bit. So, visual aberrations were never established in A New Hope. That was his. That was the first criticism. And again, this is what I mean by like creating arguments. I'm on board with this. Like, you could do this today. It wouldn't uh, be any different now than it would have been when the film came out. Um, so we knew that Obi Wan could talk to Luke after being killed slash whatever Vader does to him when he makes him disappear. Um, would you what what exactly happens as a in terms of like a bad result that Obi-Wan can appear to Luke? What what like what does that do? Doesn't affect anything. Yeah, and, and if anything I would say the talking to him is much more significant, but that was already in the first film. So in terms of an extension, I don't see any problem with it as a development. Um and that's that's by the way something I feel about new force powers in general. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm I'm okay with new force powers. I just don't want them to fuck everything up that came before. And one of the ways to do it is to have super advanced only. You know, like I remember that def that being the defense of the Skype calls. Yeah. Um, that it was like only Snoke can do it, and Snoke is like the most powerful thing ever. And you're like, okay, right. it's better. Um, the yeah, second one was how is certainly help. Yeah. The second one is how is Vader choking the guy through the TV? Uh, so. Correct me if I'm wrong, but are they are they not on the same ship, or are they on ships that are nearby? I thought they were on the same ship. I don't um, know. I'd have to rewatch it again. It's been a couple years. But yeah, I don't know. Um, the one that uh, made everyone qu questionable in TLJ was that Snoke had to use hyperspace to catch up to Hux, and he managed to force choke him through a t through a hologram across the length of a hyperspace, right? however long that would have been. That seems a little more ridiculous than Vader doing it across either a singular ship or just to a ship that's nearby. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, like, I, I can get why and where this is, is coming looking, from. And he is looking at uh, the guy on the screen, so... Yeah. And, and by the way, this, this guy isn't saying these are good arguments, he's just presenting them as what people could have said about Empire. And what our counter would be is that, yeah, and there's validity to each argument. These aren't doing so well so far. Let's see what else he's got. They would probably tear it apart. Oh, visual aberrations Fan were never fiction. established in the prior oh, canon. You now can't he's just choking make him through the TV. Up. Oh, he's Skype-choking him. Through the TV. Okay. Oh, hello. Yeah. Pressurized okay. space suit. Walk out it's negative 100 degrees on an asteroid. They're in a worm. They're yeah, they're, they're not asteroid. on... Yeah, they're not on, like, a bare asteroid. They're inside a, a living creature. So it would make... You could definitely make the argument that there's atmosphere inside the creature, I suppose. This is... No, I I remember when I was a kid watching this for the first time, even though I didn't know much about space, I had, I was like, why aren't they wearing helmets in space? But then it turned out to be a worm. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, well, it's not a problem then. And I imagine that's what all the fog is trying to uh, tell us. Like, this is uh, almost like a landscape, thanks to the whim. Um, so, all right. Right. Is there a cozy atmosphere so in a space stupid. rock? Fan you can only survive in space for 10 fiction. seconds. I googled oh, it. What is wow. a creature like this even what? eating? How does Are this many spaceships flying survive? out to the remote wow. asteroid field? So this doesn't seem relevant at all to The Last Jedi. Well, well I'm sure we'll get there. It's fine. I'm but... sure we'll get there. But if anything is like this, how many times does this happen? How <laughs> Instead of defending The Last Jedi, let's attack something else. 
if the best that you can do, yeah, the best that you can do is to say, oh, yeah, well, the other stuff was bad, too. And I'm like, okay, but we're talking about The Last Jedi. Also, a lot of people are saying that Vader and Ozil were on the same ship. Which, again, like I said, I think that's far more reasonable than being at the stretch of a, a hyperspace jump. Like, I think anybody would agree with that. So. Especially when it's Vader, the greatest Force user in the canon before the sequel trilogy. But, um, yeah. As for this next one, like, what is the worm eating? How does it stay alive? It's like, uh, I guess we have no idea. It could literally be rocks. Like, from the thing. I, it's an alien creature. Who knows if it actually needs sustenance? I have no fucking clue. Until you present a contradiction, what what are we supposed to assume? That the, the worm needs a backstory? It's not Snoke. It didn't, like, <laughs> make the First Order rise, that sort of thing. It's just, it's, it's fine. Um, and uh, Who says th that the worm only eats spaceships? Well, I, this is what I mean. Like, we have no idea what how the worm works or why it's there. Or how do we know it doesn't travel through space and it chose to, you know, sit in there for a while? How do we know it's not the Alaskan bull worm thrown from Bikini Bottom into space and ended up there? Mm -hmm. We don't well, yeah, know. It's, like, it's very bad. Know. No um, clue. Also, I can't help but notice that he's presenting these people as whiny. Yeah, of course. Just, just... Just, you know, just yeah, so is whiny. Is there a cozy atmosphere so in a space stupid. rock fan You can only survive in space for 10 seconds. I googled but it. what is a creature wow. like this even what? eating? How does this Are many spaceships flying survive? out to the remote wow. asteroid field? I am the father. Oh, Red ruined my childhood. What a massive retcon. They ruined it. They ruined Luke's character. You have to prove it's a retcon. <laughs> like, yeah. is it, like, how is actually... this a retcon? How does this ruin Luke's character? I've never seen anyone Ruins say Luke's character. Yeah, I've never known that one. Yeah, because it's like, oh yeah, well back then they would have said these. It's like, well, apparently they didn't, and we certainly don't say them now. So why even bother? Who are these people? I've never met them. I would love to. But if there was find a guy them? who made the video, because YouTube nine, YouTube's eighties or whatever the hell was up then, we would we may cover that video on EFAP. You know, be like, let's see the problems with the OT. We didn't. Rebacal Republican have issues with the OT. That's what his video was. Yeah. It was he had, like, he had issues. Yeah. <laughs> this is the thing. Too many gay butlers. Well, and Leia is only best friend hot. You know, a fair point. A fair point indeed. <laughs> so, best only, friend hot. Only best friend hot. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I um, love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's retarded. <laughs> Luke looks like, too much like a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing, like, if just because those arguments are made doesn't then mean, aha, we've got people making it for the OT and TLJ. It's it's just the same, really. Like, no, that's not how it works. Just because there's always going to be somebody. You yeah. gotta, like, check out there's these arguments. Some... If you look hard enough, uh, you'll find people who hate anything for yeah. the weirdest reasons you could imagine. I am the father. Red ruined my childhood. They ruined Luke's wow. character and Vader's character Where's at the same Vader's time. Back? Wait, ruined Vader's character too. How <laughs> did they ruin Vader's character? Does they he... ruined his character because he has a son. <laughs> People watched this video and changed their minds in the Last Jedi after he Wait, deliberately we misrepresents the OT in our own arguments. We're only four minutes, which is at this point, what is that? Like ten percent, less than ten percent. I'm sure he's the arguments are coming. Okay, stay, sure. stay faithful. Maybe. Story. Fuck you, Irvin wow. Still with me? I can feel your anger. If you're not convinced, here are some examples, okay. beginning with... 
The force began as a vague metaphor for religion and kept changing form right up until the cameras began rolling. If you list every ability seen in A New Hope, they don't exactly make the most sense together. Why? Why? How, also, how don't they make sense together? Just because it may have changed in production up to the point where they start filming, it, it doesn't matter what it might have been, it matters what it is. Yeah. Because every single fiction of every single kind that was ever made would have had plans before being made, right? Like, the things change. I'm okay with that. But as it stands, what doesn't make sense, I suppose, would be the question. The Empire Strikes Back expanded those abilities, with Luke outright using telekinesis, gaining superhuman agility, and seeing through time. Well, telekinesis was already superhuman used. Superhuman agility, um, no. Well, he, he jumped and forward rolled. I don't know that that's normal. He did a front that, right? flip. Is it possible? Is, is it, it possible, possible to do a front flip? I wonder. Oh, I, I've only heard stories. <laughs> well, what I'll say is that uh, with the Force, you can definitely, like, fuck it, I'll cite TLJ. You, can, you could pull you theoretically, if you were in space, you could pull yourself into a ship. That's re like, and so if I extend that, could you theoretically force push down as you jump and jump really high? And I think I think that is an established power, right? Would that count as increased agility, or would that just be using the force? Just be using the force. Yeah, um, but maybe I'm trying to think of like the the mainline films. Is there any evidence that force will Jedi have increased agility, or are they I mean, just, just they just train? I mean, that depends on if you yeah. use the infinite stamina cheat or stamina, stamina. in. Uh, in uh, Battlefront 2. I certainly imagine that if you are a Jedi and you're supposed to be a, a, a monk-like protector of goodness and all that, you know, all that stuff, having a lot of agility would be good. Oh, sure. You know? I don't know that it's, like, super agility. He also said uh, telekinesis as if it wasn't in A New Hope, though, because he said, like, they were developed. He's like, he has telekinesis. It's like, oh, yeah, but they already had that. Like, watching Vader choke someone from a distance isn't a specific power. Like, you yeah, can only do force. Closing your windpipe. I know, I know I'm saying this when, in, like, Wikipedia or games, force choke will be, like, a specific ability, but you know that what that is is, like, you're cl yeah, clamping down a distance. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Right, using telekinesis, gaining superhuman agility, and seeing through time. By the end of Return of the Jedi, the Emperor is shooting lightning out of his hands. Doesn't matter. Well, again, yeah, that doesn't contradict anything, and he's he's super powerful. Like the, uh, I don't know the like maybe Vader could do it, but the idea that if he fires electric from his wired up suit, it could be a bad day for him, especially considering yeah. that's how he dies. <laughs> but you know what well, I mean, like when someone's writing a book, I mean, a lot of that is literally making it up as you go. That's how you do stories; you make it up as you go, then you go back and fix things and edit and all that, but. Making it up as you go, that's it's not a problem if you're writing a story, especially if you're trying to be new and original. Or is that bad now? I don't know. I'm getting but, um, getting a little bit of a mixed message here. In chat, we got force augmentation. Example being when Kenobi ripped G Grievous's chest open. Wasn't that just normal? Yeah, isn't that something normal people do? I mean... Well, it was like metal... Had he been weakened prior to that, or how well connected was this metal? I was gonna say, I, how do, I didn't know that it was like super strong, the 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 metal. I'd have to rewatch. I haven't seen the prequels since. I, I just the remember last being Jedi like, came out. There's like a and slip if anything, between if them, right? If he's pulling while you, that's just an application of force pull. I suppose you could argue that, yeah. 
Because um, it's like you're you're physically assisting your force pull. And we've got a Luke jumped out of the carbonite freeze super fast. Again, wouldn't that just come under force? The force, like the Obi Wan does that with. Uh, I want to say an attack of the clones. Um, Mace Windu jumping off the platform after getting hit with a flamethrower from Django. Like, nobody should survive that level of a fall, but I assume with the force, like, say, before you land, you force push down. You can do, like, a little bump up. I suppose that's probably something you could do. In the same way that when you jump, you can push down. I, I thought that's what Luke did. I assumed. I, th that's these all I seem just, doing. like, applications to me. I didn't realize that these are actually considered to be, like, super force legs or something. Yeah. None of this seems un. It, these just seem like applications of pulling, pushing, and pulling, which are very broadly defined. But that's fine. Superhuman agility and seeing through time. By the end of Return of the Jedi, the Emperor is shooting lightning out of his hands. It's fair to say that this was being made up as they went along. Only the Emperor. You the can way. make it up as you go along, as long as you don't break yeah. anything you've already set up. Yeah, that's fine. I know he's trying to. Why he's doing it? Doing this? It's just to. Uh, defend the Luke apparition at the end and Leia's flying through space <laughs> thing. But he fundamentally doesn't understand what the actual issues with those things are. That would be when the second shoe drops, yeah. Like... And that doesn't diminish the Force in any way. It was an incredibly flexible plot device, something to move the story and characters along that could take whatever form the writers needed. Also, it's a little bit disingenuous to cite these things happening in Empire Strikes Back when he's literally on Dagobah to learn how to do these things. Yeah, these things are earned. They're not just things that you have as in your repertoire of a Force user, and they're not random. Or at least, um, they may have been... You, you could argue that they're thrown in randomly to match things in the plot, but they also have to satisfy a couple of other boxes before they can be put in. And that's kind of where we're at with the sequel trilogy, whenever they introduce. For example, we don't know if this is true yet, but Force Heal? Like, whoa. Do you know oh, what you'll man. do if you introduce Force Heal? Like, do you just say that that's a thing they could do with the mainline movies? Like, we're gonna have some questions for other portions of the films. The first one I have on top of my head is just Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon, like, Qui-Gon's dying, and he's like, if only you'd learned Force Heal, bleh. <laughs> It's yeah, like, it's like, oh, it just man. seems to me that this would be almost at the top of the list for something that everybody would learn all the time. It Hell yeah. Uh, like, how could you abuse Force Heal? Could Anakin have foreseeably, they just, like, <laughs> put his, like, severed arm back to the stump and, like, Force Healed it back? He could have just healed healed uh, Padme when she had her kid. Just, yeah, why didn't they do that? Can you regenerate <laughs> oh, like, limbs oh, with Force Heal? Yeah, just do you have to just attach them together as long you as you have all the parts? people. <laughs> I want to see this. I don't know. Yeah, like this or is the thing. The and if someone's like, "What about introducing uh, force heal?" We'd be like, "Ah, you, you do that. You'd have to make it Could incredibly force... high level, or just don't." Could force heal have like turned Palpatine's skin back to normal? <laughs> no, that was his true skin. He was wearing uh, a blanket that looked. That look creamy shape. He, he, he found those ads online that say nine hundred years old, but looks forty. <laughs> Fair to say that this was being made up as they went along, and that doesn't diminish the force in any way. It was an incredibly flexible plot device, something to move the story and characters along that could take whatever form the writers needed. This is a good illustration of how the force oh. was used. It doesn't matter that Luke can jump twenty feet in the air. That ability is never important to the story. What? It's literally very important. It saves him from being carbonite frozen. <laughs> he 
could have just would have changed out. the entire movie. Yeah, I mean, maybe it would have just been replaced with him jumping out less, I guess, uh, spectacularly. Mm. Like he lifted he, as he jumped, he lifted himself up and landed on the platform right across from Vader. Or, but at that point, it's just details of a- accomplishing the same thing. As long as he gets out of the carbonite chamber, essentially, is what's important. And again, couldn't you just do this jump by pushing, pushing, force pushing down while jumping? Yeah. You could even do like the whole down force push from like the force unleashed. That's a really big force push. Also, someone referenced the super fast run from Phantom Menace. I do think that's retarded, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I I think they would be abusing the fuck out of that. I don't know the... I need, like, George Lucas's commentary on that, because I've heard from different people that that's not supposed to be Force Fast Run or anything, that's just a bad edit. But... George, please tell us... <laughs> George, what was really it? Was it a bad edit? Idea? Or did, they, did you just unlock Force, Force Sprint? And if it was a bad edit, then why didn't you change it like you changed the hundred thousand other things <laughs> when you remade the movies for Blu-ray? But knowing how literally fans take things, I assume there's a 20-page Wikipedia article about Jedi leg ligaments. The ability okay. only has meaning in the Maybe. context of Luke's character arc. I mean, condescending. I mean, fans will do everything they can to repair, right? Um, the one that I've cited in uh, part three of the TFA series, once that eventually comes out, is that J.J. Abrams... I think I've said this on EFAP before, but I just find it fascinating. J.J. Admitted that it was dumb that you could see the lasers from where the planet that Han Solo and Finn are on in TFA It's, it's stupid. That you could see the laser in the explosion of the planets because that means they'd be really close Um, and he said that 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 was like who the fuck cares like science is gay that sort of thing Like it's 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 spectacle. It's cool But then on the Wikipedia you'll find people being like it's made of special light that can travel across like solar systems and you're like what? One, <laughs> but fans are like, no, it makes sense, shut up. <laughs> it totally does, this is why they come up with reasons. And, you know, I'm not gonna disparage them for that, they really want their content to all light up, like... Well, yeah, they want this idea of a world that's, you know, sensical to exist, despite the nonsense that happens in the films. It, I mean, they're fans generally, it's weird... Sure, everyone has their own individual idea of what the Star Wars universe is, but it just so happens that a very, very large segment of all of them can come together and come up with these ideas and these thoughts that, you know, rectify all these potential issues. I mean, besides, we have we don't even have a full understanding of our own world. People, based on their knowledge and their experiences think that the real world is all kinds of different ways and yet we're all able to exist in it so it's, it's not like it's an un- unreasonable concept and uh just for clarification yeah there's gonna be some weird fans who put in some weird like articles in there probably as well right like i'm not oh, saying sure. that because a couple people in chat were like you get crazy fads doing it too i was like no no of course like i'm just saying that someone who's trying to be like jedi have increased agility this explains a lot of the things that happen in the movie that seem weird they'd be like oh well they're just trying to fix it up important to the story but knowing how literally fans take things i assume there's a 20 page wikipedia article about jedi leg ligaments the ability only has meaning in the context of luke's character arc he wanted to go off on an adventure and join his friends in fighting the empire he realized that goal and became the leader of the Rebellion, and believed that becoming a Jedi would make him an even more powerful warrior. I'm looking for a great warrior. Force not make one great! 
He barely knew anything about the Force and fundamentally misunderstood what being a Jedi was about. Adventure. <laughs> a Jedi craves not these things. New weapons. You will not need them. I'm just, I'm like, I'm okay with all of this so far. Yeah, sounds good. He struggled through a series of failures and was just beginning to make progress when he sensed his friends were in trouble. He arrogantly believed that he was powerful enough to handle the traps set for him and left against Yoda's warnings. I don't know if I'd call it arrogance. He he expressly yeah. shares that he just he wants to save his friends. He even asks yeah. Yoda if they'll die without him, and Yoda says it's unclear. So, yeah, I mean, if if anything, that's kind of selfless. Yeah, like the idea that he's immune to the trap that Vader will set. I don't know that Yoda uh, that Luke feels that way. He's just desperate to help people. Um, I'm trying to think of like specific dialogue. Doesn't he? He just says like they're my friends. I've got to help them. That's one of the lines. Like he sees it as that trumps anything. Like even his guaranteed loss, which again, quite the hero. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm and in the ensuing fight, we see that Luke is powerful, performing superhuman feats of strength. Even Vader is impressed with his abilities. Most impressive. But as the fight goes on, Luke realizes that he's completely outmatched. The Force is much bigger than he knew, and his abilities amounted to nothing. This moment was just a stepping stone on the way to this moment. No! Yeah, but it doesn't it mean it's not important. Yeah, it made sense, yeah. It was important. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. if, it, if it wasn't important, then he would have stayed and got frozen in carbonite, and then... Everything yeah, changes. The like, yeah. Everything. And they could have demonstrated Luke's power any number of ways. Jumping seems like it was just an arbitrary match for the layout of the freezing Arbitrary? Chamber. The whole plan was to lure him in there so that he could be frozen and taken to the Emperor. I think he's trying to say that this is one of what could have been many different powers provided to him by the plot in order to escape this moment. Um, by, like, force-related, I guess, but it's- I still don't know that I would refer to that as arbitrary. Like, uh, this power works with what we understand? And it does function as a, a way to escape this particular moment. Like, I'm trying to... I guess he could have, like, forced telekinesis, moved something into the switch that Vader had pulled down to pull it back up, and then as Vader tries to put it back down again, he manages to get back out. Like, that's another way to have done it, I suppose, but... Uh, this was still... Not something I would refer to as arbitrary, that's all. If the room had been different, maybe Luke could have used super speed instead. Super speed's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's stupid. I mean, the super speed could have been used. Someone in the chat even mentioned, like, they could have been used so that Obi-Wan could have caught up with Darth Maul way yep. faster. Yeah. The literal form... The Dude, there's so many things. Kiari Mundi, when he's killed on the bridge, if only he just super speeded away. Uh, if only Aeolus Sakura super speeded away. If only any of the four Jedi Masters that went to go arrest Palpatine super speeded away. <laughs> It's like, let's not. It's seriously, from the writer's room, if someone said it, I'd be like, just stop. Just stop. We're not doing super speed. The Force took didn't matter. It was always working in the service of the story and the characters. But after years of worshipping these movies, fans demand that really? it always works in service of the story and the characters. Yeah, but it still has to make sense. Like, I agree with him, but you can't just have it be anything. Like, again, so let's say they're picking from a roster of abilities for Luke to be able to escape that situation with Vader, and one of the writers says, how about Force Invisibility Bubble? And everyone's looking around like, Invis Invisibility? 
So what does that mean? It's like he goes invisible and then he climbs out of the thing. Veda can't find him. And then the second he, t he attacks Veda, the bubble like goes away. You'd be like, so all Jedi can become invisible is what you're saying then. He's like, yeah. And that's like, you could think about it for a while and be like, hmm, I don't know if that's going to cause problems for us in the future in terms of like good guys or bad guys being able to sneak up on each other. But that's yeah. like, put that in the maybe pile, I have to think about it. And then some other guy goes, what about Force in Invincibility? Like, Force Invincibility, what does that mean? Like, they just become invincible and they like, they're like shiny for the time that they do it and they can only do it for a limited amount of time. And I think everyone here would be like, no. <laughs> just no, I can't do that. Like, why not? It's like, that's gonna cause shit tons of problems. Like, how are we gonna be able to do that? But then you could have this guy being like, well, it doesn't really matter as long as it serves the story of the characters. And be like, no, of course it matters. If you are using a tool to um, allow your characters to perform certain actions, you can't just have them be arbitrary because then their choices will dramatically change. Like, yeah. Luke now could be like, you know, that can be done in the world. Like, Yoda's like, you can't go and help your friends, you'll be killed. And then he goes, I have Force Invincibility, I'll be fine. Like, hmm. <laughs> I guess he's right. This is the, this is the Force version of the hyperspeed jump. Yeah. Because world rules come in all shapes and sizes. Uh, we need them to make sense, otherwise the stakes or, or what, like, sacrifice characters make start to become really embarrassing. Like I said, you can retroactively destroy things, like, um... Like Obi Wan's fight with Darth Maul. Like the more the more you force powers you add, the more we're like, wait, why did they use that in that fight? It's like, shh, doesn't matter. It's fine. Um, but it looks like we're finally getting to the TLJ. After years of worshiping these movies, fans demand that it work the other way around. The Force is super important, and your story and characters had better work in the service of it. And that means locking everything to only what was seen in the original. I wouldn't call it working in the serv the service of the Force. Just work within its rules, that's all. Yeah. I'm sorry, this screen grab of Kylo is so embarrassing. <laughs> this, like, is... <laughs> this is this is the villain. <laughs> this is the doesn't What a pathetic face. villain. <laughs> and that means locking everything to only what was seen in the originals with no more room for imagination or growth. So, he's just expressed earlier that uh, Force Telekinesis was, like, um, a development. But that's not being- that's being locked down by A New Hope still. So, like, what we talk about is how you can try and um, expand or extend what we already know and use it in different ways. Um, that- that's- that's where the creative part comes in. It's tough, I- I don't disagree with that, to try and, um, create some some kind of new scenarios or new abilities or new ways to explore a Jedi's power without creating brand new abilities that are essentially like just exchanging them for different superheroes from different like comic books and stuff. Like why why can't they do four stretchy hand and they can stretch their arms around corners and stuff and you just be like, what the fuck? I don't know. Why is that? And and you'll get some people who are honestly like, well, it's it's creating something new. It's being risky. It's being bold. It's creating something new with the force. You'd be like, yeah, but that's stupid. Yeah, the Force isn't omnipotence. It's just like, like um, this uh, is uh, ignoring. Someone pointed out in the chat that not many people had that big of an issue with Kylo freezing a laser bolt. No, in midair. Yeah, which was which was new. It was really flashy, but it was it's an extension, right? You should you could probably hold energy in place with uh, the Force if it's telekinesis. It just requires a lot of focus. And what I got from that moment was, holy shit, this guy knows his stuff. If he's able to do that. And then it's contradicted later when it turns out he's a pussy. Embarrassing. And besides, this is, I mean, Vader stops laser bolts. 
in yeah, they, uh, Empire Strikes Back. This it's precedent. just not as flashily done. This, this is what I mean. Like, this, you would just watch the films and write down everything you know about the Force, and then be like, "What can we do with this? How can we expand it? How can we play with it?" Instead of deciding, you know what, can we just do anything? Fuck it. Like, no, maybe no. Let's not just throw it out. In the service of it. And that means locking everything to only what was seen in the originals with no more room for imagination or growth. That's not how the Force works. The 900-year-old puppet can come back as a blue ghost, but shooting a lightning bolt is blasphemy. Yes, yes. yes. Because it breaks a lot. different things. Those are two in... How stupid are you that you think that these... Of course! I like, Do you not I, see the difference? He's highlighted it to make you seem unreasonable. Because if you have zero context of Star Wars, that would seem unreasonable. It's like, why is a blue ghost puppet okay, but a flash of lightning isn't? You'd be like, well, because like, there's a whole set of fucking rules for this universe. You can't the, establish a magic system in anything and then break the rules, because then you gotta ask, well, why didn't Force Yoda, or Force Ghost Yoda, fire a lightning bolt down at the satellite for the shield generator in episode 6 and help the rebels out. Didn't we all was he just like sitting with his popcorn Yeah, didn't we all just write that and, and he pop. said, yeah. uh, I don't know and then we were he, like, is it because he could only yeah, do it he, on this planet and he was like, yeah, there you go, that, that could be why. Yeah, he didn't have an, an answer for that. The idea that you full have... circle, I have to ask the same question again. <laughs> oh my god. This whole scene in The Last Jedi is just, it's so awful. You've got the, so the concept that we've established that a force user can reappear to somebody in some ethereal form to offer advice and wisdom and teaching from beyond the grave. It's like, okay, that's not, that's not really that crazy. You know, that's, that's not an unreasonable especially thing, like especially when you world. set limits on it. And we don't even know if when somebody, at least before The Last Jedi, it was never even established if that person was really there in any corporal sense or if any other people could interact with it or, or see it or if it was just a figment of the in the mind of whoever was, you know, being appeared to. We didn't know that it wasn't for certain. But this scene not only tells us that these guys can, you know, they can come back and talk to people and offer advice, but they can physically manipulate the world around them to the point that they can call in lightning strikes to destroy things. And now, you, and, and they could hit people, they could physically strike people and cause them pain. Which is why I joke sometimes, and so now in Star Wars, what's the advantage of being alive? But no, it's all silly. You know, it's it's all every it's all equally silly. Force pull, it is it, force pull is just as um, silly and stupid as being able to destroy entire fleets with force lightning. It, it's all just they're all on equal playing fields. I can't believe this was supposed to be a good video. This convinced people. What? All right. I'm, I'm, it's I, like I, I, genuinely now. That's what I've been. That's what I was told. Okay. Like I'm not. <laughs> say that's true that's what i was told i imagine that the people that's convinced were already probably tlj fans to some extent well, you remember rags like the stream we did how many people asked about this video this was the this is the one that like i think i want to say like at least six super chats were like you need to cover this video well so far it's... it ain't looking too good well yeah this is only now a fifth of the video ish so let's see i guess 100-year-old yeah. puppet can come back as a blue ghost, but shooting a lightning bolt is blasphemy. 
When Obi-Wan said, If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I'd like to think he meant he could do a little more than just hang around and shoot the shit. The mother- he's, he's dead, and he's still able to observe the universe. That's he pretty fucking powerful. Says, he literally says in episode 5, he like holds up his hands and says, I can't interfere if you fight Vader. Oh my god, you're stupid. I don't know the- like, he's underselling it, he's like, <laughs> When you say you can become more powerful than you can possibly imagine, I didn't think that you meant you'd die and be able to stay around. It's like, that sounds pretty impressive to me. <laughs> and also, this is power in purely a, um, utility sense. Sure. Of, oh, I can cast lightning now. <laughs> it's like, what happens if you kill Vader? Well, now you're fucked. I was about to say, like, imagine you change the lines, like, if you strike me down, I shall be able to cast lightning bolts at you from death. <laughs> Vader would be like, what? Holy <laughs> shit. It's like, so if you kill me, can I do that to you? It's I guess like, I'll, I'll I put you in a fucking cryotube kind of... to prevent you from ever dying. Oh my god, yeah. Now, just never leave space ever again. <laughs> I don't, I don't uh, understand that line of logic. Can you okay. imagine that, that conversation Vader would have to have with Palpatine? Palpatine's like, why won't you go back onto the forest moon of Endor? And Vader's like, I'm afraid that my old mentor is going to hit me with lightning. And Palpatine's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. This is an established thing now. Fuck. The second they kill Obi-Wan, Vader's just us sweating. There's little, like, blue beads of water <laughs> coming around his helmet. <laughs> He's like, oh shit, what's going on? Oh my god. Because if, if you kept the Force Ghost thing as it was, it didn't cause any issues. Not we really, don't no. know to whom they can appear to. It, it seems as if they've only, before this, they only could appear to people with a special connection or knowledge of it or some level of understanding of the force or these people in particular they couldn't just go out and do whatever they wanted you know they were working within confines so this it just changes everything and it would retroactively fuck shit up mm -hmm. powerful than you can possibly imagine i'd like to think he meant he could do a little more than just hang around and shoot the shit it was clear that he was holding back his full potential you choose to face Vader. Why? What, what do you mean? Why, why would so that be he, the case? Yeah, so he voluntarily decided that during the entire two and a half episodes where he was dead, there was never a point where he could use physical objects or lightning or some incredible power to save the lives of a hero or someone that he cared about. And he just chose, he, he could have, but he just chose not to? No, there's this so many, like, so two, two more arguments for you. Uh, when Emperor is fucking zapping Luke and Vader slowly getting up from having been defeated, do you think Obi-Wan was just sitting there being like, damn, we lost? <laughs> it's like, you're gonna help, you asshole? And then secondly, if you really do become so powerful that you can just go ghost form and just, just free cam around everywhere, no longer age, and zap lightning at people at will, wouldn't the Emperor want to die? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. In this universe, why be alive? <laughs> What's the point? It, it's way wait, better hold on. If they're able to do that, then why didn't Obi-Wan and Yoda, and hell, we can throw Anakin in on there too, they go up to Snoke and they hit him with lightning and they're like, LOL. Guess well, that was one over. of the, the potential leaks, right? It was I don't know if they've canned this now, but at one point it was supposed to be Rey was nearly defeated, but then the ghosts of Luke and Leia were supposed to help her defeat Palpatine. Can you imagine how fucked that would be? Why, 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 
doesn't make sense. And it's not like being able to come back to appear to people to offer them guidance and you know wisdom like that is a very powerful thing in and of itself. Don't underestimate its ability to give people wisdom and knowledge and to influence them. But I mean, that in and of itself is already really powerful, especially if you don't have a body anymore. You're probably just going to be around for whatever amount of time. But ugh, that's I mean, don't don't discount that as something that isn't already incredibly powerful. I love that each just casually just like, yeah, Obi-Wan could have helped him. He just didn't. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> All those times. Okay. That he was holding back his full potential. If you choose to face Vader, you will do it alone. I cannot interfere. So why is a lightning bolt out of the question? For all the reasons we just said. Because are you fucking insane? <laughs> Why is an actual being able to actually summon a physical lightning bolt to kill and destroy things out of the question? Like I said, wow. All of the reasons. Know, it we was just said. it was Ugh. raining at the end of episode three, and there was a lot of dead Jedi. I imagine there'd be quite a few that would be like, "What if we summon one of the lightning bolts that's already in the air and just hit Palpatine while he's walking <laughs> into the building?" Well, well, okay, well, one thing they they would have as a counter to that, theoretically, is that uh, Force Ghosts weren't a thing until after the end of Revenge of the Sith. If you remember, Yoda says to Obi Wan that like he's found a way to commune beyond death or whatever. Like that that was when apparently Force Ghosts were. Uh, first introduced, according to the canon yeah. of the films. And also, oh, okay. when we talk about Obi, I, it's odd that he would say what he did and then play Obi-Wan explicitly saying, <laughs> I cannot interfere. Well, he, it's like, he's talking about the deleted scene where he says, I cannot interfere, which means, by the way, that I don't want to. I, I can, no, it, it but means, I don't want it to. Means, no, it means I cannot. No, no, no. no. He Not means I morally. Won't. Like, he can't do it on a moral level. But then he, wouldn't he say, I won't do it? No. Rags. What the fuck is wrong with you? Not like, <laughs> Stop using like, your brain, Rags. It's like if someone says, all right, do a thing, and you say, I can't. It implies that you 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 actually cannot do it. It's not possible. If Man. you said, I won't, you're like, yeah, I could, but I ain't Well, see, gonna. that was cut. Uh, Luke responds, can't or won't, Obi-Wan. Then he goes, won't. <laughs> I won't. I could. I could save your life and all that stuff, but I just won't. But I don't like that you're walking off without my permission, bastard. Yeah, I, I, I wonder would you just stay here with Yoda. He needs company. He's an old man. You know how they get. Yeah, it's, it, it, it makes sense. Just because we haven't seen it before? People hated Leia pulling herself through zero gravity, which isn't even yes. a new ability, just an old one in a new con- No, okay, no, it's not, like- <laughs> so We have to God explain damn it. the- it's not that you can pull yourself through zero-g with the Force, because theoretically speaking, that, that would be an extension of, if you cannot, it's this, it's this, it works the same in real life. If you try and push a wall that's, like, huge, you only end up pushing yourself backwards, right? Like, if, you, if you're not planted to the ground. Um, in the same way that if you telekinesis force push an object that's too big to actually move, you should theoretically push yourself backward. Um, I'm okay with that. The problem with Leia is that she manages to force pull herself in from zero-g. At least that's how I feel. Are you guys on board with that or no? Yep. Mr. Rags? Huh? Uh, the, the, the Leia force into the, um, uh, Space? ship. Yeah, like, is it a problem that she can force pull herself from zero-g? Is that a problem? 
No, I, if anything, I'd probably make it easier. Okay, so what is the problem with the Leia scene? The problem with the Leia scene isn't that she can do it. It's that she all of a sudden does it with no training or guidance. Um, when she's been floating out there seemingly dead for like at, at least, least a minute minutes. or so. Yeah, now if, if she, right as the explosion happened, she did something or she used some power to protect herself or she something. Had frost on yeah, but when you have frost on your skin in space, like, mm, man, that's, that's so far. Kind of that's how so far it's gone. Ugh. Like, that's what I mean. But I'm, I'm not against the idea of being able to, like, having a, having kind of a tier of specialized force abilities that take training and concentration and sagacity and time to learn. But just being able to pull the shit out of your ass whenever you need it, really, really creates a rocky foundation for the force yeah the kind of says something that the force unleashed had a character fly out into space and he literally died and they had to reconstruct his body for like months afterward mm -hmm. for him to come back it's threefold <laughs> one being that we don't believe that she could do this like her she she we don't have any reason to believe this is something that she could do uh that's the least of the three problems from my perspective the second most significant uh, actually, no. That's that's number two. The least most, the least significant, but still the one that I know a lot of people feel is that it looked retarded. Like it was so, it, it made people laugh. Like I don't know how else to explain that one beyond like a subjective level. It's just that it looked really funny. Um, second being that it doesn't seem like something that she could do. But thirdly being that she should just be dead in like so many different ways. The um, the clip that I had from that like astronaut or whatever who said that. You'd be like an ice block on one side, and then like a fucking scorched skin earth on the other. And the fact that she had frost in it, you can only survive for I think between one and two minutes. Um, and she was out there for a while. Like, it's just... The whole audience was like, oh, she's dead now. And then like, she's not? Not only is she not, she was conscious enough to pull herself in. It wasn't like she was rescued. There's a lot of problems with that scene. The fact that she pulls herself in zero-g mechanically isn't the problem. Like, specifically. And I just, I don't know. Like, I don't know if he's going to address all of the issues, but, like, why would you go for the one that's the weakest? I find that they do that a lot. People hated Leia pulling herself through zero-gravity, which isn't even a new ability, just an old one in a new context. And yes, you can survive in space for- Uh-oh. Okay. <clears throat> Animal experiments and human accidents have shown that people can likely survive exposure to vacuum conditions for at least a couple of minutes. There could be time for fellow crew members to rescue and repressurize you with a, with a few ill effects. Except that's not what happened. That's not what happened. Researchers found that chimpanzees could survive up to 3.5 minutes in near vacuum conditions with no apparent cognitive Leia's defects. Why not a cheap chimpanzee? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm wondering what, what being an old woman has to do with all of that. Are you so, are you saying that Carrie Fisher's a chimp? Sexist? I want to someone... uh, highlight that someone did this on Twitter a couple weeks ago, maybe a week ago. Uh, they cited an article that proved that she could have survived. I literally clicked it and read it, and it said that uh, after a minute you'd go unconscious. Um, <laughs> she's unconscious at the beginning, because she's blasted out of the, the thing. She's, like, unconscious, then she wakes up. That's not possible. According to these articles, you cannot regain consciousness once you're unconscious in space. That's not a thing. I'm gonna look this up, the Scientific American thing. 
And someone's saying here, don't forget Leia is flying at around light speed in that scene. Uh, don't recall that. No, no. So that that's actually a fourth issue. So she's blown out of the ship at an angle. And um, obviously, while the ship is moving, which pushes... Let's say the, move, the ship's moving by five. She's blown out while moving at five, pushing it to like a seven, maybe, and in a different direction. And she's unconscious for like a minute. Do you understand how fucking far away she would be from the ship at that point? So, she's blown... So, if, if they're on the bridge, the bridge is in front, right? Also, a lot of people are saying vacuum is not space. Uh, space, there are different... Well, yeah, because in space, there's radiation, True. and there's the yeah, light there's, of stars uh, exposed and heat. all that stuff. So, yeah. so, I found the article that he cited... And he leaves out some things that might... Uh... <laughs> what, a, what a shock, everyone. So one of the things is uh, it, it specifies vacuum conditions, not like the actual vacuum of space, but conditions. And we can make vacuum conditions on Earth. It just won't have all the, you know, the, the cold, the heat from the sun or the radiation, all that shit. So they're replicating these conditions, first off. And second... There's a line right here that says, not that you would remain conscious long enough to rescue yourself, which is the second paragraph of the article. Yeah, he's left these parts out. Pretty in a... Uh, Teal Deer made a whole video about this. A 42-minute video. Uh, surviving space. Leia needed more than the Force. <laughs> and like, the thumbnail yeah. just says why Leia is dead. Why Leia is <laughs> dead. There's no way. Like, yeah, you're, you're fucking dead. He's also like, I don't like this kind of like, it's, I would almost call this a cheap shot. So he's like, this none of this fucking matters, guys. It's all nonsense, even though she would have survived. Moving on, and it's like, no, she wouldn't have. No, she wouldn't have, okay? No, she wouldn't have. So here, here's another paragraph. This is like the sixth paragraph on the article. Water and dissolved gas in the blood forms bubbles in the major veins, which yep. travel throughout the circulatory system and block blood flow. After about one minute, circulation stops. The lack of oxygen to the brain renders you, or effectively stops. The lack of oxygen to the brain renders you unconscious in less than 15 seconds and eventually Wait, kills you. This is from the article he's citing. Yes, th this is from the Scientific American the article. Oh, dude. No. <laughs> oh no, that's way worse than what let, you showed on let, screen. Let, let me just reread this <laughs> sentence again. The lack of oxygen to the brain renders you unconscious in less than 15 seconds, eventually killing you. I wonder why he didn't record I like, this part. I like how it specifies oh. that people might be able to save you. She saves herself. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. Other people, maybe in a vacuum, might be able Special to save you. Special circumstances. But uh, but also, this is researchers found that chimpanzees could survive for da 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 in near vacuum conditions. It's like, I wonder what those near vacuum conditions are. Also, as was pointed out. Vacuum and space are two different things. Space has got a lot more going on in it. She's so fucking dead. Anyway. I don't know. I, just, <laughs> I feel like this isn't something that I would do in a video of mine because I would kind of feel like I'm being dishonest. But, you know. I feel like if it was yeah. us, we'd probably go on a tangent into the article, right? We'd be like, look at the many ways that you would die. <laughs> it's not even a question. Zero gravity, which isn't even a new ability, just an old one in a new context. And yes, you can survive in space for a minute or two. I googled it. 
It's an awfully weird time to suddenly start hearing about. Re <laughs> oh my god! We already said this yeah. was this was an atmosphere. This they're inside a creature. They're not just on the naked area of space. Like this, this I just love not that, the same. I love that he says I googled it, and it's like, yeah, well, I did too, and I uh, I saw some yeah, lines. We, you decided not to leave in. Yeah, we googled what you googled, and it yeah, we actually, seems yeah. as if this is. Uh, seems like you left some things out. Yes, you can survive in space for a minute or two. I googled it. It's an awfully weird time to suddenly start caring about realism, isn't it? I hate that argument so much. It makes oh, me. Oh yeah, well, you didn't care about it in this other thing. <laughs> what? You, you can you complain she died in space. She's not dying in space when you got a guy who shoots lightning out of his hands. Oh, you care about realism all of a sudden. It's like no, um, we never really cared about realism. It's not. It's not what the. It's not what's happening. It's really realism that was. It the depends on our suspension there of disbelief. Rules. There are rules. Sometimes this universe shares the rules that we have. Sometimes it says, "Oh, so by the way, this space wizard can shoot lightning." It's like your world, but they can do that too. And we're like, okay. Also, they have telekinesis. Okay, as long as you make that clear, it's fine. But just because you can do that doesn't then mean nothing makes any sense anymore. That's not how this works. For a minute or two, I googled it. It's an awfully weird time to suddenly start caring about. <laughs> Someone realism, said you should it? put that into Goodell, The I googled it part. You know what? I will. I should have been. Should have been doing Goodell quotes actually. What else has he said? Anybody in chat? What has he said that's Goodell worthy? Uh. It's over, Anakin. I googled it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? A couple minutes for minutes. <laughs> In space. Three, I'm an three idiot. Point. I googled it. Uh... <laughs> Size doesn't matter. I googled it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he got that answer from Google. Everybody just wants me to do I googled it. Alright, it's there. It's there. Luke's projection is right in line with how the Force was used in the originals. His greatest achievement wasn't blowing up the Death Star. It was resisting the dark side and refusing to- Whoa, wait, slow down, slow down. So, do, he doesn't mean mechanically, he means like storytelling-wise? I guess, because he, cause he said like it's in line with this- In the... terms of development, like character development, yeah, blowing up the Death Star was like, yeah, it's obviously extremely important, but in terms of like how it changed his character, like it didn't- mm. It wasn't as important as him making conscious decisions to do something to resist an urge to, um, you know, to fight off his emotions. To but like you know, not quite the same. Four Skype calls. There's nothing in the OT that just stretches out to that, right? There's nothing that we don't we don't watch anything happen in the OT that makes us go, oh, four Skype calls. That should be a thing, or or is there? <laughs> Am I missing something? Other than the Force I Ghosts, don't... that's probably the closest thing you could possibly grasp at, but I don't really think that's the same thing. I don't really have an issue with the concept of, this, of the Force Skype calls, just more like what it was used for. Yeah, I was going to say that I, I actually don't yeah. mind it, it's just that I don't think there's any precedent for it. Which again, not a problem as long as you don't contradict anything. Yeah, it'd be one of those things to me that I'd kind of put up there on more top-tier sorts of abilities. Like, sure, if if you if you... If you put this idea, and, and this isn't an unreasonable thing at all, this happens in all kinds of fictions where you have wizards and monks and warlocks and witches and all kinds of different things where when you start out, you can only do so much, but as you learn and as you become more and more powerful, you could do more and more powerful things that people with less experience just can't do. Like, yeah, let's hold on to that concept. That's a really useful one. It allows characters to grow in mechanical ways. Hmm. I would put four Skype calls, you know, kind of up there. 
I just wanted to clarify. So I think he's talking strictly on story. That what he what he did on crate is representative of what he did in the OT. Because we've heard this argument before, but let's let's let him do it. Time to suddenly start caring about realism, isn't I'm it? I'm sorry. Could you pause it real quick? Yes. I, I know. I know. Super chats. We're leaving them to the end, but I need to read this one out because it. You were the chosen one. I googled it. Bill Bobby won Kanagans. <laughs> Bill Bobby won Kanagans. Uh, yeah, for, uh, for anybody who's curious, we're uh, we're planning to go for the full eleven fifty-five today. We've got two to three videos, depending on how we do. Loads of memes, uh, non-copyrighted meme videos, and super chats. We've we've got a lot to do, so buckle in. <laughs> Luke's projection is right in line with how the Force was used in the originals. His greatest achievement wasn't blowing up the Death Star. It was resisting the dark side and refusing to fight. I guess it depends on your definition of achievement at that point. Uh, so, the projection aspect, but there's a physical... So, to say that the projection falls in line with him refusing to fight is... The, Contradicted the problem... by the fact that he tried to kill his nephew. Well, <laughs> in, in the sense... You only sense thought about it, Wolf. Well, in, in the sense <laughs> that the projection is directly linked to that, the issue that people have is that after all of the experiences that he has had, just because he's fighting someone doesn't mean he's killing them. It's odd that this would be, these are the same thing. Well, like I, he... I, just, I just thought it was interesting that he stated that uh, the achievement of like managing to resist the dark side is greater than having destroyed the Death Star in A New Hope. I find that... I, I, um, I suppose from a character perspective, I would agree, but like from the wider world, because uh, he didn't even kill the Emperor. <laughs> the Emperor is actually alive and well. So um, compare that to destroying this monstrous space station that was threatening to kill everybody who remains in this world that was resisting the Empire. I don't know. I I, I will agree with him on a character level. I'm not sure I agree on like um, a world level in terms of what was Luke's greatest achievement. Because uh, A New Hope's finale, that was a pretty fucking amazing achievement. Yeah. ...in the originals. His greatest achievement wasn't blowing up the Death Star. It was resisting the dark side and refusing to fight. That was the moment when he became a Jedi. I am a Jedi. Like my father before me. Well, it's time he says he becomes a Jedi. <laughs> I'm Maybe just having flashbacks to, yeah. to, to Mark Hamill being like, That's not what a Jedi does. <laughs> he doesn't give up. Also, it's just, it's really strange that all this stuff happens, and, like, Luke's, it just reminds me of how the, the ending plan here, like, Luke's plan is so, like, weird, the way that it works. Like, oh, I guess Ray's just gonna open up the cave for him, and I guess they know to leave the cave, and that it's a distraction, or why don't they think, everyone else thinks that Luke is actually real, and he's gonna be there to save him. It's like, a lot of stuff just ha happens to coincidentally happen for this yeah, like, quote-unquote uh, plan to come <clears throat> together that's just insane. If he's about to break down the crate scene for us, I am more than willing to go over how much crate makes no sense at all. Uh, we'll let him go first in case people have forgotten how stupid Crate is from every character's perspective, but we'll totally do it if, if he wants to. Because, my god, I remember, um, I think I made this comment in the third part of my TLJ critique, but a lot of people were saying, like, um, oh, he hasn't covered Crate yet, as of my first two parts, and it's like, Crate is the good part of the film, and I remember being like, what the fuck, the good part? <laughs> <laughs> no. Jedi. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. 
He's seen on Crait as that same idea on a larger scale, with Luke using Is everything he learned scale? about the Force to resolve Sort of, I guess, but it doesn't do it. That's the thing. He... He is directly doing things with a plan of action and in crate, it's just a mess of what's actually happening. I suppose we should probably just go over it now and then cite the individual parts that contradict anything that he's running with. But so first of all, you have his knowledge that something's happening on crate. That's like that's like Luke's perspective on Arc 2, that everybody's getting chased to crate. I don't even remember if Ray told him about crate or not, but it doesn't really matter. We'll just let that go for now. So he decides he's going to appear there instead of go there himself, which, by the way, is going to become a problem um, eventually. If you remember, someone we covered on EFAP previously said he couldn't have used the ship on Arc 2 because it was waterlogged. Yeah. Um, apparently, in the leaks, Ray is going to use that ship on Arc 2, so <laughs> that's so going to fuck everything up. Oh, you got to be kidding me. I just think it's, it's like funny. <laughs> we already have instances of waterlogged X-Wings being Yeah, it was in a swab. Surely that's so... worse. <laughs> Um, yeah, we already have... Eh. Anyway, so he gets there. Uh, what is Luke's plan, right? We're, we're Luke Skywalker. What is your plan? It's like, I th I can see that the Empire... Well, the, the, the First Order are about to assault all of my friends in the big cave. Now, I can also I'm see sorry, that... why is she going to use Luke's X-Wing if she can get to Arc 2 anyway? Uh, she, when she gets to Arc 2, she destroys her own ship. She's in exile, and then she decides she doesn't want to be in exile and uses his ship. Why does she destroy her own ship? Because she's exiling herself. Well, if it makes total sense, you just hate it. She exiles herself, destroys her own ship, and then decides to use the ship in the water. It's in the trailer. She, like, arrives on Arc 2 in, the, in, in a TIE Interceptor or something, and she destroys it. It's going to be the second <laughs> act low point. She's going to decide she has to come back. What? I did, he's not gonna, dude. <laughs> bring alcohol. Like I said, when, you, when anyone goes to see this movie, you need oh, a drug. Oh my god, I'm I'm gonna smoke my brains out before watching it if I ever watch it. Um. So yeah, like I said, he comes in and he's like, "All right, Ray is in the Millennium Falcon. She's flying around. She can be their escape." Now, first problem you'll find is that the hyperspace tracker is still active on any one of those star destroyers, so they can't actually escape. They do anyway. Whatever. So his plan is, ignoring that, that they can get on the Millennium Falcon, but they need time. So he's going to walk out into the middle of the field and delay uh, the First Order from getting to them. Now, if you guys remember, the First Order wouldn't have caught up to them, like, anyway. Like, they, they get ahead into the Millennium Falcon and hyperspace out, like, well before Kylo or his men even get to the part where Rey was opening up the stones. So like, mm -hmm. I just don't, I don't even know that Luke actually successfully delayed them instead of just showing up to tell Kylo some shit. But let's just assume, fine, he's, he's doing it to delay. He doesn't tell anyone this. And he doesn't tell anybody that there's an actual exit. They just assume that. They're like, Luke is here. He must be here to give us a chance to escape. And remember, Luke actually has a chance to tell them this. He walks into the room to tell Leia, like, she, he has a conversation with her, but he doesn't tell her anything about how to escape or live. It's like, wow, you're, uh... You really run in on the fact that they're going to interpret your actions with a certain message, I suppose. Then, he he tells Kylo that he's not there to save him. Like, doesn't doesn't Kylo say something like, uh, are you here to save my soul? And he just goes, no. No. <laughs> I remember, very, like, very like, wow. Like, like I, I went to go save Darth Vader. Fucking Darth Vader, but you? Yeah, Fuck you, Kylo. You. <laughs> you're just, oh, you're just, you're just unreasonable. I could, oh, man. Not you, Kylo. Darth Vader, yes. But and then, not you. 
we just have to assume that Luke knew that he had delayed him enough when he disappears? Uh, like, he just disappears. Like, it seems like he just goes, like, well, now's my time to disappear. It's like, did he know? I guess he did. Yeah, he lets Kylo discover the illusion. Yeah. I don't know. Like, and, and then you have the whole, like, oh, it inspired the universe. Like, how? What is the story here? Like, I, I want to really push this because I really hate the idea that him destroying the Emperor and his team destroying the, the second Death Star and freeing the world, that story stays under the rug and disappears over 30 years. But this story, this is the one that inspires children all over the universe to stand up. It's like, why? What is it? What happened? How did the story get out? Who told who? And didn't any Stormtrooper tell anyone that it's like, no, he wasn't even there. It was a fucking illusion. He was an illusion. He just disappeared. What a fucking bitch. He didn't even show up in person. This so, Luke guy's a fucking coward. Yeah, so so I guess my position on all this is it's a, just, it's a disaster. I have no idea what the hell they were trying to do, and I have no idea what Luke knew at what times and what decisions he was actually making. Loads of people like to ignore all of it and just say, don't you see? Luke defeated Kylo with pacifism. <laughs> and you're like, what? He... <laughs> what? He inspired them, I googled it. <laughs> he defeated Luke with pacifism. Kylo, Wolf, get it right. He or defeated Kylo, Kylo, right. Yeah, let's- alright, oh, now yeah. let's hear his take. Like my father before me. His scene on Crate is that same idea on a larger scale, with Luke using everything he learned about the Force to resolve the situation peacefully. The people saying he genuinely should have been there, taking down Adat Walkers like a badass, are missing the point. No, there's no. He should have been there. Not. We're not talking about. He has to destroy the entire enemy army and be some crazy war hero. But he should have been there. We've heard this before. Uh, I can't remember what video it was, but the person who said like you should jump around destroying every ATAT. The counter we had because for some reason they create this false dichotomy where they're the two options. The one we presented that I think would have been way better is he's actually there. He's fired upon. The smoke clears and all of the lasers are held in one position and he dissipates them, like. Pacifist. Or throws them back. You could have him throw them back. Um, I don't know that I, it would be kind of cool to see him do the whole, like, this doesn't bother me. Like, it's almost like Neo at that point. Mm -hmm. so there's no reason why you can't have a whole bunch of different things happen. You could even have him have a fake version of himself just to trick them, and then the real one comes out. You could, you could, there's so many different things you could do. Why'd you have to... Why'd you have to have it be a ghost that he projected? It's so strange. Saying he genuinely should have been there, taking down Adat Walkers like a badass, or missing the point. Maybe what those people wanted to Even see then was I this. Preferred that. <laughs> Destructive power is a Sith thing. We always... <laughs> why, why is Luke killing all the rebels? <laughs> I like that, that image of him just smiling at the dead body on the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, either it's zero or ten, there's no difference, there, there's no... In between, it's either, yeah, Luke's just an illusion who doesn't fucking do anything, or Luke is basically like Darth Vader, as he's just slaughtering the enemy. If you ever wanted to see a straw bad, ladies and gentlemen, it's like, this is it's what like, you wanted. Like, what? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fuck up that straw man. Okay. Yeah, this is definitely what we were all wanting. I almost wanted, like, I wanted to see what it would have been like to watch Rogue One with that scene at the end. <laughs> Luke is just <laughs> slashing through all the rebels, you're like, why? Just, just grinning like an idiot. Who is this man? Guy <laughs> uses the force for knowledge and defense. Never attack. But they were basically soldiers and assassins in the. So you get that when you defend, it will involve a, a attack, as in like 
if you engage in a battle to defend someone's life, you're going to have to throw what would be considered an attack at them. Do you, do you, do you guys follow what I'm trying to say? <laughs> the whole idea that, like, let's just say you have a baby who's just goo-goo-gagging on the floor, Sith goes to stab him, you are a Jedi, do you, do you, you can defend the baby with, with, a, with a riposte, right, or, or something? Does that just mean that you can't ever hurt anyone? Yeah, like, why don't you just force push, force push the Sith away, or force pull the baby towards you into your hands, or something? Or uh, it, it's not all don't be there at all, or <laughs> yeah, like, kill everyone. I don't know that we should take this to the point where we just go. Every Jedi should just sit down and calm, calm the fuck down. There's a time for action. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just, uh, I don't think it means you can never attack a person the prequels send me to kill the emperor well hello you, you, if you don't kill the emperor he takes over the whole fucking universe i don't know the like, the idea is like ah oh, nah the way to yeah. do it is to let him be like oh this is a this is a war by the way and it's he's a sith Why lord he... it's like don't tell me that jedi just don't kill sith anymore he's like that's not a thing that they do he's highlighting obi-wan going personally to execute the leader of an army to dissipate the cis and prevent the war from continuing this is apparently like an aggressive attack you know like not defense okay what about holdo then he uses <laughs> then he uses grievous not that holdo's a jedi like... but you know, same principle. Holdo fucking did she attack people? Did that does that count or does it not? I don't know. This is weird to me. Like Jedi are not. Why do they even have lightsabers? Exactly. What's the point? Is like the idea of Defense I've got only. I mean, I I carry a gun. It's like I don't go out. I don't leave my house saying like, man, I can't wait to shoot a bitch. You know, it's like, it's there if I need it, just in case. Let's hope it doesn't ever come to that. Let's hope I don't ever have to use it. But if I gotta, then I gotta. Hey, Wolf, do you Jedi remember... Jedi the same um, way with the lightsabers. This is, this is, this is going to be a crazy reference. But do you remember a character advocating for how uh, Thanksgiving is, like, not a good celebration in Buffy because of all the natives that died? Yes. Do you remember that she advocates for pacifism throughout like the whole episode against the the enemies that are like the ghosts of of the past, uh, people who were wronged, and then the second they attack her, she goes crazy and kills them. And she's yeah. like, <laughs> she at the end of the episode is like, oh, <laughs> like, <I> just, like, <laughs> point being that uh, you may advocate for pacifism, but if someone tries to fucking kill you pacifism's a difficult way to disable them, but if you're gonna be like, well, Luke did at the end of Crate, it's like, Luke didn't do shit. He delayed them for like a couple seconds with a ghost, I don't know. It, <laughs> I, I don't know, just like citing the, the Obi-Wan taking out Grievous, ending the Separatist war, it's like, look at him, that, that murder-hungry asshole. I just be like, what do you mean? This <laughs> is a good he's, thing. He stopped, sort of like, stop, he's doing to stop a war. They're in a war. At that point, it's like, eh, eh. You're already in the war now. Lightsabers are meant only to defend your uh, an attacking lightsaber, okay? From Sith, yeah. specifically. And or laser blasts. We're basically that, soldiers um, and assassins very specific. in the prequels. Send me to kill the Emperor. Luke using... See, you realize he's surrounded by a bunch of battle droids with guns pointed at him, and if he doesn't attack, he's gonna die anyway, right? That's, yeah, that's kind of what I'm trying... Like, I just... Is Grievous is a bad, bad man who <laughs> controls bad man. a lot of power, and he's a general in this war that they're currently engaged with. I, 
This is absolutely stupid. What he should have done have to discuss. is project a ghost version of himself to Grievous and then explain to Grievous that what he's doing isn't, isn't a good thing. Alright? Are you here to kill me? No. <laughs> okay, then. I... I... I want us to agree to disagree on this whole thing, okay? Are you, like, hiding somewhere? Like, behind a barrel or something? <laughs> <laughs> he's got a little like <laughs> little laptop in the upstairs of this place where he's projecting the he's little like, thing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Bad. Like, are you on our Wi-Fi? <laughs> How did you get the password? I'm sorry. People are gonna be upset that Rags called Grievous a bad man. It's true. He's a bad man. Do you know how much knowledge with it takes to keep a droid army running on Wi-Fi? I just want to see the prequel versions now where everybody talks to each other and just is like, hey, you know what? All this death, not worth it. Someone said pacifists like the people from Wakanda. <laughs> like, yeah. to kill the emperor. Pacifist asterisk. Luke using knowledge instead of violence to win the fight is the most Jedi thing in the series. He, but it, uh, he didn't win the uh, fight. There was no he didn't fight. Win the fight. They ran. They ran away. Kyle is still survived. evil. What do you mean? Kyle, yeah, the enemy suffered no casualties. They resistance barely escaped with their survivors in their lives they barely escaped and if anything they escaped because of a bunch of coincidences happening they only survived because of the incredible incompetence of the first order oh no the first order lost some tie fighters um i mean they have like thousands more but uh yeah that that wasn't a win that was we barely survived holy but shit rags you don't understand he didn't destroy the rebels hope so luke still wins Oh, like, yeah, I just what what a baffling thing it must be to look at that crate stuff and go, yeah, that was definitely a W for the resistance. It's like I sit down, set up a chess game for me and Rags and Rags like, I can't turn up. And I'm like, well, I guess you won. <laughs> <laughs> Curse you. Fucking... I'll get you next time. Oh, please. But it ignited a controversy because it's not in the rule book. Ryan Johnson. Why do you keep appealing to this? And made the mistake of posting an excerpt that if referenced it contradicts the, the rule book. It's dumb. Isn't this rule book from Disney though? Like it didn't count because he's citing new canon to justify his canon ability, and haters immediately descended on him because it wasn't canon. It, it, exactly. What's the problem? <laughs> That's how it works. There's a reason why Gandalf can't just show up in fucking Star Wars. Like we have rules. There's restrictions. You fucking moron. I hate to break it to anyone, but one fictional book of fake space facts isn't any more or less real than another fictional book of fake space Oh my god. Alright. <sighs> is, is this guy really gonna do this? Where do you want to begin? Be so <laughs> I don't know. I'm, gonna, I, I'm just gonna begin by saying I'm so happy we're covering tonal after this. Why, why are they saying <laughs> equally true here? Who are you to tell- who are you? He's- well, he's appealing to the silliness again. He's like, uh, oh, dude, okay. this book of facts is no more gay than this book of facts. And you're like, uh... If you don't have consistent rules, then things get broken very easily. Now, there is a discussion to be had on what is canon, and everyone can use different definitions. The one I usually go with is whoever officially owns the IP and what they say is canon, because other than that, I don't know how to make it consistent well, and yeah, fair and understandable. I mean, like we all recognize that Disney is the one who decides canon now. That's the problem. Like, we, we, rec we can, yes, we can all recognize what the problem is. 
I mean, um, how many, like, didn't, like, people had a problem um, after Frank Herbert died and his son started writing Dunes or something like that. I heard a lot of the books weren't very good and people had some issues with them. But it's like, yeah, that's, I've, that's canon. I've read, I've read all of Frank Herbert's Dune books and the first two of, I think his name is Brian Herbert. Mm-hmm. Brian's books are not good. They have a lot of issues with them. They really lose what made the core of Dune in the first place. Not that Frank Herbert's books were all great to begin with. I really only consider the first Dune to be the great one and everything else just kind of loses me after that point. But Brian's books were really bad. So if. If you have um, like in a situation like that, just like with Star Wars, people recognize that, well, yeah, this is canon. But again, the problem is that those things are canon and they cause issues. Do you think Canto Bite will turn up in this video? <laughs> I'm sure it will. <laughs> I'm curious. But yeah, uh, it's interesting that he's like, these are extensions of powers, these powers come from these places, this is, you know, expansive, creative, blah blah blah, and then he's like, also, by the way, whatever is canon doesn't matter. Like, what? Oh. Well then, what even is continuity without canon? Specs. There was never any real definition of canon. Things shifted in and out of it all the time, and the sheer volume of extraneous books and games led to a convoluted co- Yeah, again, so you have to- you have to come up with one that at least lines up with some level of, like, reasonability. Like, you don't just say anything with the name Star Wars on it is canon, because of mm-hmm. what Disney Fan had fiction. done. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, like, the idea that there's something hugely contradictive in the Disney sequel film to the EU, which I'm sure there's plenty of that, Disney have the actual authority to be like, we've purchased this IP, it is within our right to say that that is no longer canon, but this is. And as a consumer of what is their content now, they purchased it fair and square, like, what else can we do? If you want to say that things are only canon according to your personal preference, that's totally fine by me. I just don't know that um, we can have these conversations anymore if everybody's changing what they think is canon. Does that make sense? Yeah. Does that make sense? I just like how else can we do canon? Uh, I mean, yeah, it, it goes back to it, I think canon is one of those things, especially when IPs change hands. Ideally, canon is great when a single entity or person who has immense respect for the world that's being created um, is consistent, and they devote time and effort to ensuring that it all works as it should. But then you have like Star Wars, where canon is just a—it's they're just playing fast and loose with the rules all the time, and they're doing this and that, and oh, all that stuff—it isn't canon anymore. And all of this stuff that we're doing <clears throat> is now. We recognize—I mean, it, it's not controversial to say that we all know who, you know, is making the canon and yeah. what the canon is. The problem is that it is canon, and that there are people making canon who just don't seem to, who are <laughs> unworthy of it. Well, uh, an interesting uh, comparison is that Ghostbusters 2016 and Terminator 345 are all decanonized now, technically speaking. I think you could make the argument that Terminator 3, 4, and 5 are still canon. They were just wiped out by the events of Genesis, uh, the events of Dark Fate, even though Genesis wiped out Terminator 1 and 2. So actually, I think they do have to be decanonized. It can't make sense otherwise. 
I can't remember if they've actually been on record saying that, but it's kind of where I'm coming from with this. Um, most people will accept whatever the IP is saying, uh, which wh whoever currently owns it is, is canon, is canon. Other than that, you're going to get some what I would call arbitrary rules, or at least more arbitrary than whatever the IP holder says. Because I don't think anyone's crying that Ghostbusters 2016 is no longer canon. I, I think I think that's pretty cool, actually. Unless you're a feminist. <clears throat> But um, to try and say that, like, oh, Canon's all wishy-washy, flippy-flappy anyway, so who cares? Like, stop doing this. Stop appealing to, like, giving up. Stop being like, yeah. oh, well, fuck it. <laughs> stop saying that. Try a little harder, come on. Coding system to determine canonicity by ranking. The only person whose opinion should matter on this is the creator of the series. And George... I don't read that stuff. I haven't read any of the novels. I don't know anything about that world. It's a different world than my world. George Lucas and Starlog. Um... <clears throat> I don't know what that's regarding, because he was involved with the Clone Wars, right? I guess he doesn't know about the EU books. I mean, there's a lot of EU books, so I don't fault him for that. Yeah, there's a lot. But I'm, I'm, I'm almost certain George Lucas cares about what is canon, though. Yeah, I'm... Well, sure maybe not anymore, because, you know. Oh, I mean, I think, I think he does. George Lucas didn't care for much of anything other than the films and the Clone Wars show. Right. The Emperor doesn't get cloned, Luke doesn't get married, and Jar Jar's the best Star Wars character. Well, That's oh, canon. No. No. Alright, you son of a bitch. Well, he's right. Jar Jar is the best character. Yeah. Um, we all, we all recognize that. Yeah. Not... not controversial. ...to ensure that Better every storyline is totally canon, and that includes The Last Jedi. So yes, everything in the film is totally canon. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, we know that's the problem. As we've said, it's not that the pro the problem isn't that we don't accept it as canon. The problem is that it is canon and it's well, fucking nonsense. Yeah, I was gonna say like it's if we didn't accept it as canon, we wouldn't care. We'd just be like, well, it's not canon, so who gives a fuck? The pro we're trying to explain why it sucks that this is canon. I like that he's got like giddy Yoda as like almost being like, ha ha, it's, it's canon. Like, ha ha, it's all canon. <laughs> That's bad. It's like, Very you know, bad. we're laughing at this stuff now. Like, do you think totally... episode 9 is something that we're going to take seriously? Fuck no. I can guarantee you episode 9 will damage TLJ. So it'll turn it from, like, this pile of sludge into, like, a rotting pile of sludge, I guess. And it's going to be funny. Just, I just can't wait for the first EFAP we do covering a video essay that explains how episode 9 ruined TLJ. It's like, <laughs> that'll be the day. They canon, and that includes The Last Jedi. So yes, everything in the film is totally canon. And if you take issue with that, why is this bureaucratic system any less legitimate than what came before? Who's saying it's not canon, as in, like, as a criticism of the film? Um, Isn't, wouldn't the whole point be that they're criticizing it because it's canon? You, you know what I mean? Like, you can't hold those two positions at the same time, can you? That it's non-canon and it's stupid? Uh, as in, it doesn't make sense with the canon? I mean, people say that in the sense that I'm like, you know, after episode six, I just stop. There's no more after no, yeah. that in my mind. But, well, like, we know that it's like you can't just, it's not a switch that you can just flick off and you just, and you forget the sequel trilogy. What I'm saying know. is, why would you have someone saying it doesn't make sense with canon, also, it's not canon? Like, you just be like, well, then you just, it, it doesn't, it not making sense with canon is fine because it's not canon, right? I mean, if that's, is, is that the criteria here? Is that if it is not, if it doesn't, like, I, I just, know, I just like figured that the point of this video was to try and explain how this... He, he called it a guide to The Last Jedi. Like, why would he be addressing people who think it's non-canon? 
I really would. Hmm. Well, if you don't interpret it as a sequel. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. It's only a sequel if you interpret it as a sequel. Yeah. Like, I'll be the first to agree that this is some garbage canon, but with how I understand canon works, my hands are tied. Yeah. Again, it's not the... It, the problem is that it is canon. <laughs> That's what the problem is. I guess, yeah, I guess Great. my issue comes from him being like, ha-ha, it's canon. Again, like, my initial reaction is just like, well, yeah. Yeah, if we, if that world was real, it, if that was the real world that we lived in, then there would be some issues that we would have to resolve here so that... Because, like, you know, you don't see us hunting work. down fan fictions, videos or articles or, or books or anything. Like, going, this, this doesn't make sense with episode four. Because we're like... We're going for what we're being told mainstream by the IP owners that this is canon. And it's different to entertain the idea of like fan fictions and stuff and actual stuff released by the owners. Mm -hmm. Anyway, continue. Is this bureaucratic system any less legitimate than what came before? If you need a committee to rubber stamp your fantasy adventure plot points for your consumption, Maybe you're what? the one who doesn't understand what the Force is about. Well, hang, hang the Wait, fuck can, on. Can, 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 we, can we hear that again? I want to make sure I heard him correctly. Okay. ...storyline is totally canon, and that includes The Last Jedi. So yes, everything in the film is totally canon. And if you take issue with that, why is this bureaucratic system any less legitimate than what came before? If you need a committee to rubber stamp your fantasy adventure plot points for your consumption, maybe you're the one who doesn't understand what the Force is about. So, because you want to catalog and understand it, you don't understand it? So, because... Your desire to want to make sense of it means you don't understand it? Yeah, and, like, we only consider canon what is, quote-unquote, rubber-stamped by a committee, in this case being Disney, I suppose, saying that this episode is canon. Um, like I said, my position is I don't know how I can make it meaningful for something to be canon outside of just myself if I don't appeal to a wider... Uh, standard like whoever owns the IP. If we don't appeal to something like that, then yeah, canon is literally different for every single person. And at that point, how do you have any conversations? All I would say, like, Rags is like, oh, I didn't really like General Grievous. And I'm like, doesn't matter, he's non canon. This is just a. This seems to be just a restatement of kind of what happened before that he'd already said. Um, I don't even know why he's making the, this the point. Issue, uh, like, why Why can't I just say maybe you don't understand how the Force works? <laughs> well, what a condescending thing to say anyway. And almost, like, weirdly nerdy. You don't even know how the Force works. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, maybe you don't understand it. All right, you're taking a shot at the super fans earlier, but all right. I mean, I know, we know you're a fan. That's what you said at the beginning of this, but it's just really it's odd way to go about it. Mm -hmm. Think about it. Fans hated the midichlorians because it made the Force into something small and knowable. If you've condensed the Force into a book that could be sold by um, Kenner... So, not, not the only reason. It turned it into a physical manifestation that could be measured inside of people. Yeah, like, the, the, like, you were born, and you, you're, once you were born, it was basically genetic. What I usually appeal to with that is the... I can't remember if this was originally said by Plinkett or someone else, but the whole... Um, you can literally test people for midichlorians and find out who the powerful Jedi slash Sith is in the Senate. That kind of like fucks with everything. Um, well, yeah, there's that meme going around about um, Anakin talking with um, Mace Windu 
about, oh, yeah, um, Dooku told me that there was a powerful Sith in the Senate. Right. Or in the, in the, in the Senate. It's like, all right, let's just do Metachlorian tests on everybody and find out who it is. And then credit rolls. You know, it. It's just it mm, causes and issues. If, if you're trying to go like, well, all it says is indicative of their potential, I'd be like, eh, still, still, maybe. And this is the thing: I don't think midichlorians are anywhere near as damaging as half the shit in the fucking prequels. Um, it's just the, there's a couple of things that get really fucked up when you really think about it. Um, but yeah, like he, so he's saying that because the force was almost prescribed this like series of details and categorization. And that's what fans had a problem with. Trying to categorize the Force is only going to have the same result or something like that. And it's like, no, you're conflating two different things, right? So the idea that someone can use Force push, that's cool with all of us, especially a Jedi, they, they push a chair over. Most, if not all, can do that. Someone pushing a Star Destroyer into a sun with Force push, we'd be like, um... Mm. Now you've taken it a little bit too far because if you can do that, what could be threatening to you ever... You have to have limitations, right? And he's like, no, no, limitations will ruin it. And it's like, no, it actually makes the stakes much clearer as opposed to you could just, like I said, force invincibility. Why not? That's cool and new and interesting. Isn't that creative, guys? What do you think? Creative? Yeah? Force invincibility? Yeah? It's almost like just use the force, use the real world of the force being able to... It's not like weight, like weightlifting in a way. It's like, yeah, all the Jedi can do the really basic stuff. You could pick up boxes and things, but like really, like really heavy stuff. And that takes a lot of training and a lot of, but, but like the mental version of that, where it takes concentration and understanding and wisdom and, you know, all that stuff that goes into it. So you can kind of scale it to something that's relatable. Force into something small and knowable. If you've condensed the Force into a book that could be sold by Kenner, haven't you done the same thing? No, nope. I didn't. Here's do that. another thing you can't do anymore. Pretend for a second that you're seeing Darth Vader for the very first time. Okay. What is he? Is he even human? We find out that he used to be a Jedi before turning evil. Okay, how did he get in the suit? Oh, I cut his arms and legs off and left him to die in a river of lava. Not mentioning that would have been strange. We find out in the next. Yeah. Well, no, the reason he doesn't mention it is because he doesn't want to tell Luke all he the shit. He was deliberately <laughs> hiding the truth. He hides a from lot him. from Luke. That's part of the story. It's something that he does. I mean, it's weird in the sense that he's... It's not typically what you associate Obi-Wan with. It's, it seems strange that he wouldn't. It's almost manipulative. Mm. I mean, it kind of is. But for a good cause... I'm trying to think of like what exactly his point there is like the there was mystery behind vader and it was ruined by the prequels is that the point i mean that's just the nature of mystery to where the more you learn about something the less mystery there is yeah like but that's kind of inherent to the he concept. must have loved force awakens then mystery everywhere mysteries that went nowhere what do you guys prefer a mystery that gets answered eventually or a mystery that never gets answered like where did baz Kadata get luke's lightsaber from um, a mystery that never, I mean, it, it honestly, that depends, um, on what it is that we're looking at. Um, if we take a dead space is a good example. Uh, if you, especially in like a horror kind of setting, learning everything that there is to learn about it can, especially if that explanation is 
not very good really take away from the horror aspect of it turns out that the marker just feeds into a moon and it turns into a giant space squid yeah the like a a lack of knowing lack of knowledge you know the mystery of the unknown can be terrifying and if you explain it in bad ways it could remove it but when it comes to characters how did darth vader become this what happened to a normal person that would change them into this kind of being yeah i mean if it's told well i i I would prefer that Mm -hmm. i mean it depends there's no reason why a character of darth vader is going to be worse because of explaining the mystery unless the explanation is done nonsensically or if it does things like violate canon or doesn't follow the rules of the universe you know that sort of thing and then i guess i'm trying to like so he's saying like oh, there's no room for mystery anymore with these fans like i don't know man people love tfa is when the yeah. mysteries got flattened that everyone got pissed it wasn't the mysteries yep. existing on, on their own i was ready I for I was, I was ready, ready to find out about Snoke, eight. ready to find out about yeah. that lightsaber, ready to find out about Luke, ready to find out about what happened in the span between these two episodes. We got fuck all. And now it, it all came crashing down. And legs off and left him to die in a river of lava. Not mentioning that would have been strange. We find out in the next film that he's Luke's father, which tells us more about Luke than it does about Vader. We already knew that he was a good Jedi at one point. He's still such a mystery at the end of the trilogy that just seeing his face felt like a giant revelation. We didn't really need details on Vader for the story that was being told. I don't think anyone argued that you needed these details. But, uh, is anyone opposed to having them? It's like, uh, I'd like them. Did you, would you want them done really badly? It's like, not really. No, <laughs> I would rather, I'd rather them not done at all than badly. But I'd rather have them done good. But sure, there are times where I would maybe advocate that, like, yeah, I, I personally don't need the backstory myself. But that doesn't, I don't think that means that, like, it's definitive, you know? Every mystery mm-hmm. for every person, different people are going to want to know different things. The idea behind a mystery is that something did make sense to make the thing happen. It's up to you to think about what it could be, or do you want the answer? And at risk of the answer being well written or poorly written. And the mystery of what happened to him was a major component of his character. It inspired people to continue wondering about him long after the films were over. When the prequels explicitly showed how he turned, a lot of people were disappointed that it didn't live up to their imagination. A lot of people were disappointed, though. Yeah, a lot of people were totally alright with it. Especially these days. There's a shit ton of prequel fans that are very vocal these days, saying that the prequels are strong, and that, um... I remember the, uh, the criticisms that it ruined Vader, the prequels. Um, but a lot of the times you'll find a lot of people saying that nah, it, it really strengthens his history. And um, I think there's enough of an argument to be made that Vader and Anakin are completely different characters. So I don't, I wasn't really bothered by how much of a bitch Anakin was for three movies. <laughs> I mean, the 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 events he goes through in Episode Three are more than enough to dramatically change a person, right? Uh, and then the fact yeah. that he's locked into I, this I, suit. Yeah, I just think that like the, the difference between Anakin and Darth Vader, it doesn't really ruin Darth Vader since they're practically different characters. Yeah, I can see that. Um, and how much time passes between episode three and four? Is it... I want to 19 say years. Oh, 19, okay. Yeah, so you have all of that plus 19 years of him going through all that. Yeah, not to mention the fact that he's now going to be perceived very differently from everybody, and he's a part of an empire. Like, what I'm advocating for here is that 
Of course he's gonna change. People are gonna be terrified of him from his suit alone, so he's probably gonna... He's not gonna be Anakin anymore. Yeah. And all this stuff was set up really well so that the gap between 3 and 4 is much more reasonable than the gap between 6 and 7. Well, the, what I've always advocated for with Luke is that I need to see what changed him. Yes, you can take a gap once I've seen what would have been the catalyst. You can't show it to me in three flashbacks that change. Like, what the hell? Uh, we saw all of it for Vader. Oh, but not that he's making that argument. He's just saying that without mystery, things go bad, I suppose. Equals explicitly showed how he turned. A lot of people were disappointed that it didn't live up to their imaginations. And that's a lesson that Star Wars fans can't seem to learn. Because after decades of getting books, comics, videos- I'm sorry, you've just- you've just, just declared that mystery is always better. Yeah. That's not uh, how it works. Definitely don't agree with that. Definitely don't agree. Someone named Rucka made that comic? Rucka? I, I'm just thinking Rucka Rucka Ali, and it's- I, yeah. I kinda wanna read this comic to see what's in there now. <laughs> Video games and I assume Pez dispensers with plot points etched into the Pez. You know what's funny? Uh, I would controversially back in the day say that I think Django's way better than Boba. And um, one of my reasoning, part of my reasoning would be the, the Bounty Hunter game where I learned loads about his character and really enjoyed the story and how he got caught up with the Empire. Point being that someone could be like, do you prefer that Django Boba are totally mysterious? I'd be like, uh, not really. <laughs> I don't no. know. I like finding out about him. So, like, just this idea that it's, it's just definitive, like, oh, you st stupid fools, always looking for the answers, it's like, oh, like, there's no context, but that's okay, oh, okay. It's taken for granted that we'll get to know every last detail. It's great that fans love this universe so much, but the fixation on literal details suffocates the larger mythology- You can't make this point while showing Snoke. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of, that's an... At this point, I would just be like, so you just don't want to know anything. Just nothing makes any sense. Everything's just mysterious and dark. Anything and... could happen. Anything could just get pulled out of anyone's ass at any time for whatever reason. As long as it serves, something do to do. Like, no, there are no rules. There is no explanation. You know, by like creating you, rules, you remove mystery, right? If you catch a person going like, I need to know Greedo's history, okay? need it i'd be like all right chill out <laughs> i don't i don't know and then someone goes yeah i'd like to know snoke's history i'd be like well yeah that makes sense because he's like the only thing that connects an insanely two important trilogies. character um but it's like that you just have this guy being like oh my god you want to know everything that star wars is a vehicle for for example when snoke appeared in the force awakens without a backstory fans rioted and caused 15 million dollars in damages at the no, premiere we, what what is, is what? that a joke or is that real I'm assuming that's a joke. When Snoke was revealed? No, no, we wanted to know who he was. We didn't have a problem with him existing. We were like, oh, who is this? Yeah, what, if anything, I was on board. What's gonna happen with this guy? Who, who's he? How did he rise to power? If Where anything, did he come from? Shouldn't he be making a joke about TLJ, not TFA? Like, it should be like when Snoke was killed, people rioted. Um, May, did he... I mean, he's... I mean, he's fucked... It, we're, just, we're just deliberating in what way he fucked up here. <laughs> yeah. Suffocates the larger mythology that Star Wars is a vehicle for. For example, when Snoke appeared in The Force Awakens without a backstory, fans rioted and caused $15 million in damages at the premiere. What about the Emperor? He's even more powerful than Vader. He looks like he's a thousand years old. He wiped out the Jedi and turned a democracy into a fascist empire. There's obviously a story to tell there, and yet we learn nothing about where he came from. Yeah, we don't need to know any how he did that. 
Yeah. This is this, we've done this before. This argue, I can't believe people are yes. still making this argument. It's insane. So, Snoke and the Emperor. What is the difference? Why does one? Why do people want to know the history of one and not the other? And by the way, we're discounting the prequels for this argument. Pretend they don't exist for a second. So. Uh, Palpatine being in power isn't a problem because when we join this universe, we're told an empire is in charge, this guy's at the top. The empire control yes. the majority of the planets. There's a small band of rebels who are trying to, let's say, escape them. They're like, okay, yes. we don't we actually... Not starting, we're not starting at step two. This is step one. The creation of the universe with all of the givens, you take that, and then after that point, if something happens that requires an explanation then that's the problem. It's moving from one step to the other. It's not the beginning. Yeah, and the easy comparison is that you have, let's just say, a TV show. You know, like, you've seen all your characters, everything's going normal. Next episode, everything's flipped upside down. Half of them are dead, several of them are old. You're like, uh, what, what did I miss? You go, none of them are in power anymore. You're like, wow, there's this guy who's taken over everything. You're like, what the, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, what? What the hell happened? And by the way, you could theoretically do this, you just need to provide us all the information we need to understand how this all happened. But they never did. They just fucking gave up. They just sh they just skipped forward, they gave us loads of action scenes in TFA. Loads of gun shootings and ships flying and... Big did you guys see the Death Star but bigger? It blew up five planets or like six or whatever. It was so cool. Oh man, like this would be like one of those what if in the real world another holocaust happened? You'd be like, holy shit, how did that, how was that a thing that happened? How did we not stop that knowing that we had one before and we've all accepted that it's terrible? Like, how did this happen? Yeah, and then you know, everyone like, just you... doesn't talk about it and just like, oh, oh, oh. Um, so the stakes are all fucked, because now we don't know how the hell the bad guys regenerate, we don't know where the hell this guy came from. How did this guy convert Kylo, or Ben, when he was surrounded by people like Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, and Leia? Like, how did that happen? And it's just like, it just did. And, uh, it feels a little bit like betrayal. And then you see Luke being a cowardly asshole. It's just the same thing again. How did that happen? That's not the guy we know. We get, we get given a flashback. Uh, How did this shit video convince anybody that TLJ is good? Well, I was gonna yeah, say, like, so these far, are the, guys. This is pretty. This is pretty weak sauce stuff. We've had all these arguments before. Like, I don't want EFAB to be repetitive, but like, you know, hopefully it's been long enough that people can feel like this is interesting to talk about. But like, yeah, Snoke deserves no more backstory than the Emperor. I've heard that argument. Luke defeated Kylo with pacifism, just like he did with the Emperor. It's like heard that argument. Like, we've been there before. All these ones tried out. I haven't heard the one that nothing is canon technically, so why do you care? That's that's a new one for me. Um, but yeah, let's kick on about how we don't need Snoke's backstory. A thousand years old, he wiped out the Jedi and turned a democracy into a fascist empire. There's obviously a story to tell there, and yet we learn nothing about where he came from in the film. The Emperor is important within the Star Wars universe, but to us as an audience, his main importance is that he's the wedge between Luke and Vader. Luke is the angel on Vader's shoulder. He's still important to the universe. He's the boss of the bad guys that t control the universe. Yeah. Not he, just important to the characters. He's very, very important. He's doing shit. Stuff's happening. Similar to Snoke, I will happily concede that Snoke is important to Kylo on a character level. Fine. But he's also important to the world. Um, and by the way, I would have liked to have known what his relationship with Kylo was beyond You're, you were beaten by a girl, little stupid boy. And then kills him later because he doesn't like Snoke. Like, oh, what a relationship. I learned a lot. Do you remember the scenes with Palpatine and Vader? They're fucking great. The, the, the... That one scene where, Va or where the Emperor is revealed 
talking and talking. That's great. The emperor yeah, when is not as forgiving yeah. as I am. Like, oh my god. <laughs> Just when we start like hearing the emperor's voice for the first time, or in that movie anyway, and hearing him like laugh or cackle and talk about we're gonna fucking kill everybody. And as somebody points out in the chat, like people enjoyed in the prequels the idea of Palpatine's rise to power. Like that's mm -hmm. something that people generally really liked. So okay. He called him a boy. <laughs> I'm never kidding with that shit. This is like a classic meme. <sighs> Palpatine is the devil. To have him regale us with the details of how he came to power would just be a distraction from the scene that we were there to see. Yeah, oh, hence the hideous. prequels. Like, if they were going to tell his story, they wouldn't have it in those scenes. They would have it in their own separate movies because the stakes do not change for the OT, whether or not the prequels exist. This is not the same as Snoke. Try harder. Snoke has even less of a need for a backstory since he's an offshoot of that character. What? Huh? What? <laughs> less of a need for a backstory. The power would just be a distraction from the no. scene we were there to see. No, we need Snoke to know how we go from the end of Return of the Jedi to the beginning of The Force Awakens because it doesn't make sense without the context. How How is he, how is he so backwards? I mean, it, it, the reason why it works in the OT is because we didn't have context for nothing what the universe was like beforehand. This yeah. is just what we're introduced with. But we already have six movies to establish how the universe was like uh, and how it got from the prequels to the OT and at the end of the OT, everything's good. How does it go from there 30 years later to TFA? It doesn't make sense. We need yeah, to understand that context in order to establish it to suspend our disbelief anyway. It's like, it's like building a Jenga tower, right? When you start out at the bottom, there's nothing to work against you. It's just, you just sitting down some blocks and that's your foundation. And there, there's nothing more than that that you need. The more that you add to the top of it, the more that you have to take into consideration all of the stuff that you've built up to that point. Because if you don't, you're going to have some issues. Snoke is an issue because he is acting seemingly contradictory to a lot of stuff. No, well, maybe not, not contradictory, but in the, in the context of the world in which he's in, we need an explanation as to how this could happen given previous information that it's built upon. And that's the issue. Yeah. If your bottom blocks are evil empire, uh, noble resistance, and the empire is led by a, an evil emperor, uh, okay, yeah, so, so there, there's no problems here. You can elaborate on that if you wish, but there's nothing that requires an explanation for storytelling purposes. That's the baseline. Everything is built It's off of baffling it. that he's concluded that there's like less of a need for Snoke. A Django Fett tower. He's not even arguing for equal. He's arguing for... I just... Alright. Him regale us with the details of how he came to power would just be a distraction from the scene that we were there to see. Snoke has even less of a need for a backstory since he's an offshoot of that character. A wannabe emperor trying to assume the same role. We've how do you him, know he that? He essentially fulfills the function of an emperor, though. Like, in what way is he not an emperor? Yeah, how is, how is he failing to achieve... He's, I would argue he's better off. He seems to be more powerful. He's, like, achieving things that we've not even seen before. With the whole, like, he could just magically connect people across the universe in a Skype call, which apparently kills you. Like, it kills Luke Skywalker to do that on just one end of it. So, not bad. He can do that without, apparently, a second thought. Same with the 
like, the lightning move where he just, like, flicks his finger sort of thing. He's in control of more power than apparently Emperor Palpatine seemed to be. Like, the, um... That's... The, this is why we criticize the sequel trilogy on its world building so much. This this is like one of those discussions that comes around the power of Snoke, the uh, uh, the efficacy and the 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 scope of the First Order. There, how have they expanded? How how are they existing? How are they a thing that was allowed to exist in this world? No, makes no fucking sense. I've seen several people in the chat telling us to prepare because we're apparently getting close to something he says that's real tizzy oh really adjust okay. <laughs> what a change yeah, worse than, oh yeah worse than one, what yeah. we've already experienced i guess oh man all right plus what the details of how he came to power would just be a distraction from the scene that we were there to see snoke has even less of a need for a backstory since he's an offshoot of that character a wannabe emperor uh... trying to assume the same role so We've seen enough people get disfigured in their pursuit of power that JJ must have figured we were smart enough to figure this out without having to see it again. Smart enough to- ooh. Weird, God. that's because- okay, Anakin, disfigured. Luke, disfigured. It happens to good people too. No. Okay, <laughs> never mind then, I Besides guess. Rags, even if it did, you're smart enough to figure out how it happened, aren't you? Okay, oh, okay, so let's let's go one by one, shall we? So, um, one of them was killed, fucking slashed by a wampa. One of them was, uh, delimbed by his friend and left to burn. One of them was hit by his own lightning. Like, all three of those are completely fucking different, but we're supposed to be smart enough to figure out which one it's gonna be for each person that it happens also, to in the future. Also, um, well, who's the Forrest Whitaker in Rogue oh, One? Oh, yeah, yeah. He was pretty fucked up. He had, yeah. like, no legs or something. Why was his eye all squinty? Yeah, he must have is a bad man. I mean, we've seen this before. He's a he's a bad man because he got disfigured. What a retarded uh, take. You should be smart enough to know the history you've never heard of. Uh, and then I'm thinking about what about what other good characters are there that are disfigured? And I'm like, well, Cat and Halo Reach is missing an arm. Um, who is the one of the guys in uh, Gears Five that I played? He's missing a leg. Like, how many how many of these can you go through? And then he. Uh, it's really Who's not the a guy that saluted Cypher Rage without Cypher <laughs> <laughs> Rage. Cypher Rage. A brave space movie. Denied. Sit down. Denied. Oh, oh and what about the, the commander in um, what the commander guy in Starship Troopers? He has a robot arm. Yeah, well, you know oh, how that God. happened. <sighs> Specifically, you know. <laughs> he was a good man. Let's just hear that again. Luke has even less of a need for a backstory since he's an offshoot of that character. A wannabe emperor trying to assume the same role. We've seen enough people get disfigured in their pursuit of power that JJ must- Okay, so we don't want to know the history of Snoke because he's disfigured. <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> what? Lieutenant- someone mentioned Lieutenant Dan in the oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I just want to highlight that- how many people did you meet who said, You know why I really want to know Snoke's history? Do you know why? It's like, because of his face. It's all fucked up. That's why I want to know. You're like, oh, what about, like, what he did with the Skywalker and Solo families? You're like, oh, I don't care, it's his face. That's what I want to know. Just so we'll throw a lightsaber at his face. Oh, Harry Osborn. That's a good one. Uh, good one, chat. Harry Osborn turn turned good after being disfigured. Yeah, but you knew how that <laughs> happened. Someone said Raiden BJ Blazkowicz had his entire body cut off. Yeah, but Nick you knew. Fury has an eye missing. You knew how that... Oh, no. <laughs> That's an example of where it's like, let's not explain that, shall we? <laughs> um, oh, also, of course, very good, Chow, in uh, chat, Chew and chat, um, the Elric brothers, so there's that. Yes. 
And finding um, that out General was Grievous extremely was satisfying, too. but fuck it, because mystery better. You've <laughs> seen so people get injured before. said Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> <laughs> I need to take a, a pee break. I'll be right back. Go for Wolf it. from Sekiro, Zuko. Let's Don't do our. Um, how Zuko got a scar? Well, we should do our Raid Shadow Legends ad, Wolf. We, we, we're commissioned for it. The Hold best on. part? I, 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 ref I refute you. It's free. No, 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 not you. <laughs> person in the chat knowing how zuko got his scar specifically who did it is pretty important to his character just saying this is, well i mean you don't even need to count this point is so stupid like he's trying to say like why do we need to know the history of snoke he's scarred sure it's not like we can't figure out how someone can get scarred it's like what are you who are you fighting against who is this strawberry i got these scars my mother was very nice and she fell on me one day. Well, that's not... That's not... Okay. <laughs> she fell on you and she made out of knives. Uh, yes. <laughs> you say that like it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm back. Hello. All we've concluded is that it's amusing that he thinks people want to know Snoke's history because he's scarred. Snoke has even um, less of a need for a backstory. Since while I was pissing, I was thinking... Maybe I should do an actual review of Raid Shadow Legends. That'd probably be interesting. I've heard that Jay is interested in doing such a thing. You should do it. I yeah, I, I Hey Rack, I, the that's best part my... is free. <gasps> it's free. It's free, free games are the highest of quality. Free. Ah. You, you can buy some stuff in it, which is only good. Features. It's an offshoot of that character. A wannabe emperor trying to assume the same role. We've seen enough people get disfigured in their pursuit of power that JJ must have figured we were smart enough to figure this out without having to see it again. Oh yeah, Robocop. Like the I don't like the appeal to you'd be smart if you didn't want to know Snoke's history. I find that frustrating, but I'm going to move on because... You know what? He said this was all a joke, right? He said that if you don't like comedy, you shouldn't be here. I like comedy, uh -huh. so I'm not going to get upset by any of this. I know it's all a joke. The Emperor well, Snoke is... <laughs> Someone said Edward Scissormother. <laughs> uh, we, we were just sharing stories about how if you had a mother who fell on you and she was made of knives, you could get a scar. Isn't that right, Rags? That would make sense. Um, say, uh, if you had a if mother, your mother was made out of knives, yeah, yeah. and she fell on you, you could get scars. Yeah. If my mother was made out of knives and I fell on her, she fell on you. No, she, she, oh, fell, she on fell on, on me. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I guess if you fell on her, the same thing would happen. Yeah, yeah, I'd probably get some nasty cuts from Knife Mom. Yeah, there you go. I'm just, I'm glad we got, we, we managed to agree on that because that, that's quite controversial from what I hear. They must have figured we were smart enough to figure this out without having to see it again. Like the Emperor, Snoke is only important to us as an extension of another character, Kylo Ren. No, 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 no. He's important what? because he resurrected the Empire. He's important. Because he managed to fuck Luke up to the point where he nearly tried to kill one of his own family members. He's important, here, yes, to Kylo. Let's make this easy. If Kylo Ren was not a character that existed at all, Snoke would be extremely important. He would be just, if not more important than he is now. If you remove Kylo from the equation, that doesn't mean Snoke all of a sudden is completely meaningless or not important. If anything, the opposite occurs. This is a ridiculous point. How did you say this without stopping yourself and saying, you know what? Backspace, backspace, backspace. I shouldn't say that. That's clearly <laughs> stupid. Backspace, backspace. Then you go, keep going. Just keep, just hold it down. Just, just hold just, it down for just a few hours. Until the beginning and then go and, I don't know, play a, play the Raid Shadow Legends. 
Kylo's story seems to be one of the Force balancing itself. The Jedi didn't huh? really understand how it worked and thought that balance meant killing all the bad guys. Is he not to destroy the Sith and bring balance to the Force? That's what happens at the end of the sixth episode. The Sith are destroyed. Yeah. And it's considered Vader bringing balance, fulfilling the prophecy. So... <laughs> if anything, the notion of what balance truly means is a little shifty. Yeah, there are many people who have many ideas. Freddy Prince Jr., for example, believes it means to have equal numbers in terms of actual numbers or power on the Jedi and Sith sides. And Which therefore, is fucking the, dumb. Yeah, it's hilarious when you think about it. It's like the Force has to generate new Jedi or new Sith depending on which side is more powerful at the time, which is just like, ah, uh, okay. If anything, you, I mean, I, it would be more reasonable to say that the Jedi are the embodiment of the Force's balance. They are not, they are not pure in either direction. They are a, a kind of like balanced in that sense, maybe. That would be more reasonable to me. Like the Jedi maintain the balance. The balance isn't about, you know, numbers or anything. It's about maybe, maybe it's the state of the universe. Maybe it's a... Uh, the glow like the the universe's force sensitive people's dispositions or their relationship with the force it can be used in a lot of ways some make more sense than others oh you know what? i just realized i'm full of shit i said the the, the sith were destroyed palpatine survived obviously so oh, yeah i just lied. sorry he he sifted the portion of the death star down onto a planet remember rags that's that's the canon okay he sifted it through space palpatine he didn't die he was just on the the actual like circular panel that fired the Death Star laser. That's where he was. And he was like, Wee! He even went on, like, he surfed some waves. It was awesome. Which led to Luke abandoning the force. Oh, wait, what the fuck? What, what, what the hell is happening here? Wait, wait, wait. Why is Kylo Ren coming out of Snoke's head? I don't know. Oh, let's, no. Let's find the out. The Jedi didn't really understand how it worked and <clears throat> thought that balance meant killing all the bad guys. Is he not to destroy the Sith and bring balance to the Force? So the prophecy says. A prophecy... That Miss Reg. <gasps> I'm just pausing to make sure this clip doesn't fuck us for copyright. Could have been. But a lot of quotes from Lucas imply it to be more of a literal balance. Also, two sides, good side, the evil side, and they both need to be there. In Times Magazine, it is not a malevolent or benevolent thing. Okay, too much light or dark would be the undoing of life as you understand it. Okay. Someone's um, saying here um, that Thor Skywalker in chat, R4 says, uh, Thor Skywalker says balance is the absence of the dark side. So maybe the maybe the force in and of itself is, you know, it is what it is. You know, and the the evil aspect is what corrupts it, perhaps. Who knows? Who did you say I'm, said I'm, that? Thor Skywalker. Isn't he a YouTuber? I, I remember that. Yeah, name. I think so. I, th I believe so. I believe he is. Um... Doesn't he know that Thor and the Skywalkers are from two different fucking canons? You can't have Why both. Why not? They both have Force Lightning. God damn it, Rags. Your Fuck, fantasy canon is no more meaningful than my fantasy canon, okay? You know what? What if... Okay, bear with me. What if... Uh, because, uh, because the Jedi were a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. What if, over time, they uh, left their galaxy... And the force slowly but surely changed, and they forgot how to make lightsabers for whatever reason. And they settled in a far off planet, and then they founded Hogwarts. That sounds like your opinion. No, I'm just saying. Just saying. 
How does Gandalf fit into that? How does Gandalf fit into that? Oh, he's one of those in-betweeners. It's a parallel universe. It's one of the... He's, he's on another... He's on infinite... Oh my goodness, you, you, you... Oh my god. That's foreshadowing for what's to come. Oh. It should be just like two days-ish until uh, part one of EFAP reacting to uh, Infinite Yes is coming out. I know a lot of people are excited. It's on its way. What's and it's way? really bad. It's this um sort of... How would you put it, Rags? It's the equivalent of the Avengers assembling for uh, the CW shows. Yeah. Uh, Batwoman, no, yeah, Batwoman, Supergirl, a bunch of Supermen, I don't even know if they have any TV shows, uh, Arrow, briefly, <laughs> um, <laughs> Robot Man, I don't know, there's a bunch of people we, who team up. I guess, I guess if chat doesn't know, we watched the first episodes of Crisis on Infinite Earth, and they're batshit insane. It's amazing, we, we, we love them so much. They... There's people Quality out there who really entertainment. enjoy entertainment. <laughs> That's the part Apex that gets Cinema. Me. Anyway, back to this wonderful video. Requiring both sides to some extent. This movie makes that clearer than ever. The ancient Jedi even kept some sort of dark side crystal beneath their island for that purpose. Balance. Powerful light, powerful darkness. The Jedi recruited a You just cited Disney canon to explain how things make more sense than we think they do from Disney canon. Interesting. <laughs> That doesn't work. <laughs> you've, you've cheated. Well, also, here we Bible. fucking go with this graph. I don't know what's gonna happen here. Massive number of light users, which allowed a super powerful Sith to pull- Well, that doesn't make sense. What? Yoda became, like, fucking nil, and Palpatine is, like, super. Doesn't that- Oh, and maybe he's not going with the Freddy Prince Jr. explanation, my bad. Purpose. Balance. Powerful light, powerful darkness. The Jedi recruited a massive number of light users, which allowed a super powerful Sith to pull Anakin to the dark side and destroy them. As the okay, last Jedi but... died out, the Force began oh. to flow through Luke, and he pulled Anakin back to the light, what? leading to the Sith. What? <laughs> what was balanced about any? Okay, you have the Jedi Order as a inner as a massive galactic force that in that is involved in you know the culture and the politics of the galaxy. There are thousands of them, supposedly. There's a Sith? Two? There's th three or four? How many are Sith are there? Like, less Two. than a dozen? <laughs> There's uh, like Dooku and Palpatine and... Was... Well, the thing with others. Dooku is like, was he a Jedi prior to the second episode or is he counted as a Sith throughout the whole prequel thing? I think he was counted as a Jedi prior to episode two. Yeah. Yeah, because everyone was like they such. knew him. Yeah, he. What does he say? He's uh, he's a, he's a political idealist, not a murderer. Which was a a, a, a naive comment to say the least. Yeah, if any, <sighs> if you expect anybody to be a murderer, it is a political idealist. <laughs> <laughs> well, a political idealist has the power to literally like kill people at rage with his telekinesis. He would never kill anyone. He's a communist. <laughs> Greg could have been. But a lot of mm -hmm. quotes from Lucas imply it to be more of a literal balance, requiring both sides to some extent. This movie makes that clearer than ever. The ancient Jedi even kept some sort of dark side crystal beneath their island for that purpose. Balance. Yeah, again, you can't cite this to prove the, how this makes sense. Powerful light, powerful darkness. 
The Jedi recruited a massive number of light users, which allowed a super powerful Sith to pull Anakin to the- So, okay, so the, logi the logic is, we start neutral. Yoda okay. and, and Co. get loads of Jedi. That pushes them really far up. This allows Palpatine to rise up. That's what he says. If anything, that would be really diff- Are you saying it would be easier for Palpatine to- Rise for the more Jedi there are? Uh... Even though he has to kill all of Not, them to get them out of his way. Yeah, he has to literally create an army to even begin to make that a possibility. Like, Palpatine is not having an easy time of it. No, he. I think, if anything, if you said, hey, Palpatine, I can, I can snap the Jedi out of existence for you, he'd be like, oh, shit, do it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, Thanos, yeah, thanks, yeah. man. Yeah. I just oh, want some to people... say that this, this graph is worse than the one I used in the Arrival debate. <laughs> it's a great graph, how could you say that? This also, is a I'm, graph. I'm aware, some people are like, Dooku used to be a Jedi. I know, I was saying, was he an, on, on that scale during, like, Phantom Menace, was he a Jedi? Do we count him as a Jedi, or do we count him as a Sith throughout all the prequels? That was my question. Oh um, god, someone, <laughs> someone said, look at this graph. Someone please Photoshop Look what's on the screen right now into the into the <laughs> Look at this graph meme. Alright, let's let's hear more of this because I feel like we're gonna have to stop this several times because it makes no sense. Still beneath their island for that purpose. Balance. Powerful light, powerful darkness. The Jedi recruited a massive number of light users, which allowed a super powerful Sith to pull Anakin to the dark side and destroy them. That doesn't follow. I don't understand. That is interesting logic. The more Jedi Certainly. you have, the easier it is to convert Jedi to the Sith? Uh, maybe, like, explain, if I had to try and come up with a rationale for that, I'd be saying, well, maybe it would be easier to find potential recruits? <laughs> that's much more <laughs> but, like a numbers game, but yeah, sure. But yeah, but then that's like, oh, but, uh, oh, is it easier for... Is, that's like, is it easier for the Rebellion because there's a massive empire? I don't get how else this would work in another if I... What a strange analogy. This graph is... Confusing. Yeah. Powerful light, powerful darkness. The Jedi recruited a massive number of light users which allowed a super powerful Sith to pull Anakin to the dark side and destroy them. As the last Jedi died out, the Force began to flow through Luke and he pulled Anakin back to the light, leading to the Sith being destroyed. But Palpatine never left. He didn't die. Yeah, why, <laughs> why did you have Palpatine disappear in that graph? He was alive. He was he, Yeah, in your own retarded Disney cat, and he's alive and well, buddy. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> doing his... What? <sighs> this convinced people. Oh, man, if this convinced you. Oh, man. And he pulled Anakin back to the light, leading to the Sith being destroyed. Or not. I'm leaving Palpatine out of this until we know what the fuck is going How on. How can you leave him out? <laughs> He's like the only figure that's been here since Phantom Menace all the way up to episode 9. Yeah. Can't leave him out. <laughs> Luke began training a new generation of Jedi, and with Snoke apparently, apparently people being... Okay, dude's, okay, so... Uh, yeah, go ahead. Apparently people in this dude's Discord are covering us, covering him. Oh, I don't give a shit. I Hello. I, I don't give a shit what their opinions are. Hello, everybody. I hope so, you know that your favorite YouTuber kind of sucks. Yeah, this video is terrible. Well, I've heard, I've so heard his other videos are good, but this isn't a great first impression. Yeah, um, I'm sure he's a great guy. He just has really bad videos on Jedi, Last Jedi. So, 
early before this segment in the graph, you had young Luke and he just acted like Palpatine didn't exist when he was clearly alive for all of episode one through six. Now we're at old Luke, right? So old Luke is training new Jedi and you have Snoke who, uh, and I guess Palpatine is alive by extension. We technically don't have confirmation, even though we kind of do. I mean, his logic seems but... to be if ever one side outstretches or understretches, the other side does the same eventually. In some way. That seems but to that's, be... If... But if anything, that's not like balance. That's just a pendulum swinging back and forth. That's not balance. That's the opposite. That's going from one extreme to the other. Why well, it seems like the Force is constantly trying to balance. But if this is how the Jedi understood it, then fucking hell, they wouldn't want it, would they? They'd be like, but oh god, we, we don't want like balance. It's, <laughs> it's almost like it's pointless. It's like, if you're in the Jedi, especially in the prequels, you're in the Jedi, you've got your council, you've got your big building, you have a, a not a global presence, an, a, a galactic presence, you're keeping the peace, there's no wars happening, and this is something that's happened for thousands of years, right? At what point do you say, you know, I don't know about this weird balance thing. What we've got and what we're doing now is working pretty darn good, whatever the balance is or isn't. So let's just keep maintaining what we're doing now. So let's hear out some more of this graph. Being destroyed. Or not. Look at this I'm leaving graph. Palpatine out of this until we know what the fuck is going on. Luke began training a new generation of Jedi, and with Snoke apparently being the only counterbalance, Ben was pulled to the dark side to even things out. You okay? Enough. You just you're um, just recanting what happens in the plot and establishing it just makes sense this way. Yeah, you can't. You happens. cannot knock out Palpatine and claim this makes sense. Yeah, I would love to get. Let's just sit down with someone who looked at this graph and were convinced. I was like, no, no, no. Explain the graph to me. Ex explain it. I want you to tell me the reasons why this craft makes any level of sense. Snoke was way more powerful than Luke. Or at least that's the impression Absolutely. I got considering that Luke died from doing the move that Snoke apparently did on an afternoon. <laughs> like, so, how is it that Snoke is the counterbalance for Luke that can pull Kylo? If anything, Kylo should have just started on Luke's, uh, Snoke's side. I don't even know how it, how is... How this logic works? Who who is a new person supposed to go to if, let's say, the Sith have more of the graph? Is it is it the Jedi? Is that how it's supposed to work? Because he did just conclude, right, that Luke was like Snoke was a reaction to Luke. Is that what he's Being trying to destroyed. say? Destroyed or not? I'm leaving Palpatine out of this until we know what the fuck is going on. Luke began training a new generation of Jedi. See how he's pushing Luke above Snoke? Like Luke is more. Why? Very weird. Why? And with Snoke apparently being the only counterbalance, Ben was pulled to the dark. That doesn't. That doesn't follow. So, because he, what he's trying to say is that Kylo was pushed from good to bad to fill up the bad side, because the bad side is falling behind the good side. But the bad side was m more powerful. So, how, how does this work? Is it based on how much control of the galaxy you have? Is that how this works? Not actually about force level. It's. If you don't establish what it is at the beginning, then how do you how do you tell? It's like, well, okay, well, we have to maintain balance. It's like, all right, well, what is what is the balance then? What determines whether or not we're balanced or it's imbalanced? like force accountants. They're all like, oh shit, this Snoke guy is like really powerful. We're gonna have to gonna have to do something about this guy. And also, no, Chad, I haven't gotten my monthly thrust yet. Still waiting. Mm. Still waiting. We'll tweet it so oh Dark. Wait, you don't have a Twitter. I sent him a Patreon message and I showed him the picture <laughs> Beowin made. <laughs> Wait, which one? The one where he said, I'm ready for my monthly thrust. 
I don't believe I've seen that one. Oh, do I want to? Well, I guess I. I don't think. Okay, rags. I don't. I. 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 I, I somehow don't think that Tonald would respond particularly well to you sending that to him. What? I'm. I'm his biggest fan. <laughs> rags. You have to understand. That's. I don't think this may not have worked for Totald. Uh, right. I think that might have scared him anyway. Rags, you've you've spooked Totald. You scared Totald. And yet, definitely never going to do it. Yet he made a new video. And true. yet, it's I brought true. him back. It's I true. brought him back. He, he he may have made a new video, but he still hasn't provided his monthly thrust. Maybe that was thrust. his idea of a monthly thrust. I was going to say, if better. anything, full video he baited Rags better. with that picture by promising him a monthly thrust. I can't he believe saw... you... Did you actually send this to Tonald? <laughs> Absolutely I did. I'm ready for my monthly thrust. Do you have evidence that you sent this? Because I don't know if you're fucking with me or not. I'm not fucking with you. If ever there is a time where I'm speaking Wolf completely wants evidence in now, you can you, tell. This... Like, Please show no, no, me. This is, where, this is where the friendship happens. This is where you, you, you gotta learn how to... I, I, I promise to you. I swear on... Oh, well, my mom's not dead. I swear on Abraham Lincoln's grave oh. that I... I'm telling you the truth. I did. Old Abe is gonna be really invested to, in this. Yeah. To, to be to be specific, I sent it. Um, well, I'll, I'll get to a date later. But um, yeah. I, I yeah. And and what happened after I did? He made a new video. Who could say no to that? Who could say you, no to that? You scared him so shitless. He actually was like, "Fuck! I gotta make a video before this guy sends more of this." <laughs> There's your monthly thrust. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Rags would be okay with that. Uh, anyway, this graph. Look at this graph. Um, Luke began training a new <laughs> generation of Jedi. Some poor guy started the stream and saw that. <laughs> with Snoke apparently being the only counterbalance, Ben was pulled to the dark side to even things out. He destroyed the Jedi, which led to Luke abandoning the Force, leaving no active Jedi on the light side. This led to Kylo being pulled back to the light. When? When? Huh? when? Why not Snoke? Why, why, why Kylo? Yeah, why Kylo? How come Kylo's the pinball now? Yeah, why? why can... All right, so <laughs> why? Okay, let's just damn it, man. He wasn't even pulled back to the light in this movie. He well, literally yeah, it... killed Han and, and like confirmed he's evil, and then he did it again in the Last Jedi. Yeah, people act as if Kylo is like wishy-washy, but I'm like, no, no, no. Give me an example of Kylo going to the light side. Give me one. Give me one example of him going to the light side. Um, when he was like, I feel bad, Han. I feel bad because I'm getting pulled all over the place. Where? I... And then he fucking murdered him. I know, but there's still evidence that he's a wishy-washy piece of shit. Uh, it's like, uh... I, you know, they're gonna say, "Well, he killed Snoke," and it's like, "Yeah, but five minutes." <laughs> he later, wanted to he take was, like... his fucking position. That doesn't even count. <laughs> fucking hell. What could be more? What could be more light side than killing your master and taking his place? Oh wait, <laughs> wait. Is there a particular side that does that a lot? I can't remember. Like people who think that there's a reasonable conflict that's been displayed here for Kylo Ren are delusional. It's almost as though there's a precedent for Sith betraying one another. No, like, oh. no. That's what the Jedi do. Remember when Mace Windu I, I wonder, fucking killed Yoda? I wonder if there was a Jedi master. Who has red skin and horns? Who said this in a very popular video game that was in a trailer from um, I don't know twelve years ago? Oh, General Grievous, yeah, in the third one. 
Yeah, yeah. That sounds like yeah. it. I knew it. I liked. His resistance to this led to the light finding an outlet through Ray. What you? Okay. Um, That's how that works now. <laughs> if someone on the dark side that is overpopulated with the Force, by the way, says, "Oh man, I might go to the light side, but I'm totally not going to," the Force goes, "Okay, fuck you. I'm gonna make a new one." And if anything, this is super depressing if you're a Jedi because you know that you're just gonna get fucking kilt and it's gonna swing the other way. Oh, I don't like these rules, the gay. These aren't <laughs> even rules. Like rules imply consistency, and this is just how do I justify what's in the movies using this? Oh yeah, this this feels post hoc as hell. Criteria. He's just ap applying the movie's plot to this graph and doing his best to be like, this totally makes sense, everyone. Ray's fursona is a is a mosquito. No, she'd be a... Why? Ray would be why? a... Why would that be it? Ray would be like a mink. Or like a, like a, like a... I don't know, what do they call ferret, you know? Do you guys like how the existence of Palpatine fucks up his whole graph, and he's just ignoring it? Oh, yeah. He even addressed that. He was like, I don't know what's happening with Palpatine, <laughs> so... Uh, fucking, fucking Palpatine, I don't know. I warned my young apprentice that as he grew stronger, his equal in the light would rise. Yes, this Where's is the retarded canon that we're already complaining about, and now you're using it to justify this canon. That's not how it works. <sighs> like, it's really dub that Luke did this in The Last Jedi, that you go, yes, but Luke in The Last Jedi is this character. You're like, that's the problem! How can Luke even count as being on the other side if he cut himself off from the Force and lived in exile? Like, how does he even, how is he even on the graph at all? <laughs> I love that he was like, Kylo is getting bobbed back and forth. <laughs> the force is like, hey, hey, come over the light. Hey. And he's like, no, no, stop. What are you? Does it hurt? <laughs> that constant back and forth has defined Kylo Ren's character. He's right. Inconsistency defines Kylo Ren. Yeah. I have no idea what he it's actually still, values definitively. I mean, that's kind of the same for, uh,. Ray, you know, it's not really the same for Finn. It's just that it doesn't line up with Finn's history. Like whatever Finn's values are, it's confusing. It's almost like the characters in the sequel trilogy aren't very good. What do you guys think? I, 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 I get that impression, and I, 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 I just thinking that might be the case. Mm. I'm convinced of it. Being torn apart. He's like a desperate cultist looking for an escape. No, he's no leading the cult. <laughs> He's in charge. He's the guy in charge. He's the supreme leader. And he's recommitted twice. <laughs> I don't understand. How, how much more does he have to do? And again, name something good that he's done. Just one, one little thing. Name, name a good thing. Max, that he he's saved Ray from when? Snoke. It wasn't because oh, he wanted so Snoke dead anyway. Yeah, only, and only for his own personal... It's not like he directly desires. fought Rey, and we've seen trailers of him trying to fucking kill her in the new movie. What are you talking about? Raylo. Hashtag. Mm. Snoke has convinced him that the answer is going fully to the dark side and becoming the next Darth Vader. Kylo does everything Snoke tells him and it doesn't work. He becomes even more conflicted and less powerful. Bested by a girl who would never help. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's actually that. a plot hole. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's really crazy. How you'd been training for this basically your entire life, and she beat you with her lightsaber. What do you? I just... guess the 
What he just said, though, like, he's like, Kylo does everything correctly, and he cannot beat this random girl. This is proof that the dark side is just not enough for him. It's like the dark side characterized almost exclusively by the fast track to power. And people say, oh yeah, Kylo was shot by that blaster thingy. Is like, oh, the pain and hatred makes him stronger because he's <laughs> fucking Sith. Not to mention, he's not impaired by it at all yeah. at any point in this fight. As ER pointed yeah. out, he's fucking doing his acrobatic shit. It's like, oh, he's shot in the gut, though, I think, maybe. I, I just can't believe how much of that ER video completely changed my mind as soon as I saw it. It's because I, I, was, I was like under the impression this was a really good movie for a while. And then I saw that video and I was like, Oh, no, it's, it sucks. Wrong. That's my, uh, my big take. Bested by a girl who had never held a lightsaber, you failed! I always like to interpret it as Ryan Johnson being like, you fucking movie made no sense, JJ, with that line from Snoke, and JJ's like, fuck you, man. Fuck you, also, my movie man. didn't make sense. It's hard to believe. Yeah, I <laughs> and now JJ's like, well, I'm gonna make a movie that makes even less sense than both of them. He like repairs the mask, and some guys like, why are you repairing the mask, Kyle? And he's like, because it didn't make any sense for me to crash it, did it? Didn't make any sense for me to break it. That was dumb. <laughs> the guy's like, well, why don't you just requisition a new one? And he's like, because I like this one. So they keep making movies back and forth. And they keep fucking having throwaway lines that attack each other. And then like Ryan makes an, an alien called JJ. <laughs> he's like incompetent and annoying. I mean, we're close to that. We just bring in Jar Jar. We've said it before. Bring in Jar Jar. He can save the sequel trilogy. He can save it. Have him kill Rose and Holdo. Bring Holdo back. Oh, imagine can, Holdo Force Ghost. Can you imagine, like, all the Palpatine shit is just, like, fake? And all of those trailers we've seen so far, they don't actually... Like, Palpatine's not in the movie. We watch the movie, and it's just Jar Jar, and he's like... Misa Bumper Day gonna kill y'all! <laughs> I need assassin Jar Jar. I, I, I can't do a stupid Jar Jar voice, but you know, I, I it would turn the movie into a comedy so quickly I might actually unironically like it. I just like the theory that Snoke was J uh, Jar Jar. I really liked that one. I was like, do it. He had like horrible disfigurements because of the fact that he tried to have surgery to alter his face to look more human. It would have been great. I hope that if I get hit with a lightsaber in the face, it's just none. You know, it would make sense since he's got that big scar down the center of his head. All we need to do is get EFAP popular enough that we can buy the rights to Star Wars. Let's do it, guys. Let's do it. Every super chat that you send gets us one <laughs> step closer to buying the rights to Star Wars. We have Bob Iger on, and he's like, if you could get... Mm, um. uh, I don't know, 10,000 likes? <laughs> <laughs> <We're> like, <laughs> all right, all right, this is possible. All right, all right, we can do it, we can do it. After some reflection, he realizes that he's being used. He has the chance to kill his mother and doesn't take it. When Ray calls him a monster, uh, he... And then he seems to be alright with it. Yeah, he kind of just lets it happen. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh well, that happened. It's like, it's like he hesitated. Is He didn't not do it. He hesitated, if anything. He's like, well, I guess I'm not gonna... If I've, anything, uh... they did the, uh, the yoink from Halo. They stole his kill. Yeah. Like, we don't know if he wouldn't have gone through with it. If anything, it just seems like he hesitated and his wingman blew it up. And then he was like, okay, then. Certainly didn't bother him. I mean, he fucking killed his dad without any issues. And I, I want to highlight as I well, I agree I with him that Kylo is extremely inconsistent and you never know what he's thinking. 
I haven't seen The Last Jedi since opening night of the movie coming out. Did he even am I just forgetting it, but did he even uh acknowledge Leia after she quote unquote died? No. Like does he does he even realize she's not dead? He makes a does he make a face? I don't even think they show him, do they? they I think they do. But he doesn't seem to recognize that she's not actually dead at any point. There's no scene for him to be like, oh, she's actually not dead. Okay. I guess we'll get that in the next movie. <laughs> I don't know. Though he would know, right? Because of the Force? I don't know. Do Sith so feel the deaths Sith of their loved ones would... when they die? I don't know. Do Sith, do Sith love? Guys, do Sith love? They love hate. They hate Oh love. my god. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I need to show you guys this. This is, uh... It's too beautiful. The suspense. No, I didn't mean to press cancel. I meant to press upload. Discord. Oh no! You okay, there fucked we go. it up. Oh, give me a sec. I'll have to show it probably. We got on a peaceful rhino farm in Naboo. We need you. Star Wars is still alive. We need something stronger. We need you. Shotgun noises. Fine, Misa, do it myself this time. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they even gave him a beer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's got rhinos. He's, well, Jar Jar is uh, supposedly still possibly alive, living off of a pension or whatever, being in the Senate. He's a. F he's like, a. Like thanks to the sequel trilogy, he's downright a fan favorite. Like character, we need him back. Yeah, man. Jar Jar's out there. He's alive somewhere, you know? I would accept a bounty hunting Jar Jar. What would be Jar Jar's theme? Jar Jar's theme? <laughs> I guess it can't Jake's be ocean, paradise. Oh yeah, that's probably the most suitable. Most fitting of his character. Um, anyway, back, back to the whole, so like... Kylo is conflicted. Kylo is still conflicted because he's conflicted because he's conflicted. How do you argue that this is about character when you've got it basically built into the force rules that it's going to pull you around? You yeah, I mean? so much is like, does free will exist? In Star Wars, the force decides what you're going to decide. Okay. After some reflection, he realizes that he's being used. He has the <clears throat> chance to kill his mother and doesn't take it. When Rey calls him a monster, he agrees. Yes, I am. He needs to free himself from Snoke in okay. order for his character. Do you not think that all the <laughs> other Sith would also say, yeah, I'm fucking monstrous? It depends on the definition, I suppose. <laughs> That's yeah, it's like, yeah I don't give a shit. It's all about power. Power is what's important. Yeah. Oh, I love how much people swoon over Kylo. It just it amuses me. Like, as like, in terms of character writing, when it's all so garbled. Rags, the Senate was dissolved in A New Hope. He wouldn't get a pension. That's fair enough. Oh, but no. If Can they make a new one? <laughs> he missed out on his pension. <laughs> but, okay, so the Senate was dissolved. Wait, so he would probably get something. 19 years of pension, potentially. Yeah, that's yeah, a... Yeah. He could save it up. And then once the New Republic's formed, he puts in his papers. He gets reestablished pension. It's, it's well, possible. Well, here's the thing. We're, we're right. forgetting that Jar Jar is competent. He probably spent that entire pension. No, on, he's on his rhino what? farm. On hookers and blow cocaine. He's living the good life in his underwater city. <sighs> I wonder how Naboo's doing these days. I hope it's doing good. Oh, where it all began. I'm sure they'll just tell us the throwaway line it was blown apart. Yeah. It was Go one of the five planets that blew up. 
Like there's so many people, including myself, thought that Coruscant was the one that was blown up. <laughs> I like, thought that no. was what it was, because it looked exactly the same. <sighs> it's just some other planet. When Ray calls him a monster, he agrees. Yes, I am. He needs to free himself from Snoke in order for his character to move forward, and he needs Ray's Becoming help. Becoming Snoke? To do it. Every time he, he needs to move forward and become the supreme leader himself. Move forward? That's an interesting move way to... I think Because he doesn't move... Like, he, if he's moving forward in the sense of, in a straight-line trajectory, evil. he is moving forward. Yeah, he's moving forward towards being eviler and more powerfuler. Sure. Yeah. In that sense, yeah. Sith together. Apprentice is always trying to recruit another apprentice to join with him to kill the master. A lot of people interpreted this as a subversion of their expectations, <laughs> which has become a meme now. But if yes. you're paying it, yeah, Ryan Johnson single-handedly ruined that writing style. Yeah, he <laughs> did. There's loads of times when you try to bring it up, and people are like, "Oh, Ryan Johnson," you're like, "No, no, no, it's a real thing." No, uh... attention to the character. It's not a subversion. Yes, this it should is. be. If you pay attention to the character, I like yeah. these subtle jabs. If you're smart, you won't ask about Snoke's history. Yeah. If you pay attention, you'll understand Kylo. It's like, oh, thanks for that. This is a great guide for those who are ill-informed or fucking. Not paying attention. I love it. Did this as a subversion of their expectations, which has become a meme now. But if you're paying attention to the character, it's not a subversion. This should be the expectation. Uh -huh. He's not turning good. He's doing exactly what his character needs to, and he's offering Rey the chance to come along, just as Vader did to Luke. And fans also hated this because they didn't get their okay, fucking Okay, so Wikipedia now we're on the filled. he's not good at all. He's not becoming good. Of <clears> course, <throat> he doesn't become good. It's like, yeah, on that I agree, but. Doesn't that fuck around with your graph from earlier? I didn't. Did. I think we're gonna have to ignore his graph because we're gonna keep coming back to it about how much it doesn't make any sense. We'll just ignore the graph. Uh, secondly, listen to how he delivers this. All right. Exactly what his character needs to, and he's offering Ray the chance to come along, just as Vader did to Luke. And fans also hated this because they didn't get their fucking Wikipedia page filled out. You can't kill oh, yeah, him yet. That, that's what, yeah, that's yeah, definitely what I use Wikipedia. I also want to remind you, he was like, this is a, this is comedic. This is not meant to be taken seriously. It's just guy sharing his opinion. Did he not sound bitter as fuck when he said that? Absolutely he is. He this sounds like the kind of guy shit. who's fucking tired of people fucking complaining about Snoke getting his fucking Wikipedia page, okay? And you're like, I'm sorry, who is advocating for a whole Wikipedia page? We just want to know what we need to know yeah, for it to make sense. How the fuck did this happen? I like that he knows our opinions for us. Well, yeah, we get we get that a lot when hate people to say talk it. about classic straw bad. It's like, it. let's look at what they're complaining about. We need to know Snoke's history in order to connect the films together and for everything to run on and make sense. So you want a fucking Wikipedia page? I mean, I suppose uh, <laughs> a Wikipedia page would happen as a result. You could probably write really one, yeah. I guess. Of, yeah. yeah, because there'd be information to write it about. <laughs> so, okay. okay. I'm sure there's already a Wikipedia page for this scene anyway. There is going to be a long Wikipedia page for Snoke already. <laughs> like, it's, just, it's already there. To come along, just as Vader did to Luke. And fans also hated this because they didn't get their fucking Wikipedia page filled out. You can't kill him yet! I need him! The film is already overlong and packed. No, you could kill him. But we still need yeah. to know where he came from. I'm still- I'm surprised he was killed. I didn't think he'd be that dumb to fall for the- the lightsaber move when he's so powerful and able to read minds at will. Remember, he can just read someone's mind by pointing his hand at them. Like, he mm -hmm. pulls everything he needs out of Rey immediately. While... 
uh, Kylo couldn't even do it, remember? He was locked out. Uh, at least on the second part. He, he pulled out that it was a droid on uh, Takadana, but when he got her into the, the main place, remember, she read his mind. Because Rey's that powerful. <laughs> remember, said, remember she... I can't wait to see Darth Uchi's Wikipedia page. <laughs> with plot, how would this have helped? I will kill you with the crudest stroke. But first, let me tell you about the... Why is this always what they say? Why every time this? They're like, if, if people like Ragsmore and Wolf got what they wanted, Snoke would arbitrarily start explaining everything in his yeah. history during a scene. You're like, it no! Be, you guys like, just want scenes full of exposition dumps, don't they, you? They no, act as wait. though we all just want, like, anime-level exposition. It's like, no, no we can no. reference a million other movies that have exposition that's yeah. not delivered badly. One of badly. my suggestions... Fucking strawmanning. Yeah. One of my suggestions in, uh, I think, my TLJ critique was that he sets up in TFA that he needs to finish the dark side training with Kylo. That's a great way to talk to Kylo about the history of the Sith or how they managed to recover from absolute devastation while training him, while having character moments. You get all these things done together, you get a really good dialogue writer, you can get all this stuff in nice and smoothly. We, we, we talked about this in Mandalorian's first episode. Lots of world building done in very casual, natural ways. You don't have to just randomly start spilling out a scroll's worth of like, information. That's not what we yeah, want. I mean if anything, we're very clear about how much we hate that. I just, I'm so tired of this straw man. It's so old, rickety. Just, come on. Summers I spent on Nylar 7. Growing up, I always had a fascination with antique clocks. The ticking. Get it? Because it would be so dumb to get information on Snoke. Yeah. Uh. Oh, the talking. Cynthia was the first to break my heart. <laughs> it's funny, um, someone in chat just said not even Saitama wants anime-level exposition. In uh, One Punch Man, when the protagonist meets up with a guy who's like got a cyborg, a cyborg body, he starts explaining his history, and it's like really drawn out, and then he like shouts at him because it's just too boring. <laughs> like, like he needs to speed up or just summarize it in a paragraph or whatever. And I just find it funny because like that's pretty much how everyone feels about this shit. We don't we don't actually want to read a Wikipedia page in the movie, okay? It's just clarifying. <laughs> I tore hers out of her body! You've never had Roba Pie until you've had Keldabe Roba Pie. Not yet, child. We haven't even gotten to my quinceanera yet. Ray spent the previous film obsessed with finding answers to who she is. Uh, obsessed is a word to use. Yeah. Curious? And doesn't find any when she arrives at Luke's island. The important thing for her character oh, at this no, point Oh no, things is... happen between... Oh, yeah, <laughs> like there's like a movie and a half. There's like, yeah, there's like a movie that happens between those, but okay, don't talk about that. Remember when she has a fight with Kylo, then she, she goes back with the Lady Falcon, and then they have the location to Luke, and for some reason the Resistance said her. Why? <laughs> and yeah, it's like, not like well, a Corvette ship or something. She was looking for identity with Luke. It's like, oh, that's... Oh, well, um, why would Leia give a shit? Why would anyone give a shit? It's Luke. Go away, random person who wants to find a new father figure now that your previous one just died. Which, by the way, is just, like, straight as canon as you can get. Like, it was pulled out of her brain that she sees Han Solo as her father figure. And also, how many itinerant random people would just 
would just think that Luke is a hero and everything like that and would be just dying to meet him from a fan level. Exactly. And Why be, wouldn't Leia go? Like, no. Yeah, I was like, no. Imagine if it was Leia there. She would have convinced him to come back. Yeah, she wouldn't stand for his shit. It would have been great. Not she would have some fucking slapped random him. chick. <sighs> Isn't the answer. It's breaking her dependence on it. It's your greatest weakness. Looking for them everywhere. In Han Solo. Now in Skywalker. In her yeah, it's very confusing. <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't start at the dark side. She didn't even know what it is. Well, Luke said it though. He said, "I've not seen this level of tism in anyone other than one person other before." Blah, blah, blah. Remember, that means she's, she's like, a doctor. What did I do? I don't even have an understanding of what I did. So you're gonna have to make this clear because it's, just... it's very obvious that I'm just an angel. Exactly. It's, it's fascinating to me because like the movie does its best to be like, "Hey, she's conflicted and she's not just good." And you're like, "How?" She fell in the dark anus in the island. But what oh, did she do? It's, it's like, uh, okay, she touched fingers with Kylo, that's probably evil. You're like, oh. Oh. <sighs> okay. Right. Went straight to the dark. It offered something you needed. Let me see, let me see. Them. You didn't even try to stop yourself. She's forced to accept that there isn't an easy answer that will solve everything, and that she has to but determine- But what did she do that was evil here? I'm sorry, there isn't an easy answer that will solve it. She just wants to know who her parents are. That's not like it, it, it suddenly makes everything okay. There's still a lot of things going on, like people dying. <sighs> and it is it is fascinating that this is considered evil, I guess, or dark sidey. Yeah, if it was me and I went through the whole dark anus thing and I fell in and I was curious about my parents and stuff, and then I got pulled out and Luke chewed me out about the dark side, I'm like, the what side? What the fuck did I do? I didn't do anything <laughs> bad. Also, like, compare... Compared huh? to Luke going down in, in Dagobah and uh, he kills Vader, like he just executes him sort of thing in the lightsaber duel, that says a lot about what his intentions are, what he's willing to do, and then has him question ethically if that's the right thing to do. Like this is, yeah. she put her hand on a thing and it was just like, lol, no parents. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, yeah, what does this tell us about Rey, really, and what she's going to do? Hmm you want it doesn't mean that he didn't oh sorry i think i went too far unexpected bond if they can res still gone too far i must have clicked something oh, oh there fine. we go sure thing. and that she has to determine who she is completely by herself kylo ren is in a similar position they've both been failed by the light and dark sides of the force and had to find a new path forward how has how? ray been failed how has kylo been how has kylo failed? been failed <laughs> because luke attacked him it is in his sleep or whatever this means he was justified in murdering innocent people but here's <sighs> the thing if if that's what he's going for here if kylo if he's saying kylo was failed by the light side because luke tried to kill him and in the same time, this is the exact same film where the Force doesn't belong to the Jedi, then the light side didn't fail Kylo. So which one is it? You can't, that's contradictory to what Luke says in this, in this movie. You can't say that. That doesn't make any sense. And how the hell was Rey failed? Just this pity party. Like, they've both been fails. Like, no, they haven't. Shut up. No. If anything, the Force is like the best thing that ever happened to her. Yeah, at least they, they get to live easier lives than most people. They get, you know, sitting uh, watching TV, you can't reach the controller. Guess what? The Force. Force powers. Imagine when they start giving them like Force cooking powers where you can just, you can just flick your finger and boom, hot pizza. Oh man, if I could just, so no, I don't need to tempt myself <laughs> with that kind of power. We would be, we would get ourselves in trouble at that point. Think of all the pizzas Wolf would make. Oh. 
and end of days. And in that way have an unexpected bond. If they can resolve their differences, this could finally- Their bond comes from nowhere. It's part of my huge issue with her. She has like a big problem with him for having killed the person that she has a father figure connection to. And then like two scenes later, she's like, oh, Luke was a dick to you? Wow, we share so much. Yeah, what? if anything, no. and, and that's already that's already built on the fact that she has no reason to see Han Solo as a father figure anyway. But if you have, it, there, there's no, this isn't how normal people are. If you killed Han Solo in front of me, like, you're fucking dead, all right? I'm not going to be your friend. We're mortal enemies. I don't give a shit about your sob story. You're a fucking psychopathic murderer. We're not friends. Just We're wanna, not going to be friends. I want to highlight, by the way, this incredibly romantic scene uh, that gave Major Lee big bonus. Oh, no. <laughs> the big boner. This was it, man. The force this was, boner. This was it. Orson had to find a new path forward, and in that way have an unexpected bond. If they can resolve their differences, this could finally lead to real balance in the Force. If only people Hitler like to say that Ryan Johnson could resolve their differences. If they if they were to reconcile but remain Jedi and Sith, then the Force balances out. Is that what he's saying? But the Sith person would go around and keep doing evil stuff yeah, and make an Sith evil empire like... and blow up the. No, it's <laughs> it would be a bad thing to just be like, okay, I guess we're just gonna allow that. It's like, no, you have a moral. He would reinvent the Sith. He would be like, I'm gonna be a Sith, but I'm not gonna hurt anyone. Okay, and Ray's like, I'm gonna be a Jedi, but I'm not gonna protect anyone. Balance, I guess. I don't understand how any of this works. Through I don't either. JJ Abrams set up. But this is supposed to be a guide to the Last Jedi. You have cheated me, sir. Just because you didn't get the answer you wanted doesn't mean that he didn't use those elements. Which answer did I want? Tell me. Because is he aware that Palpatine is supposed to be her grandfather in uh, the new film? Doesn't that fuck everything up on this portion? Is that getting what we want? Somebody wanted that, I suppose. Um, I just wanted more information because I didn't understand how it worked. J.J. Abrams set up. But just because you didn't get the answer you wanted doesn't mean that he didn't yeah. use those elements. Yeah, Instead of going for fan service and making her Obi-Wan's granddaughter, he took the threads from The Force Awakens and used them to challenge the characters as much as possible and tell a far more interesting story. Oh, this uh, is him challenging the characters did you as much that? as possible? That is, that? Uh, that is interesting. It's much more interesting, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is fucking fascinating. It, it's really fascinating to just have two completely... Blank slates, essentially, you... just wibbling and wobbling. We're dealing with, like, the shittiest characters across the entire saga, and he's like, it's the most interesting thing they could have done. It's like, no, it's, it's like, like... Oh my god. This is bottom tier. This is so pathetic. And the one challenged most of all was... Oh no, here we go. You ready for this ride? It's gonna be great. Here we go. Before even getting into Luke's character, Ryan Johnson did not decide to make him a broken hermit. Neither did J.J. Abrams. George Lucas did. Uh, fuck he off! <laughs> <laughs> Why? What, what, what happened? So what happened to canon? So already we've gone on just this complete, just total. We've split off. So like, oh yeah, well it was George Lucas. Yeah, George Lucas didn't do it. He sold the rights off to it. We already had this long, stupid discussion about canon. Why are we even going down this road? It doesn't matter who decided it. It's fucking dumb. 
It doesn't just because uh, Lucas says it doesn't mean it's a great idea. I also love that we've had all these different things come out about how Lucas was ignored when they made the sequel trilogy, how he was upset by this, and how Bob Iger said like he was definitely not happy with how the direction they went. I guarantee you, he's probably going to cite something from uh, his original plans, and I guarantee you, he's just going to be vague. The idea will be to just try and make them light up as much as possible without going anywhere near the specifics. It's all George's fault. Well, who, do, who said this before? Wasn't there someone else who blamed George rather than J.J. Orion? Um, I'm pretty sure we covered someone who know, said that before. Yeah, I could... I could... I know so many, what you're talking so many about. Smaller rages in chat. <laughs> but it was like, like no. it was, it's this is all George Lucas's fault, not the like directors of the film and stuff. Well, the writers, um, nah, it's not the writers. Uh, um, I can't remember. I can't remember. Story treatments apparently had Luke hermited away at the original Jedi Temple, with a female student seeking him out and forcing him to overcome his depression. Boy, that sounds an awful lot like the last- what does Wow, this even that achieve? doesn't make it any less shit. What would, what yeah. would this achieve if it were true anyway? Assuming, yeah, assuming... if we just said, okay, then what point has been made? It's, it's not like George Lucas has ever made anything related to Star Wars that fans didn't enjoy. Oh yeah, he's just the fucking paragon of wise decision make. Oh god, is a p-word, but oh, no. he, he's not a- Bad ideas can come from everywhere. Especially George Lucas. Jedi. Lucas even approved concept art for the setting during the transition to Disney. And? It's often argued that Luke never should have ended up in this position because he was always hopeful and upbeat, but that's only one side of his character. Just isn't fair. Oh, Biggs is right. I'm never gonna get out of here. If, there's a bright if only he grew from that. If, if only, only yeah. he grew from this point. I yeah, like this if... scene from the end of the OT. <laughs> this, this wasn't... Oh, Oof, um, Oof, Oof, Oof just said, uh, they blame George R.R. R. Martin for season 8 of Game of Thrones. Oh, that was it, yeah. That was it. That was it. Good times. <laughs> That's how this works. But also, it's like, if someone completely reverses their arc and we have no context for it, you can't use the defense of, oh yeah, well, when we first met them, when before they had learned and grown from everything, see? Yeah, okay. you do hear the argument every once in a while that Luke is a little bit whiny in uh, A New Hope, and it's like, yeah, it's because he's still growing up. Yeah. Universe, you're on the planet that it's farthest from. Where are you going? It's like I'm going nowhere. Can't believe he's gone. Oh, oh imagine being me. sorrowful that someone you I, cared about died. What was what, what was that supporting? Like, yeah, <laughs> what does that mean? Okay, it's weird that you would think that that would lead him down a dark path. <laughs> okay, here. If, if it'd be more Why fucked up if he didn't I'm show anything bad about it. Doing here, we're wasting our time. The boy has no patience. We'll never get it out now. Always with you, it cannot be done. I can't. You want the impossible. I can't do it, R2. You can't go on alone. I'm I can't go on alone? How is... Sorry. How is him saying I can't go on alone used as evidence for him becoming a hermit alone stranded on a planet? I like that he's played the clip of him saying, uh, I've endangered the mission by coming. It's like, yes, he did. Vader sensed him on the ship, which confirmed it was definitely not. I remember the guy says, um, the code's checked out. I was about to let them go. Do you want me to, like, not do that? And then Vader's like, no, because he wants to use it as a trap. So, like, yes, Luke did fuck it up by coming on there. Like, I don't understand, what is this supporting? Uh, uh, you're losing me. Shouldn't have come. I 
have no memory of my mother. I never knew her. Well, what is that? <laughs> what are these quotes supposed to be all in favor yeah. of? Yeah. I don't understand anymore. Then my father is truly dead. Soon I'll be dead. And you with me. He was certain that Vader was still a good guy. There is still good in him. There is good in him. I felt it. And nearly killed him in a fit of hateful rage. Luke isn't always who we want him to be, and that's why he works as a protagonist. Some fans wanted his challenges to be over. They wanted, if you can believe it, fan service. Uh, fan service, that makes sense. It's fan service for a character to behave as we understand them. I've heard that argument many yeah, times too. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> if characters behave in a satisfying way, but in a way that makes total and complete sense, I fail to see what the problem is. And a lot of, uh, uh, it's this always this in fairness this argument works on a lot of people, but the context is always forgotten. Why did Luke attack Vader like he did? Was it because Vader was sleeping in a bed and he hadn't done anything previously? Right. I don't. Uh, hmm. I don't. I don't think that was the case. Was it that Vader was already a mass murdering like psycho in the universe, and then he threatened to kill his sister after saying that if he can't get Luke to essentially be corrupted, that's who he'd go after next. I can't, I can't remember, was he threatening people Luke loved, or was he sleeping in bed? I, fuck. I mean, there's no real point in trying to establish which one it was, because those two situations are essentially the same thing. Um, Luke igniting his lightsaber over someone who's, as far as we know, been a, a, a student that's been well-behaved. Yeah, because, we because he sensed a bad dream. I, 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 like, I, I can't believe people still cite... Hey, he attacked Darth Vader. He fucking tried to kill Darth Vader, so it's okay that he does this. Same thing. I just... Yeah. Don't it, forget it, this it, shit when people make this argument. They just hope that you forget this. That is ins it's It's insane. Like, as, this is... As for fan service, to the um, posting a picture where Han and Luke are in the same scene is now fan service. Wouldn't you expect that to be? It would have been happened? nice to have seen them because they're friends and they've got a long yeah. history. That's Imagine why we want to see them together. Out. This what a crazy idea! This isn't the same as having Predator and Batman hang out. Okay, like we just go, just make that happen. <laughs> like no, this we feel something when we see these characters together. We're like, oh my god, the fucking history. I I hate to bring in Buffy all the time, but Wolf, you're back, right? <laughs> yeah. Remember, remember. Sorry, I had to go feed you, Captain. Why, why does, do you know that scene at the end of the, the last episode of, of Buffy, where, where they all just stand next to each other? And they don't yeah. even need to say anything, and it's super meaningful. Isn't it it's because like, it's just fan it's service? Season... <laughs> it's, it could be a fan service scene, sure, but, but the reason why it's meaningful is because we have seven seasons to back that up. That one scene makes the whole show worth watching. I mean, there's a million reasons why that show is worth watching, but that one kind of solidified why I love it so much. He pulled out the uh, the classic, Luke tried to kill Vader, therefore Luke is flawed. <laughs> yeah, I heard. Uh, yeah, I was still listening to it. It's just wonderful. It's, uh, it's the stuff we've heard before. I don't know why this would have changed anyone's minds. We've we've addressed this one, like, what? I want to say, like, five times on EFAP at this point? Protagonist. Oh, it's ridiculous. Some fans wanted his challenges to be over. They wanted, if you can believe it, fans- Here's a challenge. What about if Luke was this monolithic trainer, and, uh, he was gonna try and lead the Jedi to a position where they were just, like, overseers, and they tried to keep the peace, and then Leia asks him to use them to start destroying any remaining Empire settlements? 
and Han like yeah exactly Han leaves Leia because of the fact that she's become like too strong-willed in that sort of thing and it's all enforced by the fact yeah, that she lost her... everyone yeah Alderaan yeah she lost Alderaan so she knows the pain that comes with that it's something that very very few people could ever know and so she carries that with her and uses that as the justification for yeah we need to do these things because we can't afford another Alderaan it can't happen no well, matter what I, I don't know the if you, you can you find a fan who wanted Luke to come back and face zero challenge? I don't. We always I'm, talk I'm about you, man, yeah. We always talk about how this, everybody has every take, but I don't know if you can find that person very easily. Everybody that we cover who defends the Last Jedi, like they have to rely on these stupid straw men. Kick a god. Service. To see the characters exactly as we saw them before, doing what we saw before, just... We just put... <laughs> Why wouldn't they want to hang out with each other? They're fucking friends! But no, we find out that because of Luke, Han and Leia lost their son, and it wouldn't matter anyway, because those two have separated, like, universes apart because of a horrible marriage they had. We didn't get to see any of this. We're just told this is what happened, and this is why they won't see each other now. It was like, oh... I gotta tell you, like, like the biggest heartstring pull probably in um, TLJ, I think we've talked about this before, was either Luke being in the same fucking room as R2-D2 or Leia. Just that alone. It was like, oh my god. It's a droplet of water in the desert. Seeing these characters that are supposed to be of such great connection actually having a chance to show that they still care about each other. It's the only thing that, in The Last Jedi... I feel like the only thing that Luke does that shows he gives a shit about his sister is giving her, her his ex-girlfriend's necklace. Ex, his yeah, his husband's <laughs> ex-girlfriend's necklace. That's the only thing Luke seems to do that shows he gives a shit about like his friends. I, I, I feel like that would be counterintuitive, if anything, that shows that Luke doesn't really give much of a shit I he's giving his sister he's like Han really husband. cared about well her. if you remember even Major Lee <laughs> even Major Lee conceded that he was like oh well yeah that's kind of <laughs> <laughs> and you have this moment I want someone to make that video essay where they go Luke gave the ex-girlfriend of Han Solo's dice to Leia because he is flawed and he didn't understand <laughs> he tried to attack Vader he's flawed okay it makes sense no one so, ever told him the context of the dice. <laughs> she explains so it to him, and he goes, "Oh shit, even if, sorry." Even if he didn't have the context of the dice, why would he give them to her? I, well, people say it's a memento of Han. That's all they say. But she leaves it on the floor anyway. Yeah, because it's invisible dice. Like, oh, this is oh, this is a cursed gift. <laughs> <laughs> As Luke's walking away, she's just giving him the finger the whole time. She's just shaking his head like, dude, what the f Kylo walks in and picks him up, doesn't he? Like, in the film, I wonder if he's like, why is my dad's ex-girlfriend's dice on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Um... Like, this is... This is the dice. This is why they broke up in the first place. How <laughs> is it here? One day, Leia was like, she was cleaning out his, you know, his cupboard or something. It was like, Han, what's this? And he's like, oh shit. Oh, uh, I used them to uh, to win win the uh, win the oh Millennium Falcon, God. and she believes it. And then she asks Lando about it. And he's like, oh, they used to belong to his ex girlfriend. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. <laughs>
Man, if you could see the way that Han looked at her for whatever reason, <laughs> it was something else. I, I, I'm choosing to believe in my own headcanon that is legitimately the reason why they broke up. And the thing is, <laughs> it's not unreasonable. Like, that could actually be why. Yeah, because it's like, why, are you, Han, why did you keep these forever? I just miss Kira. <laughs> oh my god. And then I'd be like, why? <laughs> just, you know, older. That didn't exactly work out for Indiana it Jones. Wasn't oh, it was bad at Indiana Jones, therefore it can't work. Yeah, the problem with Indiana Jones was because he was older. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's yep. exactly why that movie was terrible. Yeah, that Marion was there, and she was older. That's why Indiana Jones sucked. Everyone made videos about how they were old. Old is bad. What the hell? Someone says here we... that Wolf Rags and Muller on a stream together, that's just fan service for the EFAP fans. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense that we're together. It should have been. We should all be acting out of characters. That's the way to do it. That's what I've learned. We saw them before doing what we saw before. Just, you know, older. That didn't exactly work out for Indiana Jones. Reunions are inherently what a disappointing. Thing to say. Aren't they? I mean, your old TV show, they go, oh boy, they're coming back after 20 years. You really want to cite Mark Hamill on this? You want to know what else he said about TLJ? You're going to cite that too? Yeah, I didn't think I so. I guarantee he won't cite anything. Also, he still hasn't talked about Canto Bite. <laughs> We're halfway through. Where's Canto Bite? Justify Canto Bite. I and would kind of like him, him, like for him to talk about the Last Jedi a bit, kind of. Well, he, he's he's bouncing between. Um, he did Kylo's oh, yeah, character. Oh yeah, other thing. He did the Force. He's kind of doing Luke right now. Uh, he's there's, there's a couple things. It's a guide to the Last Jedi rag. It's not it's not like the Last Jedi analyzed. It's a guide. I don't feel like I'm being guided anywhere except into being wrong. I'm guided into oblivion. <laughs> and it goes against the mythology the series is based on. And what all the myths have to deal with is transformation of consciousness. Because if Luke isn't a coward, he's not transformed in any way, shape, or form. He's not challenged in any way, shape, or form. He would just be... Yep. That's another straw man we constantly deal with. Everybody wants Luke to be super powerful. They want him to teleport into Crate and destroy all the AT-ATs. They want him to just be a monolithic superhero that fades into the, the air after he saved everyone's lives. Like, no. I mean, we don't want him to be an action hero. If anything, he becomes more Yoda-like. More like, you know... Yeah, and I want him like to deal with, like, complicated philosophical questions about the position of the good guys in the galaxy. This It's so easy to make that tough. If anything, he's the one offering wisdom and guidance, not having some young random chick teach him a lesson. Oh, don't remind me. That uh, you're thinking in this way, and you have now to think in that way. And if you look at at the beginning of the hero's journey, like with King Arthur, oh. he pulled. <laughs> it's like it's like a, a tier above. And now, if we think about Karl Marx, all right. So Arthur's character does not begin with him pulling the sword from the stone. If you say that, then you don't know the story. But <laughs> it's Ryan Johnson, so of course, like that's where it begins. It's like, chat, no. chat. I was, I was trying to tell Mahler the other day how Ryan Johnson has an extremely punchable looking face. And I, I know that there's an actual scientific term for this, but I can't remember it. So someone in the chat, tell me what the scientific term is for me wanting to punch Ryan Johnson in the face. All right. I'm excited now. Is it Sobvashen? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that's just the Tism version of subversion. 
Alright, any second now. Doth Uchi, is that it? No. No, I know that I know that there's a scientific term for someone who has a punchable face. I've read it somewhere. Why am I asking the chat? I can just Google it. What the fuck? I mean, I was going to suggest that, but I thought maybe we're, we're not going to Google anything. Oh, after Google things. You can't just Google things. Word for punchable face. The Tim is the last Jedi. Oh my god, how do you pronounce that? Post it. Oh, okay, so it's a German word, and it means a face that face that should be slapped. <laughs> should be, like, <laughs> morally okay. should be slapped. Yeah, so I'm going to try my best to sound this out. Um, back Geist. There you go. Okay. Done. Nailed it. There's a go. sword from the stone. He's ascendant, and if it then goes f past that and deals with the hero's life as they get into middle age and beyond, yeah. as it gets into darker places. It gets dark, man. There's a reason for that. It's yeah. because myths are not made to sell action figures. Myth um, that is just fucking wrong. Well, oh it depends on why you make the myth. You could absolutely make a myth that's designed to sell shit. Isn't that what Star Wars is? <laughs> that's, that's technically, you could actually argue that. George uh, Lucas would definitely disagree that you can't make a myth to sell action figures. Um, and also the you're, idea that like movie in Star Wars, and you're actually trying to say this, Ryan. I like that he's like it has to go dark. It's like yeah, because when you get older, man, you know, fuck. <laughs> you're just like what? Why? There are no old people who like. Uh, just okay, like they, they, they didn't make it, they all just went dark. Fucking, oh, some, someone actually dark. pronounced it back faith get you wait, shicked back faith geschicht back faith geschicht geschult. That's what someone else said. Back faith geschult. We need uh, metal, need... metal would do it for us. Yeah, oh, yeah. If metal can maybe do that and like scream it in a really <laughs> angry German way. Then it'll make sense. Yes, we will have it translated. It's because like the idea Ra's in the chat. Ra, this is gonna... a, can't make a myth to sell action figures, and then you remember that like Scientology exists. He's <laughs> 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 like, okay, sure, Ryan, you definitely can't. Myths Ra, are not. This is gonna be made. my last time on EFAP. I want you to just send in a super chat saying something racist just to entertain <laughs> me to sell action figures. Myths are made to reflect the most difficult transitions we go through in life. Yeah. Maybe uh, the biggest hand. Why does, why does everybody who's old have to go through dark transitions? Since when was that a rule? I find this fascinating. If anything, they've settled into something and they're hard to budge. Why is it, does everyone go on the hero's journey? Is that, is that kind of the argument here as well? Like. Why can't we have loads of different kinds of stories? Did Obi-Wan go on a dark journey once he got old? The strength of the serial format is seeing how history unfolds and how the characters evolve into different roles over time. It's not disrespectful to a character to deny them a happy ending. It's disrespect- It's not about a happy ending. It's about him behaving as he was slash is until he's faced with horrible circumstances that change his ideals or at least alter his approach to different scenarios. You can't just have it be that it's changed. And it's like, whoa, he's 30 years older, man. What do you mean? You saw the flashback, didn't you? 
all makes sense. Respectful to parade them around for nostalgia's sake without moving them forward. As if TLG I, doesn't I, do that. I, I, I put... I put the word into Google Translate, and it says, A faced in need of a fist. Oh. oh. <laughs> Sounds um, right. Like Fife in Gesicht? Yeah, like Fife in Gesicht. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like Fife in Gesicht. It just rolls right off the okay, tongue. Uh, which, which, one of us, which one of us can do a really angry German accent? Let's not find out. Oh. They already think we're Nazis, Wolf. Let's not give them ammo. <clears throat> Oh, but you I, know. I, I am German, though. <gasps> well, my family's oh. German. I, I did a, ex, a shocked breathe in while Bragg's belched. If we were right next to each other, as our portraits imply, that could have been bad. I wouldn't have burped on anyone's face. Aw. Anyway, he just... Uh, check this bit out. Maybe the biggest strength of the serial format is seeing how history unfolds and how the characters evolve into different roles over time. It's not disrespectful to a character to deny them a happy ending. It's disrespectful to parade them around for nostalgia's sake without moving them forward. Um, what? So, C-3PO, so R2-D2, and the bar guys in Rogue One appear for a collective of the four characters for, I, I, I want to say, about 20 seconds. Parading um, them around the without I... having them grow. It's like, what growth are they supposed to experience in 20 seconds? <laughs> they um, go this epic journey. And... Tell me what moving forward means in this context. Do you mean like changing into something completely different? Mm. Like, has has this guy ever been around old people before? That's not generally what they're known for. You know, they're completely different from how they were 30 years prior. That's usually like, how it works. You can grow and learn and change. Yeah, sure, obviously. That doesn't mean com becoming a completely different person contrary to everything that you've shown and you've done before Th those aren't the same thing we don't we don't have a problem with luke undergoing some kind of change obviously between episode three or sorry episode um six and seven and eight there would be a change a lot of time passes by but becoming a completely different person uh, is not what we're looking for well, he's, and he's, he's if done you're the gonna do again. that you really have to adjust you're gonna have to really justify that he's implied that it's what we got or it's disrespectful and that he's just going to have a happy ending and he's going to be super powerful. It's like, why, why are these our two options? I don't understand. And yeah, just referencing Rogue One like that makes no sense at all. These characters were barely in, in the film. Mm -hmm. Part of the reason the characters never had that happy re Why the fuck would Leia go on a significant change several minutes before the events of A New Hope? You know, <laughs> like, that makes no sense at all. Union is that Harrison Ford didn't want to be an empty cameo. Harrison has always said. Oh well, he... we got one. Well, they did worse <laughs> than that. They made him yeah, shit. They not only yeah, they just completely reversed everything that he had become, and he was oh sorry, sorry, poor poor Harrison. <laughs> hey man, he went back to what he knew, <laughs> smuggling incompetently. And now he makes movies where he plays around with CGI dogs. Hey man, that's that's an auteur right there. What, what, what he was doing with Star Wars was just lame. <laughs> Knew that Han needed to have clear utility. In this case, oh. there was such clear utility. Han's death in The Force Awakens was totally in the service of that film's plot. It wasn't about Han. It was about the new characters. Oh, I hate this so fucking <laughs> that's, that's much. like part of our issue, is that all of that's the classic the characters are killed in order for the new ones to do stuff. 
I'm sorry, but it looks like Kylo's wearing a dress in this shot. <laughs> it does. He looks like, you know, with, a, you know, with just, give me just a second here. Let me take that. Let me copy it. Let me slap that onto paint. I, crop it it looks like he's just in. like defiantly standing up against his dad saying, I'm trans, dad. Use my correct pronouns. Why did Snag Prophet say Mola? He's literally a smuggler in TFA again. That's what I said. Yeah. Well, I said he's an incompetent smuggler. My point is that they made him go back to what he knew, but also be bad at it. To the point where they have a character say that there's no one in the universe left for him to swindle. Or galaxy, sorry. Meaning that he's fucked up with so many people that he can't even operate anymore. The Han we knew, everyone. Sith commit more than 50% of force chokes despite being only 13% of force <laughs> users. I thought there. that was from Ra for a second, but weirdly enough, it wasn't. Yeah, I know. Shocking. In just a simple little Photoshop, he has become Father Ben. <laughs> what, what's the little white square? On That's him? the collar. The white yeah, square? Yeah. Yeah. Have you never seen a priest before? Well, I, I don't remember seeing a just white square. All right, let me just like I, I, I understand oh, the necklace with the cross it comes on up it. with a twenty eleven vision, but do you, have you never you don't know the uh, the whole white collar thing that priests have? Well, I guess call a dog collar or something. I can't remember. Maybe if I saw the oh, okay, I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it just looked weird with the the Photoshop part. You remember priest oh, from twenty eleven? Remember that the, the the one where they fought like CGI vampires? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> the critics gave it fifteen percent. I don't remember if it was good or not. I can't remember either. Only forty six percent of people liked it, but it in, had vision in, in it. Instinct tells me it wasn't good. But Probably not. I Maybe we can eat that movie. I'm trans dyad. A trans dyad. <clears throat> oh my goodness. I just realized, by the way, we're, we're three and a half, well, nearly four hours in, and we're only this far into the video. In true EFAP this one, fashion. This one's starting to wear on me. It's like every time he says something, it's like, uh, that's either. Someone uh, called him Father Wren. Father Wren. <laughs> clear utility. In this case, there was such clear utility. Han's death in The Force Awakens was totally in the service of that film's plot. Han was killed yeah. in order to have another character do something else, because Han doesn't matter. We took away everything that made Han Han so some fucking emo kid could stab him and <laughs> throw him off a cliff. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Like, all it right. Wasn't about Thanks. About Han. It was about the new characters. 30 years ago, no one would have predicted that his story would end this way because these elements weren't even on the table no back then. How could anyone predict this when this. Of course, no one could predict this. <laughs> it's just some bizarre story that happened 30 years later where his son killed him. You're like, I did, someone might have. I don't know, but there's no reason to have. Why would you even say that? I didn't see this coming until this ago. scene started and he went up on the bridge and I was like, oh, he's going to die. Most here. people, yeah, there's, he's dead now. No one would have predicted that his story would end this way because these elements weren't even on the table back then. <laughs> people Shit, even pointed out that, uh, someone pointed out that Kylo Ren's weapon is a giant red cross, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, we made the Baptiste joke before, right? Rags? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you fix it? Even when Han was introduced in The Force Awakens, he would never have seen it coming. What do you mean? We what? What does this? What do you mean? Huh? 
He said even when Han is introduced, you never would have seen the scene with him and Kylo coming. Like, okay. What is your point? All right. Is he, is he advocating because like, oh look, it seems like fan service, but it turns out it's not. He gets killed. Okay. Sure. We're home. What just happened? What? What the fuck was that? Yeah, I don't know what that was. Is that a joke? Oh, it was the joke that he walks in and then like a pipe bursts and kills him, and then everyone's upset. <laughs> Something Ryan Johnson would unironically uh, yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> On the other hand, has an ending that not only serves this story, but his character as a whole. Not quite, but go on. After beginning a new Jedi temple, he began to lose Ben to the dark side. <laughs> you were like, oh, that's the no, he didn't. You just no, say didn't. this. He had a bad dream once, and it was Fucking chop chop hell. time. I thought, I thought the Force failed Ben. Like, losing Ben to the dark- what do you mean? We don't know anything about this. Snoke did it. Mm. Based on what Leia says, There's too much Vader in him. That's why I wanted him to train with Luke. Luke must have known the danger from the beginning and would have been- Yeah, that didn't work. Uh. <laughs> Apparently, because Luke's a psychopath. <laughs> like, why would you- Oh, I love the idea that Leia's like, you need to train with Luke in order to be a good one. And then, on the first night, Luke tries to kill him. <laughs> He's like, good, <laughs> can we get a different dude for this? been trying everything he could to prevent it up until that point. What do you mean? How do you know that? And it was beyond what I ever imagined. With all else failed... How, how, he just established that Luke tried everything. Any, anybody got a reference for that? Pull, hmm? Pulling a full silence how did, here. How did... How did... How did Luke fail Kylo? No, he, sa he, he just says that Luke tried every... I'll just play it again. Lose Ben to the dark side. Based on what Leia says, There's too much Vader in him. That's why I wanted him to train with Luke. Luke must have known the danger from the beginning and would have been trying everything he could to prevent it up until that point. How does he know it that? Sound, it seems like all we got was Luke sensed he had a bad dream and tried to murder him. Where did he get this from? It's like, oh, I tried everything. Yeah. It's like, what do you mean? Where did... Where is he pulling these from? What scene or line? And he's playing a line from Luke saying it was worse than I could have imagined. It's like that's not following on from what you've just said as a as a truth. You've gotten this from nowhere. It was worse With than all Vader. Worse than Palpatine. <laughs> I don't understand how any of it works. It's Luke like, is faced with the choice of killing him to prevent you. history from repeating. And this is where I think the film lost people forever. Yes. And all of the other potential options in addition to that. He's like, hey, I know, I know, uh, look, I've, I've been kind of sensing some stuff with you. You want to talk about it? Do you want to have a back and forth? Do you want to chat? Like, you're not the only one this happens to. It's okay. You know, we're here for you. We're here to support you. He's like, I guess that was just fucking off the table. Couldn't have been done. No, he tried that Slice already, right? He tried it already. He tried everything. This was the last resort. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Rip. People say this scene destroys Luke's character because yep. he was always trying to save his friends. But that's exactly what this moment is about. I'd like to point out that Chad has said that Kylo Ren fought off a black man with a burning cross, which is not untrue. <laughs> put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so, so guys, don't you get it, right? So you know how Luke likes to save his friends? Well, Kylo is gonna kill him. And that's what he saw in his brain. And so him attacking Kylo is him defending his friends. Gotcha. What are you gonna oh. do now? Yeah, Fucked. um... Oh, wow. Oh, boy. That's interesting. That is an interesting interpretation. He would bring destruction and pain and death at the end of- How fuck do you know that? <laughs> you looked at his head and there's just this decided- Didn't Yoda teach Luke that the future is like always changing, it's always a potential? You don't actually know what's gonna happen. I guess he just decided yeah. that killing Kylo was the decision to make. Like, man, like I would have- I don't know, I feel like there would have been a lot of stuff I did up to, you know, killing my best friend's son in his sleep. Wouldn't have started off with that one. Don't you get it though, Rags? He made a mistake by not killing him, because Kylo then killed all of his students. Oh my god. Yep, yep. Everything I love because of what he will become. Had he gone through with it, he could have saved his Jedi and everyone else Kylo Ren killed. But Luke didn't go through with it, because it's not in his character. Uh, it's Luke doing this that eventually causes all that stuff to happen anyway, because this is what turned Kylo... Didn't... I, I keep coming back to that statement he made earlier, didn't he say that Kylo was failed? Like... It's not, like, as if it's not his fault? Like, Luke failed Kylo? Isn't that how Luke even phrases it? And Luke certainly doesn't seem remorseful in any way. If if it is true that Luke failed Kylo, then he sure doesn't seem to give a fuck when he actually taught when his hologram talks to Kylo. Yeah, and if you're gonna that's the thing. If you're gonna argue that like you see Luke's main drive was protecting his friends, and his choice to spare his family in order to uh not save his friend like why would he then exile himself? Wouldn't he get super involved? He'd be like, oh shit, Kylo's pissed at me now. And he's actually gonna go kill people. I gotta do something instead of being like, I gotta run away. Fuck. Uh. <laughs> totally in line. It passed like a fleeting shadow, and I was left with shame. Once again, he falters before ultimately Stop doing the right thing. Using that. What do you mean as doing the right cute. thing? He fucks off. Uh, like, sparing Kylo is the right thing? I thought he just said he wasn't the right thing. Because everybody dies. <laughs> I'm confused by what- my wires are crossed. Help. I didn't force Kylo Ghost Yoda. Weird that do this on his own. Like, you'd think that Luke and everybody else would stop this one student. But, I guess not. He was, like, super powerful. Remember, he's the counterbalance to, um, to Luke, even though Snoke exists, and Palpatine exists. Uh... That's why he's powerful, it makes sense. Oh. Man, if only some Force Ghosts could help with their lightning powers, just zap Kylo, save a whole bunch of lives. I like, you can't, there's too much having a cake and eating it in this whole thing. Like, you gotta pick one through line. Luke is consistent because he's trying to defend his friends, um, and that's why he chose to potentially kill Kylo, but he fucked up and didn't go through with it. Or, uh, Luke was spooked by Kylo's crazy mind and was gonna kill him, but then realized that he wouldn't do it because he's family and that would be bad, and so doesn't. Which was the good thing to do. Was it a mistake or not to not kill Kylo? Because, I mean... It sounds it, like... It sounds like, at this point, maybe it is as if it was a mistake to not go through with it. <sighs> all terrible. It's all terrible and it doesn't make sense. Losing his students finally awakens him to the truth. That the Jedi were failures. If you strip away the myth and look at their deeds, the legacy of the Jedi is failure.
At the height of their powers, they allowed. Dark yeah, let's. I hate this argument so much. <laughs> so oh yeah, well we d remember that bad thing happened once. Yeah, there was the thousands of years of peace, and then there was the bad thing that happened at the end, which they tried to so stop. Let's. Which they tried yeah, which to they stop. Definitely, there was a war. They fought a whole war. The Clone Wars happened. The it Jedi was, fought. They were that literally for years. deceived. And then I like know he's that like there's a fist controlling everything. His own students being oh. murdered is like an example of the failure of the Jedi as opposed to the Sith that killed them all. The Jedi were failures. That's some bullshit right there. Imagine being a student, like a loving Jedi student who's really interested in helping the world. You get cut down by fucking Darth Kylo over there, and then Luke is like, God, the Jedi suck. <laughs> You're like, wow, thanks, <laughs> Dad. <laughs> Once again, he falters before ultimately doing the right thing. Losing his students finally awakens him to the truth, that the Jedi were failures. I seriously have a problem with that. His students dying awakens him to the truth that the Jedi are failures. Ooh, that doesn't sit right at all. Like, man. Oh, it's like, that's, wow. <laughs> what a line of reasoning. As Silver just said, if you don't take into account all the good they did, they failed. <laughs> like, oh, well, okay. It was like thousands of years of peace and prosperity, 30 years of bad. Failure. Failure. <laughs> oh, it's just fascinating that you, you look at the people Wasn't trying to stop the bad as the reason the bad succeeded. I don't remember if this is from the movie or from the novelization, but I think Palpatine said something to the effect in episode two that the Republic had been going for 10,000 years or something. Yeah, and Obi-Wan says, for thousands of generations, the Jedi were guardians of peace and justice. Like, oh, damn. A generation's 20 years, so, yeah, that's, uh... That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. And, and as Vito says, losing a war due to unforeseen betrayal means you're morally incorrect. Is like, that's the idea they're trying to put across, and I that just, is that shit that, insane. That would be like looking at the Gen Xers and saying, humanity is a failure. I'm just bothered by the fact that he's saying that Luca looks at all these these dead children slash adult teenagers, whatever. I don't care how old they are; it doesn't really matter. And concludes the Jedi suck. I just can't believe it. Uh, this this is I Luke Skywalker. Going, <laughs> can you imagine him like walking around and like lightly kicking the corpses and being like failure? <laughs> Come on, he pokes him with a stick. Get up. <laughs> you guys suck. You let Jedi and Sith win. Sends him to the truth that the Jedi were failures. If you strip away the myth and look at their deeds, the legacy of the Jedi is failure. At the height of their powers, they- Look at their deeds, trying to defeat bad people. Ugh. Yeah. Ju judging them for their results rather than their intentions. Like, hmm, cool. And even like then, that. the results still win, because 20,000, minimum, 20,000 years of peace, 30 years of bad. Hmm. It's, yeah, it's like Luke it is like this edgy a idiot. a little bit, little lopsided. Luke believed wholeheartedly in an idealized version of them based on a few mere sentences from Obi-Wan and Yoda. This is kind of like when people say the whole humanity must be destroyed because like World War II happened or something. Like it's he, he believed all of Obi-Wan's lies, Rags. That's what it was. Oh, okay. All right. He assumed that restoring their order would make things right again. Joseph it Campbell would certainly help. They, they were good until Snoke fucked it all up. What do you mean? <laughs> if we leave Snoke unopposed, things will be better for the galaxy. <laughs> what the like? What are you fucking fucking? The person who made this video is retarded.
Oh my god! Ugh. I'm tired what of this. Stop it. You can't win this argument for the, like the whole the Jedi are still kind of shit too. It's like, they're still the leagues better. Note that the hero's conflict can't be solved by a return to the good old days. That the rebirth of the old thing will only serve- Why is it that a set of new Jedi would naturally just be a repeat of the prequel style era? Why would it not be a new set of people with new values, new ideas on how to interpret the Jedi texts? Why can't you work with that? Why do you yeah, have to conclude, nah, that's repeating the old, we can't do that? Yeah, if we... If the idea that the Jedi Order will be an exact replica in every way, contextually, with the galaxy surrounding it and all of its events and all of the players, that's ridiculous. Didn't you establish that Luke, before saving the galaxy, says, I am a Jedi? Well, he was wrong to be a Jedi. <laughs> he was an Jedi idiot. Bad. He interpreted he was it an bad. Idiot. Fucking moron. Can you imagine if instead of like saying I'm a Jedi to Palpatine, he just like looked down, threw his lightsaber away, and he was like, I'm a failure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Jedi. No, this isn't what I wanted at all. Palpatine's just like, he doesn't electrocute him because he's just really fucking confused. <laughs> and besides, like, if we're talking about the lessons he learned from Obi-Wan, what did he learn from the Jedi were guardians of peace in the galaxy. It's like, not a not a terrible, no, not a bad idea. Well, you can't look at that, right? You have to look at, you know, how wrong they were. They let Vader happen, you know? Oh, yeah, they just allowed it. Those fuckers, just, those they bastards. On. They practically, they were, they were the pillars upon which Palpatine's throne sat. Those oh, Yoda just idiots. allowed it to happen and then said, lol. <laughs> so we could smoke uh, weed for 20 uh, years. <laughs> DJM Voices brings up a good point in chat. He says, uh, Christianity isn't practiced the same way it was today as it was 2,000 years ago. It's like, see, there's so many examples of this. Like, do you think the Jedi Order is just this... A spe if anything, it wouldn't be like it was in the past because I Luke wasn't alive for it. I think that would be interesting. It would yeah, be really interesting to have all these characters who are trained to be quote-unquote Jedi and yet disagree on what it means to be a Jedi. No, that's not uh, a story that's interesting. Can't change over time. If anything, an organization is just the result of its members. I mean, the religion's the same way. It's just a religion is what its practice, you know, its practitioners do. Jedi would be the same way. Like the Jedi Order would be whatever the Jedi who are members of it do. Even if they I follow, know, it's like we need to end all Jedi forever rather than changing it into something he perceives as better. It's like, if anything, this is just the distinction between Luke being completely delusional or him being insanely stupid. Like, how does he think that letting Snoke and the First Order go unopposed by another faction is better? Like, that's nuts. Especially considering he was a hero of the Rebellion. Well, right, you're preventing him from growing. Well, the Rebellion did bad things, so there shouldn't be a Rebellion. The Rebellion failed in some way, which means just let the Empire have it all. I'm a failure like my father before me, Luke <laughs> Bo Bagwalker. I'm a failure like my father before me. I love it. <laughs> Luke Bo Bagwalker. the cycle. Luke and Leia both tried to resurrect the old I mean, thing and on, it went badly. How does badly that not look like Coruscant? Yeah, I know. <clears throat> and then they had Google to clarify did. later, like, no, no, it's not Coruscant. It's like, why'd you make it look exactly the same? To symbolize the destruction of the prequels. Like, fuck you. 
theories that the rebirth of the old thing will only serve to perpetuate the cycle. Luke and Leia both tried to resurrect the old thing and it went badly right away this time. Uh, question, as far as I know from the canon, the Republic is fine. There's nothing wrong with it in the new ones, it just gets blasted out of the sky by... Ooh, what was the faction again? First Order. Who the fa- who, who the First Order led by? Was it... It was Jedi, right? Jedi are the ones um, that... Yeah. The failures that are the Jedi, Jedi yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because from what I hear, the Jedi were just terrible, horrible, no good, very bad. So yeah, like, it, Leia failed because she wanted to keep a military active in order to repel things like a potential second, third Death Star. Uh, that's a failure on her part now. That's what he's just said. Like, she failed. Like, this this fucked up. Man, do you know how cool it would have been if TFA was telling the story of how Kylo Ren turned to the dark side and then Luke desperately trying to stop him and then it ends with Starkiller base destroying all those planets and they're like, oh fuck, we need to, we need to do something. Can you imagine the millions of ways that the sequel trilogy could have been good? Oh, so many. Could you imagine if George Lucas just didn't sell Star Wars? <laughs> Sold it to Daddy DeVito, would have been better. <laughs> Lucas failed before, but the New Republic was fine. They allowed slavery bulls. I mean, th th that's a compared to the Empire rule, I guess. But I would actually advocate that's a problem with the film. Wait, like, what the, about slavery? The the Republic under under the Republic, Canto Bight thrived. So the idea is that slavery is fine, I guess, in what is one of the most like affluent planets in do relation we, to the system. Do we know? System. Do we know? Oh well, I I don't know how close it is in proximity to like the core worlds because Tatooine just wasn't under the direct jurisdiction of the Republic. Yeah I know that's Canada. Outer Rim right? I don't, I'm pretty sure Canto Bight is not on the Outer Rim but um, Well let's um This is not, is... but hang on, the, just because they allowed slavery to be conducted on Canto Bight that does not mean that we should then be like yeah the First Order that's better, the ones that blow up five planets so Cantonic, so Cantopite's the city, the planet is, uh, it's a desert planet, actually, uh, Cantonica. Hmm. Um, let me see, um, it's the cap, was the capital city on Cantonica, uh, largest artificial ocean in the galaxy, it was where, uh, is next to the Sea of Cantonica, um, let's see, I'm trying to find <laughs> what out, what a very, it's on the outer rim. Oh, well, in that case, so, yeah, that means we're set then, because that means that doesn't happen under the Republic, but still, Slave Child seems to think that the, he will be helped, despite being on the Outer Rib, if the Republic are reinstated after the First Order. Yeah. If anything, <clears> this <throat> just shows that this changes, they allowed it to, they couldn't stop it. I hope that there's an after credit scene in Rise of Skywalker where Slave Child's, like, in his 30s, he's still a slave, <laughs> and he keeps... He keeps looking at the ring and then he throws it to the ground and like hangs himself. This is on it. He's like a piece of shit <laughs> ring. Yeah, uh, the, the interesting part, I guess, would be that there's so much trade happening for Canto Bight involving the resistance at the First Order. It surprises me that it's on the outer rim, but okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't, yeah. I, uh, and apparently, I mean, it, they act like. So. To the people from so the people from Canto Bight, they were the ones selling all the equipment and everything to both sides, at least to some degree. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, like, so the Republic can go there because they're buying stuff from them. Maybe they don't go there. All sales are done electronically. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> the you, down, mobile you, you wouldn't download app. a spaceship. It's like actually, I would. I, mean, I guess I would. Yeah, <laughs> you can you get it 3D spaceship. printed. 
but this time it's not just him paying the price. The entire galaxy is suffering the result of his actions. He uh, sorry, let me, let me roll him back to make sure we know what he's talking about. ...can't be solved by a return to the good <clears throat> old days, that the rebirth of the old thing will only serve to perpetuate the cycle. Luke and Leia both tried to resurrect the old thing and it went badly right away this time. Luke has okay, failed before. that doesn't mean that trying to resurrect good things is always a doomed thing you should never try. It's not like, even that's accurate. ridiculous. Leia didn't... Leia's failure was not convincing the Resistance to keep a military for some reason, or like one that was prepared to take out a Death Star. I guess they just decided they didn't want to. How is that her failure? If anything, based on the, based on like how, like the books and all the information that was never in any of the movies, Leia was one of the few people who split off from the Senate Republic, whatever, to try and keep away the First Order and to fight them. She didn't want to allow them to basically exist out there because she was like, oh, they're going to grow in power and they'll attack us one day. And then you, you there was scan over to Luke. Two factions. You're saying there was Luke, the resistance and the Republic. You're saying Lucas is failure is to try and restart the good or whatever, and and the obvious results were that is one of his students would be converted by the dark side and kill all of his students. That is his failure, or is it the fact that he tried to kill him in his sleep? That's what turned Kylo to the dark side. Was it was it Snoke? Was it that? Was it both? If in which case, how could it possibly be considered only Luke's failure? Like I just. I'll agree that it was certainly Luke's failure to just run off to an island while all of his friends were being killed. You got me there. He assumed that restoring their order would make things right again. Joseph Campbell wrote that the hero's conflict can't be solved by a return to the good old days. That the rebirth of the old thing will only serve to perpetuate the cycle. This guy said we can't do X. Though so we can't <laughs> do X because this guy said so. Yeah. What if, right? What if that's bullshit? <gasps> What, what, you just said what that about if? Joseph fucking Campbell raggers. Yeah, I forgot that there are certain people who are always correct about everything, always, and they are 100% true. Oh, what if... No. Bear with me. What if... He didn't think everything through? <gasps> what if you could go back to the new, or the old... Change it to make it better to <gasps> account for a new time and new and individuals. Then, carry on for as long as you can. And then things are hunky dory. No, he said no. Stop it. TLJ. That's what happens. That's I don't give a fraction of a fuck about <gasps> what Joseph fucking Campbell has to say. Well, so that's let's, you're racist. Let's take it. Let's take it. Here's an example, right? Let's take France. All right, so 1930s and everything, France is a country, and it's got culture and people, and all those things are great. And the France Nazis invade. And, yeah, so France, uh, France is invaded by Germany in World War II, and their government is replaced, and it's toppled, and the Nazis are now in control of France. Nazis are occupying France. After that war, imagine we're using this logic, right? It's like, well, establishing a democracy in France. It's like, that just led to the rise of you know, the Nazis in Germany and they got conquered because of it. We can't pot. It, it would be foolish of us to restore democracy in France. We know what that leads us to. I mean, you know what I guarantee is that he probably has way more to, to develop about this point. Like, I doubt it's as vague as you can't bring back the old. Like, because that seems to be covering too broadly of what you could actually do. Um, but the idea so that it's taking Joseph Campbell out of context, apparently, would surprise me. Um, the but the thing is, I was going to say was that um, 
the the dichotomy that's being presented is that uh, we end up with this crazy world where it's just the same as the old stuff, or we get the correct answer, which is TLJ. It's like there's no in between. There's no variation. That's just it. And Campbell said it, so. Cool. Luke and Leia both tried to resurrect the old thing, and it went badly right away this time. Luke has failed before, but this time it's not just him paying the price. The entire galaxy is suffering the result of his actions. He comes to see that maybe getting all these light side users together invites the dark side to destroy them. That the Jedi Order was a fatally flawed idea. I'm almost speechless. Don't even try and build up a team of good people, because bad people will come and destroy them. It's like, we, it's, it's the idea... This is insane. I don't, I don't know, we... We're probably spending. We're probably dwelling on this point too long. It's just that it's so batshit. Yeah. It's so it's so nuts. Letting it die out will cause the force to find a new way that may succeed where the Jedi but failed. That's insane. What do you mean? Think of that risk. Thousands and thousands of years of peace. Thirty years of bad. You know what? Let's not take that again. Let's just fucking roll the dice and see what we get. See what the force comes up with. Are they just sitting around for ages? Like force? You got anything? He goes, the Shmuelbly. They're like Jedi, but less uh, monolithic. More like, they're more interested in playing like chess. They're like hippie Jedi. Yeah. They don't have rules, man. They don't have lightsabers. Luke knows his allies won't accept his decision, which is why he leaves them. He's not giving up on- What? What? He already gave up on them. He knows his allies won't accept his decision to, like, destroy the Jedi, so he leaves them. Th this is your canon? This is this is how you explain why Luke left Le Leia and Han and the worlds to the devices of the First Order? Because they wouldn't accept that, that he wants the Jedi to end? Are you fucking crazy? Oh my goodness. What is brain? And sounds so where, beyond petty. It's like, I want the Jedi to end. Well, I don't know if that's a good idea. Well, fuck you. I'm going to Arc 2. Bye. Uh, okay. Uh, I wish you'd help us rebuild the Jedi. If anything, even if you don't call it the Jedi Order, don't you think that, like, because there are Force-sensitive people out there, clearly, you know this. Don't you think it's a good idea to, Jedi or not, like, offer them guidance Keep them from becoming sick. You just seem to lose any sense of like a, a moral position in the world. Like you, you just, you just felt like, nah, just let it be as it be. All these places, all these people suffering and dying. As, as the author of this video has just admitted, all these people are suffering because of Luke's mistake. And what does he do? He fucks off. Hence why Mark Hamill was like, Jedi wouldn't give up. Jedi wouldn't just fuck off. Hence why thousands and thousands of fans are like, this movie cannot be canon because it fucks everything up. Luke was hacked. On them. He's helping them the only way he thinks he can. It's a callback to his failure in Empire Strikes Back, showing that Luke now has the maturity to do the difficult thing and not act on impulse. Kind of sounds like Luke <laughs> acted on impulse in, you know, when he decided, oh, this is bad. I guess the solution is to just fucking exile myself forever. Uh, okay, okay. It also sounded yeah, pretty impulsive okay. to go to crate with the teleporty thing. Mm. I just like that he's like he's not gonna be impulsive and try and help people. Like, oh, yeah, that would be that would be awkward if he did that. The new trilogy seems to be heading towards the idea that there needs to be a more permanent solution to the conflict, and this is why I don't agree with the people who say that the new films ruined *Return of the Hopeful Jedi's* happy ending. Certainly. 
Luke's Jedi Order was always doomed to be undone by the cycle of why? why is there the cycle? That's the thing. Why? Even if that even if that's true that the cycle is always repeating, wouldn't you want it to be on the good side for tens of thousands of years uh, before it sways dark well, for thirty and then goes? Hold on, sways hold on, dark hold on. Oh, to to the people in the chat who know the the fucking lortisms, prior to the ten thousand years of peace that the Jedi brought, did the Jedi get destroyed by the Sith? And then have to remake themselves. I mean, even if that like was the was or wasn't the case, you'd be like, "Don't you think the thousands of years were pretty good?" Luke's like, eh, "It's not a million, though." Okay, so uh, the old Republic, the Galactic Republic, was the ruling government of the galaxy that existed for more than twenty-five thousand years until its reformation in the First Galactic Empire in nineteen BBY. Um. So, yeah, I'll take 25,000 years of a galactic republic if it gets me 30 years of bad. That sounds like a pretty good trade. Nah, that's your opinion. Look, it was doomed okay, to fail. So appar apparently, 10,000 years, there, there was like some the Jedi fail, but there was 10,000 years of Jedi after that. Well, that's, even it's not enough. Pretty even, long time. Not enough. The Jedi failing is separate from the Republic. Because the Republic and the Jedi are two different things. <sighs> like, they, they cooperate. Even if it is going to fail again, what... <sighs> Why can't you reform exactly. it? Exactly. And what is our recourse? What is our What is our choice instead? Let the bad guys just win. There's no point. If we defeat them, we'll just be defeated again. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Seems a little pessimistic, but fine. Showing that Luke now has the maturity to do the difficult thing and not act on impulse. The new trilogy seems to be heading towards the idea that there needs to be a more permanent solution to the conflict. And this is why I don't agree with the people who say that the new films ruined the Return of the Jedi's happy ending. Literally of course did. they did, especially now that you're about to have Palpatine come back and all that shit. It's fucked. Palpatine. Hey, you say Dagobah. What's wrong with Palpatine? What's wrong with Dagobah? Dagobah. Dagobah. And it's Palpatine, not Palpatine. You're both Palpatine? Wrong. Did I not say Palpatine? You said Palpatine. Oh, I must have been leading up to another word. Yeah, normally I say Palpatine. Mm -hmm. That must have been a fluke. That wasn't the norm. A fluke Skywalker? It's okay. <laughs> fluke Skywalker. A uh, fluke musician? I get it. Luke's Jedi Order was always doomed to be undone by the cycle of light and dark repeating up. again. So doomed to be un- Okay, so this like really fucks with free will and everything. And like, so the Force is just- You're doomed to be- I don't- Is this how the Force works? Uh, I guess the so. It's just like, it's the good guy's turn. Now it's the bad guy's turn. Now it's the good guy's turn. Now it's the bad guy's turn. It's like, is it just arbitrarily swinging back and forth whenever it wants? Uh, okay. God, how fun. Don't start the Jedi. They're just doomed to fail. You gotta do something else. You gotta wait for the Force to decide on something else. Something that breaks the cycle. To be undone by the cycle of light and dark repeating again. And that's exactly what Luke is trying to stop. <gasps> And this is where You're themes become the incredible. <laughs> He's doing the thing. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Guys, I'm sorry. We're about, uh, we're about to enter the danger zone. They all do it. Every single one of them always does it. Themes. Theme, theme, themes. This is where themes become incredibly important to the story. 
Star Wars themes. has always had a lot of general themes. It's all about generations, and it's about the issues of fathers and sons and grandfathers. But The Last Jedi gets far more specific and says more than any other movie in the series. Oh um, boy. Tell me okay. all about it. <gasps> yeah, the first the theme is the idea of destruction versus preservation. Obviously, old ideas can't work forever and have to be abandoned at some point. But clear-burning everything will result in good things being lost. It's why Kylo Ren is him? the villain. Alright, so here's the thing. This is why Kylo Ren is the villain. It's like, no, Kyro, Kylo Ren should be the villain because of the actions he takes, the events that happened around him, because it is a consequence of the things that occur within his vicinity. He is, in a way, a product of his environments and those around him. It's not, this is, the theme says, we want this theme, therefore Kylo is the villain. It's like, no, that's the backwards way of creating the story. Like, Kylo Ren is a person that exists in this world. He shouldn't be just a, a slave to whatever the theme is. He should act in a realistic way, and that should be, I mean, whatever, I think I'm at my point. <laughs> the Jedi, the rebels, let it all die. There has to be a balance between old and new, and finding that balance is where the conflict lies. Luke's insistence that the um, Jedi... So, there shouldn't be a balance between the old and the new if the old is terrible bad... Like you want to get rid of that. That's the you want to eradicate evil. You want to get rid of you know bad organizations and murderous people. So if we're talking about old in the sense of the Galactic Empire, you don't no. There's there's, there's not a balancing act that you want there. You want them gone, erased. Yeah, I mean I'm not convinced at all that the what we had as the old is some kind of like oof. Don't want that again. It's like well because it led to someone else being on top eventually it's like yeah like so we need a system that monolithically will survive indefinitely and it's also good and we're talking 10,000 years isn't enough how many people think that they can establish a government and they actually believe that it will last forever like it will never change into something else it will always be as we created it there will never be anything. A thousand years from now, the United States of America will be similar to what it is now. It's like, that's ridiculous. Like, no, I don't think it... Does anyone really believe that? Tr truly, they must be in a minority, if they think so. ...be lost to history has aligned him with the bad guys in this regard. I did not expect Skywalker to be so wise. The decision to preserve or destroy even plays out in a literal sense with Poe's opening attack. I'm with the droid on this one. Leia is focused on... Okay, so that's fucking retarded, because if you don't kill the people who are about to kill you, you're not preserving anything, except the enemies. You're preserving them and not yourself. So that's Funnily a enough, great... That's great. <clears throat> I have heard a brand new argument about that opening thing with Poe, where, uh, so it goes, Poe fucked everything up by attacking with the bombers, as we know, and then the counter is, no he didn't. He destroyed the Dreadnought. The Dreadnought is a fleet killer. It would have fucked up the uh, the main ship. They would have all died if he hadn't done that. And then the counter-counter is, Nope, Snoke's ship is a Dreadnought. Therefore, they would have died anyway, anyway, if Poe hadn't done what he did. I don't know where this has come from. Snoke's ship is... is I don't know what class it is. Probably Supremacy class. It's not a Dreadnought. It's... it's yeah, it's a, it's unique. One of the things we asked was how is it that Snoke's ship doesn't have the weaponry to take out uh, the Radis? It just doesn't. It does. Well, it, it it according to the film, it doesn't, so... <laughs> yeah, according, according to the film, it just doesn't. 
but we know that it fucking does like come on no no one is believing your bullshit movie there is we are not believing that that is absolutely ridiculous and, uh, and if you're talking about preservation then you have to make the decision do i preserve us the good people or do i preserve the enemies trying to eradicate us it's like no you kill your enemies this is a war they want to destroy you and all the goodness that you stand for they've blown up planets this what's preservation versus destruction destroy the bad people so you can preserve yourself and your way of life fuck also small tangent uh Jeremy just PM'd me with uh, apparently Ian McDiarmid, the actor for um, uh, Palpatine, has recalled a conversation he had about Emperor Palpatine with George Lucas before the sequel trilogy hit theaters. The Scottish actor wanted to know if Palpatine was officially dead. According to Lucas, the iconic villain was indeed dead after getting thrown down into the Death Star's reactor by Darth Vader in Return of the Jedi. And exploding. Yes, of well, course Palpatine died. And no, then Disney no, was like, no, 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 he exploded twice. <laughs> You'd think that would have done it, wouldn't you? You'd think, oh, there you go. We got old Palpy now. <laughs> but no. He, he threw him down the shaft into the reactor, and he blew up. And then the Death Star itself blew up. And now he's back. <laughs> you just see those two explosions, and he's just standing like, hey. Like, I'm, still, I'm still waiting for this nightmare that's been everything since Disney took over to like end, so I could wake <laughs> up and be. Well, what? When did Disney actually buy Star Wars? Was it 2012? I think. Yeah. 2012. Okay, so how old was it? Hey, yeah, they seven. did predict that 2012 was the end of the world. I guess they were close. Yeah, it was the end of one world. Yeah. It was the end of the fantasy world. All right. Yeah, I want to go back to when I was 15. Yeah, 15, when the world still made a semblance of sense. Let's do that. Come on, guys. And the, the days before the Orange Man. The He's the one who killed Star Wars. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so uh, not to mention, by the way, because we, we, have, to, we have to talk about this. Um, if Poe had agreed and they all went back to the ships, do you remember how Poe has to park his X-Wing inside the Radis before they can leave? Pretty sure X-Wings have hyperdrive, so I don't know why. But regardless, uh, the, the bombers... I guess he wouldn't want to burn the fuel and everything. The bombers have hyperdrive, right? Right? Um, They must have. I mean, if they got... So theoretically... I think so, yeah. Theoretically, we're dealing with the idea that if he had said, everybody retreat, they all turn to face the right direction, they all have the correct coordinates, they all zoom off, and the, the Empire like, ah, you bastards. I mean, the First Order, sorry. It is so, yes, the bombers from The Last Jedi, the MG-100 Star Fortress, SF-17, they do have hyperdrives. Um, yeah, my point is that uh, they're saying that like that's Poe's mistake, when I, I'm just sitting here like, man, thank God Poe did what he did, otherwise you guys all would be dead. No appreciation for that. In fact, he learns to do the opposite at the end of the film. It's utterly fucked. And uh, if you wanted to fix it, you need to work way harder in making that scene much more clear. How does he mute Leia's ability to control anybody? And if she can't, if he outranks her and that's why she can't, then thank God he was in control because he would know the battle situation better than she would. Absolutely. And she'd already sent the bombers out anyway because they arrive right after the call Yeah, it seems like that was the plan right up until she decided it wasn't the plan. Weird how that works. Nobody likes to talk about this stuff. Yeah. No one likes it. People are just like, things. if it's not on screen, it doesn't exist. Oh, now it does exist. Okay. It's like, no, 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 no. People arrived at the places where they are in some way. 
this is a Batman problem, Batman Gotham problem. He's like, well, okay, all right. You know what they should have done? Should have had one what? bomber uh, put it on autopilot to hyperdrive into the dreadnought and everyone leave. Yeah, why didn't they do that? Well, I'll tell you what, Rex. They didn't do it because uh, it wouldn't have worked. Okay. You see, the Empire would have light sprung around and they wouldn't have been able to. Sorry, the First Order, my bad. I, I keep making this mistake. I don't know why I keep making that mistake. It's weird. You know, I think it's kind of weird that. They why didn't they just disable the the big gun? Why didn't they just uh, hyperdrive into the big gun? You didn't have to destroy the ship. You just had to destroy the fucking fuck off cannon. Best part is, is there's only like two people in those bombers anyway. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, and they're useless. At least you'll get something out of them. Just put a droid in there. We already know for a fact that those ships have uh, hyperdrives because we looked it up. Well, we had droids piloting uh, ships way back in the uh, the, the the prequels. And recently in Mandalorian. Yeah. This ones, is a... ones that were capable of engaging hyperdrive, I I would have you remember. Yep. This is a thing. Well... And that stuff takes place before the sequel trilogy. It's really just your opinion. I guess it's only a prequel if I interpret it as such. Mm -hmm. He wants to escape once the last ship is ready. Poe disregards her orders and deploys bombers to finish his attack on the- Thank god he did. Thank god he did. Claps he for Poe. Can we get some claps for Poe? What a hero. Thanks, good job, Poe. He he's doing. Save the good resistance. Go wait, wait, wait. Snapping. Oh. Can't clap. Claps for Poe. Snaps for Poe. Hashtag The attack goes po. horribly wrong and puts the entire fleet at risk. The, 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 the plan wrong. succeeds. The plan succeeds. <laughs> they destroy the dreadnought. It does they, not they, go horribly wrong. What do you mean? Ah, oh, Jesus! It's, I, uh, mm. Rose's sister to sacrifice herself to save the resistance. Which, by <gasps> the way, save the resistance, you say? <sighs> save the resistance? Question, Mister Maker of Video: If Leia had said yes, go for it, uh, which seemed to be the plan up until she said no, what was the plan for the bombers? Because the only way they seem to be able to deploy their payload is to be right on top of the target in open warfare, like. I don't think these things can survive. One TIE fighter accidentally knocks out three of them. It seems like these things are built to be beaten. But half a TIE fighter Sorry, yeah. Half a TIE fighter accidentally destroys three bobbers. And we're, well, we're supposed tie, to... TIE fighters are like being a Jedi. You, do more, you can do more damage and you're more useful if you're dead. <laughs> oh. Learn something new every day, I suppose. There you go. You just Hope don't leave this victory Wars. because they blew up the thing. But Leia regards it as a failure because of the people they love. Yeah, Leia would have regarded it as a failure in pieces of debris once it destroyed them yeah, later. Leia sure. wouldn't have existed to regard it in any way because she'd be dead along with the rest of the ex with the rest of know, the resistance. Do you know another thing they like to forget about is when the Empire turned back up. He's like, uh, permission to get into my uh, ship and start shooting things. She goes, permission granted, implying that like, yeah, Poe, you know what you're doing. Get out there. Like, as if it's just, it's just not the disaster that people try and frame it as and I actually think it's because of Ryan Johnson's incompetence it's not because that's not what they were going for I know that's what they were going for they just fucked it up you establish there's this horrible monster that's gonna kill everyone guy comes up with plan to sacrifice portion of your army to kill monster and everyone says it would have been better if you didn't kill monster and we all died doesn't make sense I'm sorry that's where we're at lost and over the course of the film, it's clear that Leia is right. The um, Resistance what? doesn't even have a fleet for that ship to be a threat to- Oh, okay, what? okay, so, fuck this, how can you be this retarded? Okay, 
So he's a TLJ fan. That explains everything. Okay. This ship, the fleet gets destroyed I, I across just, the movie. Like, and and plus, this makes no sense. Okay, is like now they don't have a ship for the enemy to just. They don't have a fleet for the enemy to destroy. He's like motherfucker. They would nobody would be left for them to destroy if they hadn't done that. I need to. I need to chill out because this is making me. <laughs> I just don't. I don't get it. How can someone be this stupid? So. I'll remind him of the several scenes in which people are getting obliterated and Holder's going, well, keep going, guys. Remember that? The medical yep. frigate gets blown the fuck going. up. Yep. Keep going. So, they... they still have the Radis. The reason that they survive, which, by the way, makes no sense anyway, is because the enemies don't have a Dreadnought, a weapon that can destroy them at distance while they're chasing through space. For some reason, they forget about all of their other weapons. I don't really care about that for this specific point, which is the Dreadnought would have destroyed the Radis before they reach Crate, killing everyone. Okay? Poe did a good. So, it's just best if they were all destroyed at the beginning of the film instead of surviving as long as they can? Yes. I guess, like, is that actually? I would I love see for this someone vision. to elaborate on this point. I want to see uh, Leia be like, pull out, and then Poe goes, pull out everybody. They all hyperspace out, and then the whole Empire follow them, and the Dreadnought just snipes them all one by one as it chases all of them, starting with exactly. the Radis. Exactly, they'd be dead yeah. faster, and exactly. there wouldn't even be a Radis to issue commands to. There wouldn't be a Holdo. There wouldn't be a Leia. Just... There wouldn't be those ships docked inside. Every... Uh, <laughs> like. This is, I just, I don't understand. I just don't understand how somebody can look at this and be like, yeah, this totally makes sense. Leia was totally right. It's like, if anything, if I was on the crew, I'd be like, oh, thank God this Poe guy didn't on listen a, to Leia or else I would be dead right now. On a highlight. And, charge, and uh, she's like, oh, yeah, steady on while my friends are getting killed. Uh, Carapassian menaces comment. Uh, they had only uh, one Dreadnought, even though Poe refers to them plurally, like Dreadnoughts are fleet killers, and it's like, yeah, they brought along, what was it, like 17 Star Destroyers, but not a single additional Dreadnought. Probably also, even if there was more than one Dreadnought, you still have to kill the one about to kill you. Yeah, you gotta get rid of both of them at that point. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> you're now like, oh, you're just fucked. like, yeah, you gotta get rid of them both. And why not just hyperdrive into the next one? Boom, problem solved. Episode and nine, this isn't even going over the horrible ideas that they're like, they, we've got thousands of TIE Fighters. One TIE Fighter knocks out the hangar and the bridge, and we're sitting here, or well, three, whatever, sitting here with thousands of them, and we're like, nah. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> like this comet plot twist, they're all suicidal. <laughs> <laughs> Leia was trying to kill everybody. That was the virtuous thing to do, because who wants to live in this world? <sighs> what world? Who by the end? Those people and resources were far more valuable than this empty victory. Oh, how? Leia they wouldn't be alive. They wouldn't be what alive. are you talking about? What, how, can you, how can you say this? As opposed to, okay, the options are we sacrifice some members of our army to destroy the enemy. By the way, the point of an army, kind of, you know, you, you gotta understand we have to expend our military to destroy theirs until one of us surrenders, ideally. So... The alternative is that we all die. Okay, probably not the best idea, right? Radical notion that maybe whatever other alternative to all of us dying might be better just by default. This is insane. This is insane. Just a bit. Just a tad. Just a this smidge. This is insane. And over the course victory. of the film, it's clear that Leia is right. 
The Resistance doesn't even have a fleet for that ship to be a threat to by the end. That makes no sense. Those people and resources were far more this valuable ship is dead. than this empty victory. It's destroyed. Leia depends on Poe to take over for her, but he only understands leadership from the perspective of an X-Wing pilot. Oh, like someone who <laughs> destroys the enemy, has victories, he only denies understand. the enemy he only, Wait, wait, hold on. He only understands leadership from the perspective of being a leader in an X-Wing squadron. Yeah, which, by the way, that wasn't the scenario he was in at the beginning of the film. No, no, he was leading in, uh, not a fleet in not an X-Wing, okay? There's different things. Leia's only oh way God. to lead is to be suicidal. Exactly. Like, what, like... Why are all TLJ fans like this? <laughs> I don't know. And they're like, li it's literally better that we all die right now than expend part of our resources to save all of our lives. He's... It's like, surely, if the, op if, if the option is between some of us dying and all of us dying, surely one of those is better than the other. This is so monumentally wrong, just this whole bit. This is nuts. With the Jedi, he's filled with misconceptions about what the role he's growing into is. So Ryan Johnson takes away his X-Wing and forces him to learn the hard way. Forces him into a mutiny because his captain won't tell him a plan that doesn't involve killing everyone on his own team. I can't believe we're still on this. Like, come on, the Holdo plan thing was so stupid. It was nonsensical. The fact that not everybody mutinied is the real miracle. People are saying to Goodell, but Goodell what specifically? What do you guys reckon? I think um, they might be talking about the, uh, he only understands something, leadership from, as an X-Wing pilot. He only understands leadership from the perspective of an X-Wing pilot. Okay, so let's talk about X-Wings. X-Wings destroyed Starkiller Base. X-Wings destroyed the Dreadnought. X-Wings blew up a Star Destroyer. They help destroy a second Star Destroyer. I don't know. I feel like someone in an X-Wing might have a couple good ideas regarding military strategy. This is the guy who blew up Starkiller Base. So. In an X-Wing. He doesn't understand leadership, though. <laughs> what, right. a, what an idiot. He saved he everybody he could. He just understands how to win a war and save lives. Okay. He only destroyed the most powerful weapon in the history of Star Wars. What a froob. <laughs> oh no, how can you oh say that? God. To him, leadership is all about bravado and heroics, but his choices end up necessitating that- You can't make this argument when he's- He may as well be lied to. Like, lied by omission. She tells him so little, he's convinced, along with several other people in his team, that basically Holder's gonna kill everyone. How can you say that this is him being like, Oh, I want bravado. Like- I want to save people. Like, I just, it blows my mind. People have this interpretation after that scene where he says, give us hope, tell us this something. And her response is a fucking, like, platitude. She just looks at him. Hope if is only like platitude. the sun. It's, it's big and red and stupid. Hope is like <laughs> okay. the sun. If you get close to it, it kills you. You see, this is why it doesn't make sense. Like, no, 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 we don't need, like... We don't need fortune cookies right now. We need a military battle plan because they're trying to kill us with their lasers and stuff. You like how, as well, people will often cite. So uh, you don't think he fucked up, do you? And you're like, no. And you're like, so um, how did uh, how did how did the bad guys find out about the transports again? Ah, oh, through DJ. And how did DJ find out? Well, he overheard Poe on the radio. Ha! So it's Poe's fault. It's like, no. Poe had no idea that that guy was even listening to the conversation with Finn. 
He was telling, he was updated Finn about the situation. Yeah, because DJ shouldn't have even been involved. He shouldn't be in the fucking room. It's all Finn's fault, and everyone blames yeah. Poe. It's so fucked yeah. up. It's like me being on the call with Rags, and then I just, like, open it onto speaker without telling him, and, like, some other guy hears it, and it's Rags' fault. How the fuck does that work? Nonsense. It is desperation of a delusional mind to try and make Poe out to be incompetent when he is the most valuable at well besides ray that the resistance <laughs> has who needs a pilot when you can fucking pop suns in the solar system I'm sure she'll do that in the next one others heroically sacrifice themselves and while their actions work it's a leader's job to prevent things from coming to that there were heroes on that mission dead heroes yeah that's what here well no, okay listen up, <laughs> here we go again <laughs> all right listen up Let, let's you go uh, let's, let's look at the vietnam memorial there were heroes in that Dead war. heroes. Dead heroes. Uh, no, no, we, we can war take II. this back further. There were heroes in that war. Dead. You can't make a video defending The Last Jedi talking about Joseph, what, Mr. Campbell, whatever his first name is, JC, and the hero's <laughs> journey, and then say, yeah, dead Jesus heroes. Christ. What do you think happens in, all the, in a lot of these classic hero's journey tales? The hero dies. You're not getting it, Rex. Not getting it. So, so Poe is saying, hey, appreciate the fact that a bunch of people died heroically. And then she's like, yeah, they're dead. They're not alive anymore, thanks to your plan. They're dead. You know, the fact that they saved the rest of the fleet doesn't matter. It's the yes, fact that they they're dead. they died to save the fleet. They, they knew what they signed up for. It's tragic, but they are soldiers in an army, and they died to save the rest They'd of be us. Alive. Let's not make their sacrifice be in vain. They would be alive if it wasn't for Poe's bad decision so that they could have died five minutes later, Rags, okay? You understand now? I, it's just, man. It's wrong that Poe allowed them to die faster in exchange for everyone else living longer as opposed to everyone dying slightly later. That is the argument. The slam dunk. It's like, it, I can't believe Poe just looks at Lane. It's like, notice how alive we are right now. <laughs> you, you ever stop and think about how alive we are at this moment and how that happened? You're welcome, by the way. He's lucky for the, that. When they, just, when they figured out they have a hyperspace tracker, he's lucky to just look at Leia like, oh! Oh, how terrible this has happened. If oh. only we had destroyed the dr Oh, we did. Thank goodness. So now we can actually outrun them. Well, not outrun them, but whatever the hell happens in this film that they try to make sense of. But that's a whole other discussion of nonsense. Also, he still hasn't talked about Canto Bite. <laughs> like, maybe they're looking at this through the literal, actual... Legitimate. I'm trying to think of the other words. Literal, actual... Legitimate. Legitimate real lens, whatever of the lens of what Rose said at the end. This is how we win, not be fighting what we hate, but saving what we love. And so they think that this is an actual military strategy that should be employed whenever possible. Dude, I just I, I just want to see that line being repeated as they're all obliterated by the dreadnought. I'm so confused. I mean, they pretty much did that when the laser attacks the thing. She's like, save what you love. <laughs> Oh my and god. Absolutely everything they love is destroyed. <laughs> and I and then again, all of this wouldn't even be an issue if hyperdrive ships into the dreadnought. Yep. It's just it's almost like a given that you can't even discuss that because of how obviously it fucks everything up. Why didn't Yoda just show up and lightning the dreadnought cannon? Oh right. Oh, such a big problem that he can do light he's a ghost. He's a puppet ghost. He's a ghost that can arrive whenever he wants to do, just fucking blow shit up. 
Stop. I mean, Leia's Force-sensitive. No. There's no reason that Leia couldn't show up there. Okay, but have you thought about the themes? Oh, uh, the themes of... All, basically themes, why the film is really good, have you thought the, about that? The theme... Oh, the theme is that The Last Jedi is good. So obviously everything in the film has to service the idea that The Last Jedi is good. Yeah, pretty much that. Okay. Sorry for a second there, I thought you'd missed it. <laughs> How awkward that would have been. Coming to that. There were heroes on that mission. Yeah, they saved their lives. He comes to realize that protecting the resistance is a far here? greater responsibility than blowing things up, and completes his arc by reckoning. <sighs> he didn't complete his arc. If anything, he's regressed from a character who is competent and effective to just some fucking loser. How many people die on that final mission anyway? Isn't it like 90% of them? I think the only people that make it back are Poe, Rose, and Finn. And don't <laughs> and even Rose get and... What are the odds of that? <laughs> Rose yeah, and Finn yeah. just don't even make sense. But I'm like, what? <laughs> Cruel across the whole battlefield. It's like, what? What I, is? I can just imagine a couple of the uh, the stormtroopers in the ATATs watching them and laughing the yeah. whole time, like eating popcorn, being like, I wonder how long it's gonna. He's like, I, I got I think... twenty credits. Says he can't pull her for ten minutes. It's like, oh yeah, I only say six minutes, and I'll put fifty credits. Uh, yeah, on how it. long before he <laughs> abandons her? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Also, uh, I want to highlight, like, the, I think we've done this before, but I just love the idea that Kylo and, and Luke are facing off, and in the background he's just yanking her. It's like, eh. yeah. Just, <laughs> he's trying to deliver some epic speech. You just hear him, you see him, like, roll some sweat off his head, like, whew. Yeah, All right. it focuses on him in the background, and he's yanking it, and they both just stomp and look. <laughs> like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a completely different image in my head whenever you guys describe it as yanking. That's yank, because you're yank. dirty. A dirty, yeah. dirty boy. There were heroes on that mission. Dead heroes. You know how we are dead heroes right now. I, I never get less frustrated listening to her say that. As that protecting the resistance is a far greater responsibility than blowing things up, and completes his arc by recognizing that the If you blow up the, the things trying to kill you, then they can't kill you. No, that's not necessarily um, true, Rags. What if you blow up a piece of dynamite that's in your pocket that's trying to kill you, then you blow up two. Gotcha. I don't even understand <laughs> how how could a rational adult human being say these things? Well, they I, should have I, just died. Like, yeah, I guess they should have just died. I'm just picturing the scene like they write Poe so one dimensionally that he's like, "We gotta blow up everything to prevent it from blowing us up." And then someone goes, "Poe, it's not always about blowing things up." And he like he like looks down. And he's like, "Oh my god!" Like, oh imagine god. that you have like a game. Let's Halo. You red versus blue. And one of the team is just, they don't want to kill the other one at all. And they don't use any weapons or punch or anything. Like, which side do you think is going to win? Like, which, I don't... which one's defending what they love? Clarify for me. Uh... That's the one that wins, Rags. That's what How I've learned. How much longer is this terrible video? 13 minutes? We're nearly down to the 10 minute mark. We're getting there. Who knows? There might be an ad at the end. Rags, don't worry. We get tonal down. I was going to say, tonal yes, will save us. Keep your eyes on the prize, gentlemen. <laughs> Cannon attack is a futile gesture. The point is stated with absolutely no subtlety when Rose saves Finn from sacrifice. <laughs> Please mention the laser <laughs> in the background. Please mention it. Oh, no, I, I hope it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you can see it. Right there. <laughs> see the I, I, I really hope that he, he does the same thing that uh, uh, Macintosh did, where he just plays the clip. And then we get to see the, the explosion fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> please do it. Please, please be that. Please do it. Please, please do it. Please do it. Stop fighting what we hate. Saving what we love. 
but the film has earned that corner. No, no he can't. No, no. Fuck no. you. No, boo. Oh, throws popcorn at screen. <laughs> you, you left out the best part. Damn it. That's some I was shifty editing. So ready to laugh. Boo. We're all Get disappointed. You suck. <laughs> you could have made this video go from a negative 10 to a negative 9. <laughs> Save what we love. But the film has earned that corny line by hammering this point in from the very it first It literally minute. hasn't. It does she, not earn that. She, she, you know this character you have on screen blows up a dreadnought, right? Yeah, but she defended you know what she loves, right? how many thousands Rex? of people she kills? She defended what she loved. It's different. Different. Oh, different. okay. Different. Okay. Different. Blowing up that cannon would have just delayed the inevitable. What? No! no! It would have kept, it oh my they say in the film the cannon's the only thing that's capable of breaching the fucking wall! It would have literally kept people from dying! What do you mean? What? Just, just, every, just shoot yourself in the head. You're only delaying the- No! <laughs> no, just no, like, no, no, How do you no. justify this? You're so stupid! He's like, eventually the Republic will fail, so just don't even make <laughs> Well, one. that's what he said about the Jedi! Why, exactly. why it's to do a 10,000 year piece when it's just gonna end anyway? Fucking hell. What is it? Just shoot yourself in the fucking head. You're not gonna live forever. <laughs> it just you're just delaying the inevitable fighting for your life and hey, life he, and what you love dude, and what you care for. Heat death of the universe. Everybody should just kill everyone. Fuck it. It's just life, living, people, it doesn't matter. You're all gonna fucking die. Just don't postpone the inevitable. Just kill yourself. Oh. Oh god, drinker, you just missed. Is Critical Drinker here? Oh my god, Critical Drinker. We're Frankletisms, you just missed the golden quote. Is, is oh that him? God. Does he have verification or not? I don't know. Let, uh, let me, it let didn't show check. verification. Oh, just it click doesn't the... always. It, it's something you have to reply. Let's go to channel. Let's see if it actually is him. Yeah, it's him. Alright, Drinker, let, let him listen to this. Blowing things up, and completes his arc by recognizing that the cannon attack is a futile gesture. The point is stated with absolutely no subtlety when Rose saves Finn from sacrificing himself. That's how we're gonna win. Not fighting what we hate. Saving what we love. But the film has earned that corny line by hammering this point in from the very first minute. Blowing up that cannon would have just delayed the inevitable. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. Like, should we fight the Nazis? It's like, no. We're gonna we die anyway. We're all, we're all mortal men anyway. We're all gonna die. Let them take over America or whatever. Fuck it. Shouldn't we stop them to save what we love? No! That's not how it works. Just believe. Mm. Just have hope. Just something. Their only Just goal things. was getting out alive, which Finn does thanks to Rose. Like it or not, she was right. No! no, she wasn't. If, if anything, she was right by accident. Yeah, Luke they is apparently saved. the one that saves the ball, not her. If she hadn't stopped Finn and he blew up the cannon and Luke never arrived, they would have escaped all the same. Can you imagine them escaping because they blown up the cannon and Luke shows up to delay them, but he's like, "Oh, you didn't need. Oh, I just died for no reason. Wow. Well, if you would have to have so." If Rose is only, she's not even correct. <laughs> no, she's really. Not. If I was gonna, if I was gonna be as insanely overly generous to the point of insanity and irrationality, then it would be that other people are just doing it and not you. Well, it, it's, you're gonna it's have like to get no, down that. 
it's essentially the idea that it's more noble to just let yourself be killed, even though evil people are the ones trying to kill you. Like, it's better that you just let the evil people murder you in planets full of people, because at least you didn't destroy what you hate. Like maybe it's a maybe it's a good thing that you hate the evil people destroying planets. Maybe that's kind of a good thing. In fact, if you didn't hate them, I'd kind of look at you a little weird. I, uh, it blows my mind. Why, why didn't Yoda force lightning the cannon? <laughs> Can you imagine he's not figured it out quite yet? He turns up next to the cannon, and they, like all the troopers see him. They're like, "What the fuck?" And he's like, "Jump!" <laughs> Come on. And, like, it sparks. They're all like, wait, what, what's, what's he doing? <laughs> Stop it, you little green puppet. They start shooting him. He's like, leave me alone. It's, it it would have made for a better film, I'm sorry. That just, I want to see Yoda trying to blow things up, but he's not quite able to do it. Zark <sighs> shows the importance of heroes and legends. We know from The Force Awakens that he's not a hero, but a guy who did the right thing at the right time against every fiber of his being telling him otherwise. All he wanted to do was disappear. He was never joining the Resistance and only stuck around in the last film to rescue Rey. Thank you for telling us what the film literally tells us. Yeah, I don't... What I, is I guess we're on to Finn now. It's like, okay, tell me how this is meaningful. Regardless, he becomes a hero overnight. Rose's character demonstrates the important effect his actions have had. When we heard about it, my sister Paige said, Rose, that's a real hero. She's deflated That's when a real hero who's done absolutely Didn't nothing. Didn't we? We yeah. all questioned, like, how did that story get spread exactly? Like, how did been... Rose's sister even know who Finn was? Like, hasn't it been just like a night? I, you know what I mean? Like, th and there's like four hundred people on this ship, most of which, well, maybe not most, but a lot of which would have been at the fight for Starkiller, surely, in those X-wings. I mean, like. I mean, yeah, it's not a very big organization. Uh, Probably a huge amount of crossover. And the issue with Finn in, in... We already know his issues in TFA. Carrying them over to this film, it's just embarrassing that he, like, gets told that a uh, good, evil, it doesn't matter. And he's like, okay. And then once he's betrayed by DJ, betrayed, quote-unquote, he commits to being rebel scum. It's like, oh. Okay. Remember he learns about uh, Rose's horrible history in Canto Bight, which hopefully is going to come up now, because we've got the perfect intro of Canto Bight. I'm sure it's coming. Um, he, he, he's, he's like sad face. She's like, oh my god, we used to, you know, we, we, we lived in blah 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 and blah blah blah. And I just remember thinking like, yep, her horrible life growing up when the Republic was in power, who you are now trying to get back in power. I don't understand. Jack really wants her to come on. I mean... <laughs> We gonna. I don't even know if we have the like. I, I know how stupid this sounds. I don't know if we have the time. If we have a fourth person reacting to all the content, we've still got. Actually, what if it was for the rest of this video? Is he interested? Yeah. Um. If he is, he can let us know. But yeah, maybe for just the rest of this video. I know it's <clears> kind of <throat> like a trio thing we got going, but yeah. Because uh, I'm starting to starting to really hate this video. He might revitalize us to a degree <laughs> he might yeah so if he wants to stick around for the next let I me mean, i say the next 13 minutes of this video which is three hours for us <laughs> yep but maybe that's what happens when basically everything you say is fucking wrong um all right kicking well yeah we'll continue i'll keep an eye on chat uh an effect his actions have had when we heard about it my sister Paige said rose 
It's a real hero. She's deflated when finding out that he's actually a deserter. But over the course of the story, he's not. He's not, not a deserter. He's not a deserter. He's not. He's going to find Ray because he he's not a part of the resistance. Her. Yeah, I'm not even a part of the resistance, and I'm not. Des I, I, yeah, I can't desert if I'm not part of your organization. And uh, even if we look at this from a, a moral standpoint, he's not deserting. Also, her hair in this frame looks like one of those Nazi helmets. <laughs> a little bit. Also, he said uh, he'd struggle to play catch up on this video. I. Um, but yeah, nice to see you anyway, Mister Sir. Uh huh. Live up to the myth. DJ tests his commitment to playing hero. Make make your book available in paperback. I don't have a Kindle. Yeah, idiot. Got or, him. Or a hardback. In his pressure to live up to the myth, DJ tests his commitment to playing hero with a muddied view of right and wrong that may appeal to his desire to flee. It's all a machine, partner. He didn't join. Live free. Don't join. But he overcomes his uncertainty and recognizes that this is where he, he belongs. He was never not. What do you mean? Why are you, why are you explaining this like he went on some crazy ass journey? He, he just gave CJ a look, or DJ, sorry. Uh, and then later on, he's like, sort of winning with their plan, and then they get captured. And then he's like, you, what does he call him? You murdering bastard! You traitoring bastard! Something. He calls him a bastard. Yeah. And then like Captain Phasma is like, you, you, you're scum. And he's like rebel scum. And we're just sort of like, oh. Oh. Okay. Yep. And then he takes it too far, you see. He tries to kill himself for a cause, and then Rose is like, nah, dummy. You need everyone to be killed that you love. Otherwise, you might end up killing someone you hate. Fuck that. Yeah. Belongs. By the end, he is the hero Rose originally thought him to be. And Rose is inspired to grow from a meek technician into a hero herself. <laughs> this is the value that a hero uh, can hero. have. So we're what really, we're about? really, I wish he was a dead hero, but man, we are, um, <laughs> we're really lowering the bar for what a hero is. Is her heroic act preventing Finn from saving everyone? Is that what he's referencing? I think is her it? heroic act is biting Hux in that deleted scene, like some feral animal. It's either that, or the fact that she shot at Phasma and it did nothing. That was also her hero moment. Okay. Even if it isn't really true. All of the mythology that Star Wars is based on is fiction. It exists across every culture because of our psychological need for what it. What do those things do? What do those uh, lowering things do? They, like, grapple into the floor to help balance? I don't know. Well, why, it would balance easier if one of the sides wasn't fucking massive and the other <laughs> one was tiny. <laughs> I didn't build this thing, Rags. I just saying, you know, what I, are these? Those are, like, the dumbest designs for vehicles ever. What do they do? They don't have guns. Well, that was always my question. I was curious what they were supposed to do, and I guess the whole plan the whole time was to just drive up into the cannon and blow it up that way, I guess. And Rose couldn't even help but fuck that one up. Rose yeah. got really far ahead of Finn, and then right angle turned, or left angle turned, sorry, and crashed him out. And... Rose, if you don't want Finn to die, why don't you just kill yourself? And why did she do a thing that could easily have guaranteed both of their deaths? It's such a bad scene. It hurts to think about. It's crate is a disaster. Culture because of our psychological need for it. Ryan Johnson is saying that it's okay if the hero doesn't measure up to the myth because it's not about that individual. It's about oh, the what, larger idea as long that as, they provide the spark As long for. as you get the idea you want at the end, it doesn't matter how stupid and ridiculous and nonsensical uh, it took for you to get there. It's just well, as long as the ending was the payoff that I wanted, <laughs> or something. 
Some would call them salt tractors. <laughs> salt tractors. It's, it's not it's about salt farming. We're farming the salt. <clears throat> it's not about the oh, individual we got a heroes. Crop of salt this year. It's not about the individual heroes. It's about the legend they leave behind and how they inspire other people with heroic legend stories and stuff. And it's like ah, like like Luke at the end of the sixth episode. It's like no, like Luke at the end of this one. You're like oh, I mean, I don't even know how this story managed to spread. And why is it that? The logic of it's not always about the character means you can now just shit all over Luke. I don't understand. Why couldn't you have it so that he was consistent with himself and he managed to spread stories of his heroics? In fact, the only way you could have this lesson happen is by deleting the knowledge of the OT, which for some reason worked. Nobody seems to remember if it even happened. It's just... it's painful. Brian Johnson is saying that it's okay if the hero doesn't measure up to the myth, because it's not about that individual. It's about the larger idea that they provide the spark for. Oh, Luke is, is the that biggest hero. The case? Why do you think? Why do you think? Why do you think they provide sparks for anything? How do you think that happens? Do you think that we hold up completely normal, mundane, unremarkable people as heroes to idolize when they don't do anything? They usually do a thing. Being a hero implies doing something heroic, and that's what we see in them. We don't just come up with the idea of heroism out of nowhere. It's based off of things that heroes do. ...in the galaxy, to the point that people think everything would be solved if he just returned. It would certainly I... fucking help. Yeah, no, my position is just that I would like it if he helped, that's all. Yeah, that'd be nifty. It's not even necessarily because I think that they all win with him, it's that I feel uncomfortable knowing that Luke doesn't give a shit. That really puts me in an awkward position. I'm like, hmm... Don't and like if, that. Even, even if Luke wasn't there in that scene, and this stuff would still would have happened and they would have escaped. So he didn't even really do anything. Just kind of. What did Luke do? Really, though? I guess he's talking about the characters in universe when he says this. I just hope he's not using a straw man again. It's like, you all think that he just saved the day if he turned up. It's like, not necessarily. Provide the spark for. Luke is the biggest hero in the galaxy, to the point that people think everything would be solved if he just returned. Because of you, now we have a chance. No, he says we have a chance! Well, a chance to find Luke, and that would lead ultimately to a chance. That's just problems with Force Awakens, it doesn't even make sense. I think I highlighted it, I was like, why would you think that Luke is the one that's going to be able to just turn everything? Um, but I mean, the yeah. idea that Luke being on the team gives them a shot? Yeah, why, why wouldn't it? Yeah, it's... <sighs> Who thinks that it, it, it's, we get a guaranteed W if Luke shows up for it? He's that powerful, Rex. He's going to pick up all the ATs and crush them into one big ball and throw it at the sun. Well, collect the money on scrap to buy some new ships for your resistance. <laughs> Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. Luke. They yeah, believe these. That was a compilation of people saying Luke. Remember yeah, what happens this... immediately after Ray saying that? I thought he was a myth. Yeah, that's just. That's what, like, well, that's that's a good example. That's a fantastic example of a meaningless edit. Yeah. Do you want to do a compilation of the amount of times Han's name is said? <laughs> Let's just do that. Han, Han, Han Solo. Han. Nobody left Murph? in the galaxy for you to swindle. Even the myth version of Luke, the one that fans wanted, the infallible hero who doesn't exist. Nope. 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 <laughs> nope. 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 Is he gonna say what I think he's gonna say? A Gary Stew, if you- no! 
<laughs> no! <laughs> That's what fans wanted. Luke the Gary Stew. What's wrong with you? Why are they like that? Again, I'd like to remind everybody you're gonna, that this was the you're convincing You're gonna call video. Luke. You're gonna call Luke a Gary Stew. But then you people freak out every time that we call Ray a Mary Sue and actually have evidence to back it up. If anyone was convinced by this video, I have to question if your brain was functioning. Oh my god. Maybe they were sleepy. Sleepy-isms, yeah. King Maybe Arthur has always been a major influence on Star Wars, video. but it's especially clear in the new movies. Ray offers Luke his Excalibur and the chance to return as the hero, and Luke bitterly rejects it. <laughs> you see, I've reframed it within King Arthur. Now that it's better, it's like, nope, still sucks. No, still, and even then, Excalibur really isn't, uh, really isn't the, the good. Get your roof. Roof. Which is kind of out of character. Luke would never throw away his lightsaber like it were garb. Oh, shut the hey, fuck up! He did the argument. Those hey. two. Holy shit! This guy's an idiot. He did the. the everybody does this one. Luke oh would never God. throw his lightsaber, would he? Oh, here. look, he did. Oh, only the context. Trying is to symbolize different. that he is not what? going to you... continue attacking Vader is the exact same as someone going, "Hey, is this your lightsaber?" No. What did you throw this uh, used paper uh, used paper plate into the garbage? Well, that justifies you throwing a live grenade at a child. I mean, you're just throwing something. It's all the same. Just Listen, throwing stuff is all the same. This comparison, I can't remember if this was another one, but I was like, how long before they say Luke wore clothes at the OT? He does this in the sequels. He's entirely within his character. Yeah, if Luke if Luke puts on a dress here, it makes sense because he wore clothes here. It's all the same. There's no con. Oh, okay. Let, let, let's break down why this is an insanely stupid thing to do. And I'm disappointed in anybody who was convinced by this. So, why did Luke throw away his lightsaber in that throne room? Oh, well, what, what led him to do that? Why, why would he have done that? Why would he have discarded his weapon in that throne room? Right? Well, the Emperor told Luke to kill Darth Vader, to give in to his hate, yada, yada, yada. And Luke threw away the lightsaber as a symbol to the Emperor that he was not going to do that. He, had, he was resolute in his position that he would not do something that was foundationally immoral, that was wrong, that would directly result in the death of somebody that he cared for in some way, and that he wouldn't submit to the Emperor. Well, isn't that what's going on, on in, in TLJ? Isn't it Ray, and Ray, Ray, Ray asks him to kill Vader or whatever, right? With the sword. And I guess in TLJ, he throws the lightsaber away to give the audience a giggle. Even though Luke, like a realistic, a reasonable Luke, a, a, an actual Luke, not Jake from State Farm. If he saw this, he'd be like, holy shit. And all of the memories that were associated with this lightsaber, everything that it had been through who had wielded it, what it was used for. He wouldn't just, ca like, someone just shows up with a lightsaber that means so much to you, and, and he's just, like, tosses it away and walks away without a thought, without, without a word. He doesn't say anything. He's like, he doesn't even care. It's like, shouldn't you be concerned someone found you when you came to the most unfindable place in the galaxy? Like, if, she found, if some chick found you with your lightsaber, who, the who else could find you? What if it was Snoke? 
Could Snoke find you? Could the First Order find you? There are other people on this island. Should be should you be concerned about their safety? What about the safety of yourself? You're missing it's the like fact the that, that this breakdown are insane. The amount of ways that this breaks apart are incredible, mind-boggling. Like I said, he's he's he seems like he's just compiled a lot of the standard arguments. We've been through these a million times, and it, it's it's as surface level as Luke threw his lightsaber before he's in character. Oh, Luke attacked Vader. That means attacking Kylo is the same. Oh. You think that I came to the most unfindable place uh. in the galaxy for no reason at all? That saber is a symbol of every. No, 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 if anything. It's literally not. And if anything, that line would back up what I said, not what he's saying. If anything, that specific lightsaber wouldn't really make much sense for that line since he hasn't had it since the end of episode five. It's a symbol for all that is Tism. Everything that went wrong in his life. He resents it and the myths surrounding him. But it puts Luke in the painful position of knowing that everyone's last hope is resting with him and there's nothing he can do for them. His resolve to stay What do you mean there's nothing he can do for him? Why, why would that be his conclusion? Why, why would he think there is nothing I can do? Maybe showing up, that could, you know, even saying hello, that would probably do something for the morale of your team, but okay. Disconnected and End of the Jedi begins to crack. He's reminded of the good he was able to do while inspired by the Jedi myth. And the bad that happened when he wasn't There's there. The wait, why did he... Why, why did he... Oh, wait, he's saying that the dice symbolize Han and Han's death is the bad? While I understood that to be the bad was refer referencing Kira. <laughs> referencing Solo, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, Solo is the bad. You're like, oh. Surrounding him. But it puts Luke in the painful position of knowing that everyone's last hope is resting with him and there's nothing he can do for them. His resolve to stay disconnected... Well, how does he know there's something they can do? How does he know that? Because he's Why depressed, would he even I guess. And, and he he's sad? To... He's a sad man? He's old. Remember, he's old. He is old. <clears throat> the Jedi anything, begins wouldn't to... this just make him resolute to try all the more? No. 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 Crack. He's reminded of the good he was able to do while inspired by the Jedi myth. And the bad that happened when he wasn't there. Rey wears him down to the point that he not only begins teaching her, but opens himself back up to the Force. Yeah, it didn't take much, did it? Yeah, it's kind of weird how Just that could Randy. happen so quickly. Yeah. Randy managed to crack your entire tenure-developed perspective, at the very least, so good job, Luke. And yeah, and if, it, and if, it, if you're talking about Yoda, then it's like, man, he should have showed up. Oh, like years, decades well, ago. He did this shit before Yoda even showed up. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone said, my dad went to Octu to get some books 30 years ago. <laughs> Is he coming back? <laughs> and just as he's ready to return with her, history repeats. Don't do this. You must not go. Believing he's lost her and only made... Uh, okay. Yeah. Both strip of those away all the context, and it's the same thing. This is so dishonest. <laughs> well, like when he if cut the seed before the laser exploded all the people we love after Rose said protect the people we love. You mean like that? Or the time that he tried to defend Leia surviving through space while deliberately leaving out parts of the article that defeat his argument. Yeah, I'm confused, Rags. How did you conclude what you just said? He's Everything's been so great so far. <sighs> I don't win. believe I don't believe you when you say this YouTuber has made good content. Hey man, 
I don't know. Have you seen it? Have you? Hmm? Hey, no, and I, I'm never going to watch any of his. Somewhere out there. TLJ rocks the brain, right, okay? Maybe honestly, everything before if, this if was okay. If he's correct about anything, I'm going to be convinced it's by accident. Oh, poor man. Things worse again. He recommits to torching the last remnants of the Jedi when Yoda finally sets him straight on the last theme. Failure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh <my> God. <laughs> Yoda sets him on the last theme. I was uh, Jesus Christ. He has to tell him the theme. Luke, by being terrible, much like all of the failures of the Jedi because they suck, you've now learned that the thing you gotta do is die. But you gotta do it by appearing as a ghost to trick Kylo into thinking you're actually there so that a few seconds go by for team good guys, okay? That's what you gotta do. Failure, most of all. The greatest teacher failure is. Mm -hmm. The series is full of that's just crazy enough to work plans. And this may be the first time it actually doesn't work. No, because that failure plan was retarded. Is he referring... Something? to their plan to get the Codebreaker as the crazy enough to work, but just didn't. It's like, what stopped their plan was a random droid spotting them. It was the lamest fucking defeat ever. No, no, I feel like if I do something correct, then that's a pretty sh solid teaching that what I did was something I should stick with. Ugh. Failures are an inevitable part of life, and they don't always happen for poetic reasons. Like Luke, the good guys tried to help and only made things worse. When? What? When? When? Oh, when he's referring to Poe is trying to help and it leads to getting everyone killed? Yeah, that's because of Holdo. She's like the villain. Also, but again, this is like, Poe saved everyone. Poe saved everyone's lives so that they, that some of them would die at a later date due to attacks. Why save an army if later on someone in the army could die? I just don't... This is insane. Let's just carry on because... I, I didn't realize that the title of this video was a guide to the last jedi for star war for the star wars fan base this is a guide to how to write things terribly he's just copied other people's work it. anyway all of these arguments are just reformed from other places i've seen these a million times over it's just, it's just a collection of all of them put to, put into one video and somehow it apparently works even though you got all those snipes in there too by the way like you you have to be stupid not to know the thing you have to not be paying attention to not know the thing like yeah, it only misrepresents several movies that came before. Misrepresents an article. Straight up omits information that gets in the way. We still haven't talked about yeah. Kato Bite, goddammit. Is he going to? We only have ten minutes left. Well, that's a lifetime in EFAP years. <laughs> but failure is not a license to withdraw and stop trying. Still looking to the horizon. Never here. The need in front of your nose. Luke still has an obligation to pass on what he knows and to fulfill the need the universe has of him. I can't be what she needs me to be. He realizes that the answer is to be who she needs him to be. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> well, All right. <laughs> I, I, I would have never guessed. Alrighty. Alright. And so he does what he said he couldn't. I'm gonna walk out with a laser sword and face down the whole... Why would you say that? You didn't face them. That's not facing them. That's, You're not even there. That's putting a laptop screen in front of them and activating Skype and being like, Hey, come See, at me. See, I faced the whole First Order. I faced like, them. No, you didn't. Well, you're not he even faced there. them 
in a it, like in the it, sense of he is facing them like directionally. And yes, people, they are both and people think that he did. Right, the, the leg like spread. Remember, are, the little kids playing yeah. with the toys. They think he did it. So their their front he lied to the world. Direction. Isn't that great? Okay. <laughs> it's like there's like no way you can spin this where it turns good. It's like it's always terrible. Because that's what the Luke they believe in would do. He's using his old lightsaber. Well, then why wouldn't he just show... Okay, so why wouldn't he just show up and say, No, 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 I, I'm only one guy, and I'm an old guy, so I can't, like, do everything. But I can certainly help you out. I can offer and, my advice, and I could, you know, help to fight against the Force users and stuff like that. But I, I can't single-handedly win this. Why didn't Why didn't Luke just show up and say that? It's like, no, I'll definitely help. You just have the wrong impressions of what I'm capable of. I'd also like to highlight. Why, the, why like, didn't he say that? If you if you sit next to him at this point in the film where she offers the lightsaber and he's like, no, and you go, hey Luke, why did why didn't you do that? And he's like, she wants me to be this this hero that can knock out like an army of AT-80s or whatever. She thinks I can just win this war. It's crazy. And you're like, no, I think she just I think she just wants you to try and help. Like, could you do that? And then he's like, no, can't, cause you know reasons. Just can't. Like, oh. Oh, well. You know, just mm -hmm. turning up and being like, hey, what's happening, guys? And going on missions to try and make things better. No, that's all out of it because he can't, what, be the hero that everyone expects him to be? Okay. Like, I guess, I guess to Luke, it's more important that he disappoints them completely than just disappoints them a little bit? Yeah, better to be nothing than to fail at being incredible. But then he finally decides at the end of the film it's okay to fail. Yeah, I guess. You, you think he may have known that already, but no. Nope. Someone said not. the Force. Ray Googled it. Uh, the hero everything. sword that he's been refusing. Because now he accepts that role again. It's also the sword that Kylo rejected Kylo Ren. Like didn't reject <laughs> Kylo Ren. <laughs> sword rejected him. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lights. It does. It doesn't. It doesn't think. It's, an, it's a tool. Dude, as it flows past Kylo, it has like little hands that come out, pushing away. Like, yeah. Get away. Not fucking Stormbringer. It's a regular ass <laughs> lightsaber. It just like spits on him as it goes past. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no, you. It just as it as it flies past its head, it just activates and chops his head in half. Okay, yeah. So, it, like, it, it, do the lightsabers get names now, and they're like pets, and they make decisions <laughs> on who they're loyal to? They're not just. I mean, they're just extensions of the Force, objects. Rags, and the Force controls everything. It literally controls who wins and loses. Oh, all right. It's great. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's great. It belongs to me. It doesn't, and Luke is rubbing his face in it. He even presents himself exactly as Kylo Ren last saw him. What? All that Ben has wanted to do from the start is kill Luke just like Vader killed Obi Wan. I want that map. Yeah, no, that's clear. Uh, he, the, the motivation is that he thinks that like Luke is the reason that everything went to shit, right? In his memory, he sees Luke as this monster that tried to murder him. I don't know how in Kylo's head that justifies him murdering a bunch of innocent people, but that is his motivation to try and find and kill Luke. Okay. And I just want to highlight, by the way, uh, I think we mentioned this earlier, just the whole Luke being like, uh, Ky Kylo being like, you're here to save my soul? It looks like, no. Like, Luke, you're, uh... Maybe, maybe don't do it that way. I, I get that yeah, <laughs> This guy's the reason why you locked yourself away on an island and cut yourself off from the forest. 
you think quote unquote meeting him like this would be like a big deal because you're not treating it like it's a big deal in fact you kind of treat it then like three times as sort of like a joke what a pity his anger is his biggest weakness and exploits tragedy. it not just to buy time but as a final lesson for the second film in a row kylo is left knowing that this path has ruined him yeah it's almost like he just keeps flip-flopping doesn't really know what he's doing crazy what a poor guy look how look how much it upset him to see his ex ex mother's his father's ex-girlfriend ex <laughs> yeah <laughs> he was like man why is this here his, his ex-mother <laughs> My brain's clearly not uh, realizing the connection there. Just like, yeah, ex-mother, that makes sense. Luke is saving the resistance on a literal level, but he's also tying no, up the scene. No, he's not. What do you mean? There wasn't a way out until Ray made one. Yeah, Ray's the one who saved him. And he didn't tell anyone about that, including Ray, because he probably didn't know himself. So <laughs> I mean, he was just pretty much just like, oh, I hope you figure something out. Uh, meme repository just said the dice rejected him too. <laughs> <laughs> the dice spit on him. He's like, stop it! Why does he keep doing this? together. He understands that erasing the history of the Jedi won't serve future generations. That the lessons of their failures will only help Rey forge that new path. He's accepted that his hero myth is more important to the galaxy than anything else he can give. Yeah, it's pretty crazy that he didn't have these conclusions already. It's like he got drove into this position arbitrarily and insane. Mm. Uh, it's just, just through insane means. I don't know. It's it's like, like having all these great realizations that the Jedi aren't all bad. They can be inspiring. Like and all these other things. You're just like, wait, why wasn't this the status quo? Why why did we why weren't we here already? that it doesn't really matter if he is that hero or not. It's been shown How that using the How do you think the, the myth happened? <laughs> By him doing heroic things. Like, the, the, this is what, it kind of goes back to what was said before. Why would he, it's like, it, it's, it's not even really about the myth part. Luke should want to do what's right. He should want to save his sister. But the Jedi were evil. Stop. <sighs> like, if anything, for no reason other than he loves Leia... And he wants to protect his sister that he should, like, get his rear and gear and do stuff. Force can be draining. I can't. You're not doing this. The effort would kill you. Luke knows he won't survive this, but that his legend will. When the resistance fails and the spark of hope dies, Luke becomes the spark. How awkward it would have been if they, like, escaped just as he was heading outside. And, like, there was no story. Because they're just like, I don't really know what he did. We just left. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we left, and I never saw him again. I guess he died, but... Even, even if they didn't, I still find it ridiculous that any of them could actually know what even happened. It's just weird. He just walked out I mean, of there, that's I don't what, know. But that's what the uh, First Order would say. We killed Luke Skywalker. Yeah. That, that's what would be the accepted story in the galaxy. The moral objective is that of saving a people, or saving a person, or saving an idea. Something that he just didn't want to do in the time I between guess, this yeah. film and when he tried to murder Kylo for no reason. Weird. Yeah. I, I love how there's all these arguments about how he's like totally in character, and it's like, so what about all that other stuff? And it's like, well, I, that was because... Um... <laughs> He is sacrificing himself for. Look, the two sons. Do you see? That yeah, means it's good. See? 
Two sons, two sons. Yeah, this, this is, yeah. It's poetic, it rhymes. Yeah. Something, that's the morality of it. Funny, that's where it so ended. We're at half bridge. an hour. We're nearly there, Ranks. We nearly did it. Almost at the end of the film, we can see the impact of Luke's decision. Nope. <laughs> yeah. It uh, is baffling. It, it is, is baffling. fucking baffling. How would this be the story to tell as opposed to Luke who went up all the way to the center of the Death Star or whatever and fought Vader himself, defeated him, and then stood up to the Emperor instead of just like, I don't know, like this weird story where he teleported to an island that he wasn't actually on. Sorry, not an island, a planet. And then something happened. I'm not really sure. He disappeared. It was weird. Um... Mm-hmm. Question mark. And like I said, and God forbid the Stormtrooper side of the story comes out. Yeah, how did these kids learn about this? Through who? Uh, who told them? 20 people on- there's 20 people on a ship versus the first in their propaganda. They put what? it on the website of Jedi.org or whatever. Okay. I would love to ask those. somebody, like, how did these kids learn about that? <laughs> to tell. Leia? made a message, she sent it out to everybody. It, mm. yeah, it makes sense. Not long after the battle, the kids are reenacting what happened on Crate. Oh, that must He's be depressing. He's given a new generation hope. And because Star Wars fans fall over themselves to willfully <sighs> misinterpret everything in the most literal way possible, people thought this was about setting up a Broom Boy trilogy. What? New hints about Ryan Johnson's Broom Boy saga. Has Disney came? Why couldn't? What? Why can't it be this? Why? Why can't it be that he's going to be in a film later? I'm pretty sure that we did. Uh. That Jenny Nicholson did this tweet recently. So, as far as I understood it, the issue with Broom Boy is that everyone's fucking annoyed that the uh, the inspiration for the galaxy is coming from this weird story where uh, Luke teleported and then disappeared on a planet, as opposed to all the other stuff that he did. That yeah, just 30 years except, ago. Yeah, as opposed to this, the, the original trilogy of events. Poe so, destroying the uh, Starkiller base. Like, then, that happened a few days ago, and apparently this is more important? This is more meaningful? It's like, how come they're not idolizing Poe as the galactic hero of, the, the, of this war? Why Luke? Like, Poe did these things a few days ago, essentially. Yeah, I mean, surely Poe's story would actually be way more impressive. Way more impressive. He's not the, even a Jedi. Uh, yeah, the machine that destroyed five planets, Poe Dameron was able to destroy. Um, okay. And yet, and yet the idea that there were people saying, like, he's clearly Broom Boy trilogy coming up, it's like, I mean, it could happen. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's not unreasonable. It's just a Kid setting up a Broom Boy planet. trilogy. New hints about Ryan Johnson's Broom Boy saga. Has Disney canceled Broom Boy? Ten reasons the Broom Boy trilogy is going to fail. Most YouTubers <sighs> I've seen ignore the mythology and totally miss the point as a result. They ignored the oh mythology? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh no, my no, they, goodness. You they misrepresented the... the movies how many times? You misrepresented science how many times? <laughs> and you're going to tell us that we're the ones that ignore the mythology. Fuck you. What a crime. What a terrible YouTuber. I'm sorry. I, I know I'm terrible too, but Christ, from one terrible person to another, you suck. Like, everybody, can you believe all these people actually looking at what's in the film and not extrapolating this to some crazy myth 
or message or theme. They're actually going by what their eyes saw. What a bunch of losers. They didn't reference the law at all. Sorry, the myth. The law would have made some sense not referencing the, the myth itself. That's their flaw. They're fucking idiots. Result. Yeah, there was a lot of weird shit going on. This is bizarre. This didn't seem like a yep. singular vision. This seemed like a, it, the, the, the vision of producers who were making a property for money because they acquired it. So it's yes. the weird yeah. idea of an eccentric filmmaker and a corporate committee project. Um, the fact that they reuse the OT music to just string, to pluck those heartstrings, you really think that's not, like, completely motivated by being like, remember the OT, remember it, pay for this Do movie. Think, does he think that if Disney knew that this would do this if they knew ahead of time that if ryan johnson goes ahead with this it would split the fan base this way and the next star wars film they released would lose money do you think they'd still give them the green light on every do you, th you think they'd do that yeah for clarification they want the thing that'll please the most and make the most money i think we'd all agree yes. on that when they hand it off to a, a director slash writer they're they're gambling which is fine um i'm not saying that's a bad thing it's just that this guy he had his own ideas um, not to mention he's still trying to appeal to, like, absolutely money-making. Of course he wants to make money! <laughs> like, I'm not gonna say it's 100% uh, soulless. I think Ryan was trying to achieve something, um, somewhere that he would consider meaningful. I just don't think that it, he achieved it. I think he failed miserably. But the idea that, the, you know, Disney being the fucking patent IP holders, of course they're gonna... There's not just, not just Ryan's involved, right? A shit ton of people. Lots of them ticking boxes that mean it should do X, Y, and Z money-wise. Why do you think Palpatine is in the next film? Oh, because of the creative storytelling. That's the only reason. It's got nothing to do with people being like, Holy shit, Palpatine? Man. I remember Palpatine. Oof. They acquired it. So it's the weird idea of an eccentric filmmaker and a corporate committee project. The soulless corporate decision would have been to do easy fan service. Not all why do you keep calling it fan service for characters that care about each other to be with each other? I don't understand. It's baffling. It's only called they wouldn't have called it fan service before TLJ came out. It would have just been the logical progression of events of the film. It would have been just reasonable stuff that happens. Like Luke just goes to see Han in, in a scene and he, and this guy is like fucking fan service, man. These two would never speak to each other after the original trilogy. No. <sighs> All of this weird shit. Poe Dameron, he's the only character in this movie with an arc. All right, let's see. Oh, um, puts her past aside in order to move forward as her, as the sole heir to the Jedi legacy. Does she? No, she's, she Pretty doesn't. Sure no. Near the end of the film, she's still asking about her parents, so nope. All right, so let's move to Luke. Overcomes his failure by resurrecting his legend and saving the goddamn universe. No, he hasn't saved anything I, yet. I suppose you can call that an arc. The problem is the beginning. It's completely arbitrary. It's been set from nowhere. It's like mm. almost like saying like A is B uh, at the beginning and it turns into C. And it's like, yeah, our problem is that A can't be B. So, you know, All right, so we have, we have Finn abandons his escape of the First Order and accepts his place as a resistance hero. <laughs> um... Uh, I, I guess you could you could summarize the events of his storyline that way. It's just that they're all really tizzy. Yeah, that's how he got there. That's a huge uh, issue. Can I just? It make I love the answers. The call to adventure on Rose. <laughs> okay. Discovers her potential. Her potential is really shit. 
Like, what a terrible, what a worthless person to have with you. Like, actually, Rose Tico is a worthless person. What do you mean? To have she like grew. She she prevented the saving of everyone. How is that bad? That's pretty impactful. Oh, <laughs> uh, if anything, she's counterproductive. And let's see, Kylo Ren breaks free of Snoke's manipulation and sets his future on his own path. And that's not true at all. He breaks free of Snoke's manipulation and becomes Snoke. Pretty much. He keeps going down the exact same path. He doesn't make his own path. He just becomes Snoke. He just replaces Snoke. That's that's not true at all. Wow, this this is this is a really shitty video. Mr. Plinkett, the internet's foremost critic of the prequels, uh -oh. spent the first half of his review struggling to invent plot holes. So you say to yourself, <sighs> I guess it doesn't really matter how the First Order found the Rebel base, right? But you know, it adds something. Okay, so, um, the... there, This is... he's right by right now. What happened is, and e, I actually spoke to ER about this as well, because he did the same thing. Um, at the beginning of TLJ, the First Order show up. Now, some people were like, hey, what the fuck, how did they find him? That's bullshit. The base that they're on at the beginning of TLJ is the same base they were on in TFA, which was the base that was about to get fired at by the Starkiller base. And they'd found it in Stark, uh, in TFA. There's a scene where Hux just walks in the room and says, We have found them, blah, blah, blah. So, naturally, they know where that base is. Now, agreed, uh, he's right. This is a mistake with uh, Plinkett and, and ER's reviews. Um, so that is less than 1% of their points are now invalid. Mm-hmm. All right, what else you got? Because he just said he's inventing plot holes. Um, that's what about a, all the other actual plot holes? I was going to say, a bit of a harsh interpretation, right? I, I'm happy for you to have that interpretation instead of it being a mistake he made. You're saying, like, you look at him, he's inventing plot holes. But I'm curious now if you're going to talk about all the ones he got right or not. I, I don't know. Yeah. You mean the guy the who deliberately leaves things out to support his arguments might? only focus on the things that will support his arguments? I, I am certain he's going to clarify his position and say that Plinkett did highlight some plot holes that were relevant and accurate, oh, and he just made a mistake with this one. I'm sure that's what he's going to do. Oh, oh I definitely. Yourself, I guess it doesn't really matter how the First Order found the Rebel base, right? But you know, it adds something. That was in the last movie. We have their location. We tracked their reconnaissance ship to the Elite yep, system. Right. Why are they even bothering chasing down an elderly lady and all of her friends? The fuck are they gonna do? They did just blow up their incredibly important weapon. You might remember it as a little thing. Yeah, so uh, what Plink is getting at is that uh, if they're this all-powerful, huge uh, force that can like spread across the galaxy, why are they chasing this small selection of people? Like, surely they've got shit tons of enemies to deal with. Like, like an it, empire it, to run, yeah, a galaxy he, that to was, conquer. That was part of the confusion. It's like, shouldn't they be like Snoke is literally here, and he's got like what seems to be his entire fleet. Like, what are they doing? They're just chasing these guys. Like, okay, just let a star destroyer do it. He's I guess. Like, yeah, sure. You uh, star destroyer A and B, destroy them. The rest of our fucking massive millions and millions strong army. We're gonna start going to planets and stuff, and like establishing dominance it's, in the galaxy. It's strange that they have so many people. Uh, go after them like this. I don't. I don't think it's valid to say that this is a completely relevant point. Um, I think there's a conversation to be had. Think of the climax, climax of the, of the fucking, fucking film. But this is the important part. If you add an that echo effect, it makes you more. It was funnier. He's funny. Shut up. The last time we saw Luke, and here's how the film should have ended. Join me. I agree. You probably noticed that Titanic didn't end after hitting the it's iceberg. It's based on a real event, you retard. Titanic's not a trilogy, you cunt. <laughs> Titanic isn't a trilogy. 
tells a completely different story. Wow, how do you compare these two like that? What? In every sense of context, that is a completely different story. (laughs) Imagine comparing fucking Titanic to Star Wars. How do you do that? How do you say the the ending of the second film should be representative of the end of a singular film? Also, in how the trilogy, would you, I mean. How is it even a counter if someone says I and and I think this is probably in the realm of the subjective where the film should have ended at this offer and then the silence is like that would have been a pretty nifty little cliffhanger. I mean it would have been niftier. We all know Ray would have said no, but uh, it would have been a nifty little idea, you know? Um, because for starters, it would maybe give them a reason to not have crate be a thing, and crate is a disaster on every level. Genuinely, though, but I wouldn't have gone. Yeah. If uh, if Titanic was a trilogy, I could totally picture the end of the second Titanic film being when the iceberg hits. Absolutely. The the first episode it establishes why everyone why are they going to where they're why are they going to America. Why are these characters interacting with one another? What are their motivations? What are their relationships with one another? You continue that and to the second film where things are starting to break down and maybe you've got some interpersonal dialogue that insists that, oh, maybe relationships are breaking up and whatnot. And then, boom, all of a sudden an iceberg hits. And then you know you have a whole movie to devote to how all of these characters deal with this tragedy and its aftermath. I think it'd be pretty interesting, actually. Uh, I you, think it would be, too. We could even be due for a new interpretation of Titanic, and it could Three be a trilogy. miniseries. Yep, why not? Your point is hilarious. I love it. You know what? Why the hell did they end Empire Strikes Back where they did? Do they know nothing about how Titanic didn't end? What idiots. Yeah. <laughs> what fools. Titan- so now, so like... Are he saying that ending any middle thing on a cliffhanger is bad because Titanic Titanic? I, I can't actually express how titanically stupid this point is. Like, it's, <laughs> it's fucking dumb. That should have been the last time we saw Luke. And here's how the film should have ended. Join me. You probably noticed that Titanic didn't end after hitting the iceberg. What? And Seven Samurai didn't end when the bandits arrived at the village. It's not a trap. It's not a trilogy. <laughs> you can't. It doesn't work this way. Because, because we know movie. there's going to be another movie in a few years to resolve all of this stuff. It's a cliffhanger to keep us interested, and it makes sense in the universe. It doesn't break any temporal rules in the Star Wars universe to have a break between movies here. What is he getting at? I don't know. What's his point? Before resolving the threads you just spent two hours building up is a terrible idea. What? Someone could only suggest this if they didn't even know those threads are there. I was like, oh yeah, it worked really well the way they did it. There you go. Oh yeah, Pl- Plink they it only hit, they knocked it out of the park. Plinkett only suggested it because he wasn't even aware of the plot threads that were actually in the film. I just love all these, like, bitter stabs. Yeah. Why don't you like TLJ? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't understand films. You don't get how stories work. You don't like themes. You aren't smart enough to understand. I'm going to put that like, in detail, actually. Like, nah, you're, you're just wrong and here's why. People who like cliffhangers probably didn't know that Titanic didn't end with the iceberg hitting the boat. (laughs) Super Chat's really good. Infinity War ended uh, on a massive cliffhanger and in-game hype was insane. Well, yeah, well, 
Did Maybe it shouldn't have because Titanic. With the Russo, did, have the Russos seen Titanic? I don't think so. I don't think they're. I don't think they have. If they had seen Titanic, they would have known they to not have... end on Saint Cliffhanger. What a terrible point. Two hours building up is a terrible idea. Someone could only suggest this if they didn't even know those threads are there. Who the fuck knows what's going on? People only seem to think yeah. about. The yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck does know what's going on? After you, after 32 minutes of your guide, I'm still confused as to what the fuck was going on in TLJ. The film in yeah, terms man. of how much they hate it. They'll make fun of Leia <laughs> flying through- <laughs> Yes. Yes. Because it was- it looked ridiculous. <laughs> a little R2-D2 briefcase. <laughs> ...space or point out an extra in the background that isn't doing what they should be. Yeah, you can because the it's in this way too. Yeah, I don't really care if this is on someone's. Firing this laser would have won the war. Yeah, but they they didn't have any motivation to shoot an empty pod. Yeah, they literally thought that it was empty. So why would they waste ammo on it? That's more like just why do it? It's like should we fire? It's like there's no reason. No. Yeah, like why? They, they had already shot at the ship, so it stood to reason that they would believe that there was a malfunction in one of the escape pods. And this and this is a dumb rabbit hole anyway. This isn't The Last Jedi. This is another movie we're not talking about. This, ladies and gentlemen, is called Whataboutism. They've got to. They've got to be like, oh, yeah, well, this other thing bad in this other place in this other time. This movie from 30 years ago, that's not very good. My this goodness, one bit was. you murdered this innocent person. Yeah, well, murderers have killed people plenty over time. Oh. Okay. And if anything, like, don't you think we shouldn't make mistakes that they made back then? What What's the point here? That it's okay to continue making mistakes? <laughs> like, what's the point? What are you trying to get at? You're just hating. You guys are just hating. Yes. It's a big sickle jerk. Something. List of forbidden last Jedi defenses, it's true. An entire legion of my best. Yes, because people usually defend this part of the OT. People are often saying that the Ewok attack on the Stormtroopers made complete sense, and uh, we, we, everyone loved it. It's not like the sixth film is often considered the worst of the three. All of that is invented. Troops awaits them. Rogue One seems to be more what most people meant when they said they wanted movies like the originals again. Movies that remind us of the originals, that look like the originals, but not movies that are actually written like them. We've got Star Wars exactly where we want it. Don't fuck with it. Show us the stuff we've seen before, doing the stuff we've seen before. I don't know that- is he aware that a lot of people don't like Rogue One? What? Yeah, a lot of people don't- I don't really like it. I think it's fine, mostly. Like, eh. I'm not a I huge fan. I don't get it. Is weird. He's like, and again, this isn't the whole thing. Like, you can't change anything, or you can't add things okay. to it. You just respect the old shit. He's appealed to Plinkett being wrong. Plinkett, uh, plus the half of the bad guys. Like, they spearheaded how bad Rogue One was. Like, they made loads of videos. They had to. They had to respond to their fan base with additional videos trying to explain why Rogue One's bad because they got such backlash. I just like, come on, man. <laughs> Come on, you can't, like, we're gonna be consistent here. Also, yeah, he did, I, I, I'm assuming he's not going to now, but he didn't uh, mention how much Plinker got right in terms of plot holes. He just said that he invented them. And how many examples did he come up with? Was it one? Yeah, and uh, what, how, how long was that? Does that remind you of anybody like, oh, was it hmm. Quinton Reviews saying, look at the stuff Mauler complains about in his five-hour review, and then I talk about a piece of dialogue, and he's like, see? Craziness. So it is. So Plinkett, the Last Jedi review is a fifty-eight minute 
um, 58 minutes. You found one minor thing and one thing that still holds up, quite frankly. Um, so, uh, and uh, so 58 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Bit disappointing, but there we are. Yeah. And no one gets hurt. Yeah, I because nobody was saying that Leia looked like porcelain and that Grand Moff Tarkin was terrifying and Uncanny Valley. Nobody was saying that. Everyone loved it. Being a hypocrite about this since I nitpick things all the time. It's what YouTube is for. But when I dislike something, I make a genuine effort to understand why it turned out that way. Did you? Did? Okay. Mm. Is there some kind of appeal I'm missing? Am I seeing it yeah, from sure, all sides? Cool. Yeah. Practically nothing is complete. I don't think any I don't think anyone has ever said that all of the changes are terrible in the it's gotta be, Can't yeah, say I've ever heard that. I think even the people who hate everything about it would probably concede that there was some stuff they thought was fine. Oh look, it's me. But um you guys uh oh uh well tell you what, I need to use the loo, so I'll be back in just Alright. I guess you'll Look everyone, it's Robot Head, Mauler, and Vito. Uh we're all here, and I'm sure we're gonna get something disparaging said about us in a moment. How exciting. Ah, <laughs> always fun. Also, we started really early with this one, right? We're nearly at six hours. I wonder if this is the longest time we've spent on a video. But in fairness, the video is 40 minutes, or almost. Yeah. Man, I'm glad. It's almost kind of... It, cozy. Not cozy. What's the word I'm trying to look for? Um, it's It's fun that... Two years later, to see that TLJ fans are just as stupid as they were <laughs> two years ago. Making the same fucking arguments, too. <sighs> You're all, all really right. bad. We're almost done, at least. Almost there. We're getting there. Five or ten minutes. Wow, that was the quickest the piss I've ever I seen. seen it from all sides. Really? Well, you were gone for only, like, 20 seconds. It's pretty quick. Oh, I just went and... Did my business and wiped my hands and came back. I mean, oh, hey, yeah. check it out. Uh, Jacob's Quest said, I've never come across a plot hole in TLJ that hasn't been directly explained in the movie itself or a piece of material that has existed for years. Okay, disappearing knife on Ray. Done. We can move on now. All right. Practically nothing is completely bad and devoid of value. Except for your Considerations video. like this separate good criticism from bad. Oh, get fucked, Vito. Bad criticism. Ooh. Yeah, it's only 95% bad, not 100. when you are calm, I didn't really like The Last Jedi when leaving the theater. It's like the second and third act of a trilogy wedged together. And with Disney rushing the films out in just two years, it's inevitable that a movie this ambitious will turn out uneven. I don't think anyone finds the Canto Bite stuff as interesting as Luke and Rey's story. Oh, that cuts off people's hands? It's finally talking about Canto Bite. Thank goodness. Yay! I thought the movie was Italy. funny, but they may have gone too far in a few places. Oh my goodness, That's he's actually place. making some... He's conceding some things. Thank God. Ah. Well, he just didn't there... understand the themes of Canto Bite, so there. <laughs> there are now? a few details I wish I could change, like Rose smashing into Finn with enough force to kill them both. <laughs> I like that that doesn't destroy any of it for him. He's like, no, it's fine. It's, they were just lucky. It's fine. Oh, and by the, the way, on this pause, can you see what looks... It looks like guns. Looks like the potential for a gunner there. Can you see that? It looks like some kind of... Maybe you don't have the same screenshot as me, but what? it looks like there could be a gun on that ship that, that, that there was actually lasers on the ships they were driving on crate. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Both. But I didn't rush to judge it. 
The more I thought about it, the richer I realized the storytelling was. And yet, the more we think about it, the fucking more thinner and puddlier it becomes. Weird how that works. Almost like there's one side that does think about it, and another that doesn't. What do you- what, what, how could you say- wow. He was the one who said that we need to pay more attention, okay? So, maybe you're wrong, okay? Jeez. And the faults started to seem comparatively petty. And when listening to Ryan Johnson talk about it, everything I was thinking lined up perfectly. Oh, so it was exactly what you thought it was, I guess. Also, what do you know? Do you remember the quote from Ryan where it's like, "Have you heard any of the criticism of any of it fair?" No. No. <laughs> I studied all the religions, and it just so happens the one that I was born with is the completely correct one. I like it because it's what Ryan Johnson said it was, and I guess I was right. Oh. Reminds me of um. Remember when? Uh, Major Lee said... This is confirmation bias. Yeah, Major Lee said to us that, uh, like, in, well, in his video, right, he said, like, everybody sucks because they're all making their own little uh, specific things they wanted out of TLJ and they didn't get it. And then he said in his own TFA video that he wanted Ray's parents to be nobody and that he was really happy that he turned out to be right. And it was like, wait, do you say they're all just upset because they, they didn't get what they wanted? It's like, but... You, that was what you wanted, you got it, is just as arbitrary, isn't it? It's like, nope, really well done. And poor guy, she's gonna be Emperor Palpatine's daughter, granddaughter in the new one. She's not gonna be nobody at all. It's gonna be like the most somebody you can possibly get. Poor guy. That if he brings the Jedi back into this, then the Sith are gonna rise up again, and the whole thing is gonna start again, and it's just gonna be- The Sith are currently risen up, you dumbass. <laughs> yeah. That's really retarded. You know, what a risk! Five planets. In the last movie, they destroyed five planets. By the way, I don't know if you were there. I don't know if you like, like watched any of the source material. Imagine there's just this group of people going around house by house, gunning people down. And I'm like, Rags, can you team up with me to try and shoot back at them? And then you go, Well, if we do that, what if more bad guys show up? I'm like, Ah. Uh... Um. Yeah, it's a good point. I never thought of it from that. <laughs> I guess we'll let everyone die. I don't know. It's... I guess we'll just die. Wouldn't want to help contribute. And that's the important thing. That if he brings the Jedi back into this, then the Sith are going to rise up again, and the whole thing is going to start again. And it's just yeah, that's retarded. More, more <laughs> How if come the interviewer are... didn't slap you? I really wish you were there as the interviewer. He finishes that sentiment, and you're like, that's retarded. That's <laughs> retarded. Well, you don't understand the fucking force, Rags, okay? You're one of the people who hates this movie. Nothing I've said has changed your mind. And that's fine. I understand a lot of the complaints and even share a few of them. Hey! I get that not everyone is as forgiving as I am. Hey, get it? Because that's a Vader reference. Remember? Alright. Remember? Oh. Yeah. But right. if you take anything from this, it's to take it down a notch. The backlash is originating from a place of love for the series, but I don't think fans realize how vicious and hateful it gets when it all pulls together. I don't They've fucking care. The kind of shit that we've been called, like, I want you to understand, we have been called Nazis? Because we don't like this stupid fucking movie. We've yeah, also been, been accused of harassing movie. Kelly Marie Tran off yeah, of like, social media, even though we literally us, never did that. Three of us personally have been called misogynists. I've had somebody who desires like to kill movie. me. <laughs> like, personally, they've said they're desperate it's to like, kill me. I will not take it down a notch. And Absolutely they, not. They clarified that they simply want me to disappear. They don't want to kill me. <laughs> I just... Um, After literally saying, I want to kill Mauler because he doesn't like The Last Jedi, the people who like this movie are literally mentally insane.
Well, this is the thing, I would say there's fucking crazy people all over the place to try and be like, hey guys who don't like TLJ, calm down. It's like, uh, no, how oh, about, yeah, yeah. It's the, how about everyone yeah, calm it's the down? people who don't like it who should calm down. It's like, sure thing. Have you seen the psychopaths on your side? Crafted an alternate universe where The Last Jedi wasn't a critical and commercial success. Where Ryan Johnson hasn't continued to have a great career. What do, what do you think that means? Michael Bay's got a successful career after like a billion Transformers movies. Does that mean... What, what does that mean to you? Yeah, I don't give a shit about Ryan Johnson. I don't think Tommy about Tommy like, Wiseau ever. is successful. <laughs> he made Neil the Breen worst successful. movie ever made. It doesn't matter. Money means absolutely fucking nothing. And where oh everyone God. hates the film as much as they do. In that echo chamber, Mark Hamill supposedly hates the movie and Ryan Johnson over his initial disagreement on Luke. No, I'm not going to claim he hates the, the movie and he hates Ryan Johnson. I'm going to say he's made several very interesting and downright substantive criticisms of the film. That's that's my take. And With I also more think cast members coming out and saying the same. As days go by, <laughs> and who knows what's going to happen in the future? People tried to harass John Boyega for misinterpreting a quote he made recently yeah. about social media because Kelly Marie Tran, who to this day has never confirmed that she left social media over uh, harassment. Yeah. All because of that, they tried to harass John Boyega for like saying, if you're not strong enough to be on social media, then don't <laughs> be on social media. I mean, like you just shouldn't be on social media. Like that's just my advice. Just fucking stay away. It's partly why I'm leaving. I can't take it anymore. Luke, they don't mention this part. Having seen the movie, I was wrong. He's always right. He's always right. But he was always right. I'm firmly... Mm -hmm. Do you like how he cut the whole I was wrong? It's like, what was he referencing specifically about being wrong about? Yeah. And hey, I'm, I find that very curious that, uh, like... You, how do how do we separate out which statement would be the one that he's more behind? If he literally had two conflicting statements, yeah, because we have that. It happens. So which one's real? The one that supports you? I'm like, okay, it's very convenient. And we have to take in the the fact that, typically speaking, they're not encouraged to be critical of the movies they're a part of. So him speaking out like that, pretty big. Yeah. In Ryan's but when he toes the line, he even called really it an all-time great film. It doesn't sound like that narrative pans out. It's often said that the sequel trilogy had no. You should look into all of the clips regarding Mark Hamill's position on TLJ. No plan, and that Ryan Johnson ruined everything J.J. Abrams set up. Um, like J.J. shot himself in the foot. Ryan then took the gun and shot J.J. in the head. So, you could call that ruining it. <laughs> He could have taken him to the hospital, could have put him in a wheelchair and helped him out, but no. I, I, I know I've, I've heard people say that it ruined TFA. I like to think about it, because I, I, I think that if you have, to, if you're dealing with TFA, it's tough. The biggest problem being world building, but I think that you can actually make a sequel to TFA that makes TFA worthwhile in a trilogy, if you know what I mean. I mean, that's the whole reason we bothered watching season eight of Game of Thrones. We were waiting for an ending that would have made the bad seasons worth it. Pretty much. There's always some repairs you can do. I'm not saying it was possible to, like, make a great trilogy when you have a start like TFA, but once you get the middle being TLJ, hey. 
I just want to also say uh, I, I saw recently that D and D are going to be adapting an HP Lovecraft. Lovecraft. Yeah. Uh, but yet, uh, Guillermo del Toro, who's been begging for years to be allowed to do an At the Mountains of Madness movie, he's literally has the first been denied. Pick I would have for a Lovecraft I would not movie. Pick, I would literally not pick anybody else. I can't think of anyone else who could do a Lovecraft movie better than Del Toro. And he's been denied it again and again and again. But D&D are going to get it. Aren't you guys excited to see D&D's take on Lovecraft? Mm. I'm sure we all I'm sure are. Do a great job. Mm. Time great film. It doesn't sound like that narrative pans out. It's often said that the sequel trilogy had no plan and that Ryan Johnson ruined everything J.J. Yeah, Abrams set didn't up. didn't have a plan. <laughs> but there was an arc set for the trilogy. No, there wasn't. J.J. said he loved Ryan's script. Well, there was the quote from Daisy saying that there was notes that Ryan ignored. But that's not really a... No, no, I agree. Plan. I'm just saying that uh, if, you know, Rags creates the first of a trilogy and desperately asks me to continue it and he has notes, it's not like I'm going to be like, fuck you, Rags, I'm going to make my own film. <laughs> like, it just seems like a stupid decision anyway, because you're like, oh, it's probably going to be confused if you just do your own thing. Might just give the notes a gander, that's all I'm saying so much he was jealous he didn't make it himself that the film didn't disrupt the ending he planned and mm -hmm. that he was inspired by the last jedi to be mm -hmm. bold is this up to date with what else jj has said about the film hasn't he come out recently with something like really damning about tlj or at least partially damning it's yeah almost twitter like was people, on fire about it for days these people are they're just two-sided all the time they talk about this and it's oh it's great oh maybe not so much oh it's great oh it's not so much that's great. No, it's not so much. With his final film. I've seen claims that it only has good reviews because Disney bribed everyone. No, I'm not, I, I don't need that to be the truth. I think that Rotten no. Tomatoes critics are terrible. Yeah. They have no standards at all. They just flip-flop around going, yeah, this film's cool, this film's cool. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes critics say that Batwoman is better than Joker. Yeah, they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> don't yeah, take them don't seriously at all. When in reality, it's the audience reviews that are dubious because of the review bombing campaign. Oh my god! It's not a review bombing campaign a bunch of. I, this is the thing I really hate. Like they don't understand what a review bomb actually fucking is. No, a bunch of people were mad because the movie sucked, and they gave it a bad review. It's not a review bomb. You unintelligent simpleton. I just like also. It. No more forest. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Down with Disney. Sure, give us legends. Yeah, sure. It was. This, what does this have to do with the Last Jedi? I also want to say bold claim. Bold of you to say we shouldn't trust yeah. the audience. We should trust the critics' reviews. It's like, oh. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> eh, uh, I mean, it's not that I say we should trust the audience at all. It's just, it's just judge it on its own merits. But to say no, the professional critics—they're the ones oh. who are going to get it right. And I'm like, eh. there you go. That was. I guess part of JJ's quote. I don't know if Star Wars fans go into the movies to be told that this doesn't matter in reference to TLJ. I don't um, think anyone who has any standards for writing goes into any kind of story being told this doesn't matter or wanting to be told it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. um. Film. The absolute rock bottom of the fan base. No, we know <sighs> again. Absolutely no confirmation of this at all. Doesn't even matter if it was true. People get driven off social media for all kinds of reasons all the time in all sure. different ways. Just because she, it you happened don't... to her does not mean that suddenly people who don't like TLJ are assholes. 
Kelly Marie Tran's a shit actress, by the way. <gasps> Just wanted to say that. It's targeted Kelly Marie Tran with racist and sexist harassment until she oh, abandoned no. Shang Wing Tong. What? Someone actually put that in a in a Wikipedia page. Chief Chong Wing Tong is a dumbass character. Hold on, and is a stupid, autistic, retarded love interest. She better die in the coma because she's a dumbass bitch. Where is this? I. I want to see this. I guess it might not be up anymore, but this is apparently on her Wikipedia page. Oh my oh, god. It, are you seeing that on the video? Because I'm only Oh. Shit, sorry. Let's drag it back. The absolute rock bottom of the oh fan god! <laughs> Kelly Marie Tran with racist and sexist Do you see that? Shing Chong Wing Tong is a dumbass fucking Disney character, man. It is a stupid autistic and retarded love interest for him. She better like, die to come up because she's a dumbass I love her quote. What's the quote? Where is it? Hail Hitler and I don't know why I was casted in a good movie like that. <laughs> Hail Hitler! Biographical <laughs> information, homeworld, Ching Chong China, <laughs> born... <laughs> Born Ching Chong zero 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 zero. Why is it Homeworld Ching Ching Chong? That's so shit. Oh my god! How do you point to this and go like, "Look at this racist harassment"? I just be like, "What is this? Oh my god!" All right, but where's the lie? <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. Whoever did this is a true meme warrior. <laughs> I salute you, sir. Wing Tong. Oh, Rasmid my God. Until she abandoned Instagram. Someone's responding to diversity negatively. Fuck them. Daisy Ridley. You know what? I agree, Ryan Johnson. And I think it's about Um, Let's see. I think it's about time that Robert Downey Jr. plays the Martin Luther King biopic that we've always needed. And quite mm -hmm. frankly... If you respond to diversity negatively, then fuck you, Ryan Johnson. How do, how do I get delved this? Ching Chong, Wing Tong was the worst character in Star Wars history. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, <laughs> I can't wait you know, for a movie. call you racist when you do. <laughs> no, I mean, I'll say Ching Chong, Wing Tong, and I'll show Jar Jar Binks. Or something. They'll still call you racist. How do I how do, oh I do it that's not in a not racist way? What's, how do show, we do this? Show, uh... uh what, who were the like Asian stereotypes from the prequels? Oh, who had like the, the Nemodians? Yeah, yeah, the new new Yeah, there you go. And you could say, well, George did it first. When I say Ching Chong Wing Tong is the worst character, should I show them? Yeah, that's what you're saying. That's gonna be super racist. I'll get 17 points of racism. It'll be worth it to reference this stream. He left social media altogether. Jar Jar's actor Ahmed Bess contemplated suicide after the backlash to his character. George Lucas posed the question, why would I want to make any more films when everyone yells at me? Yeah, I've heard all these arguments too. Um, he's yeah, really I don't not care. To this. Whenever you make something that's big, there will always be people who don't like it. I don't fucking care. That's part of doing something and being famous. I literally do not give a shit. Yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. I don't give a shit. I don't care. You have a bajillion million dollars in a mansion. My ability to sympathize with you is somewhat lessened by mean things people say on the internet. Yeah, I guess our mistake, Rags, is not doing a whole stream where the three of us just keep showing for like hours on end all the horrible things people have said to us, and then we just leave every single.
possible social media platform. Because apparently that's the way to actually be taken seriously by these people. Like, as if... Because it doesn't happen to people unless it's announced. Like, I really hate this idea that the people who like TLJ didn't harass anyone. Bullshit. Even, even though that's what they've been doing with uh, John Boyega and J.J. Abrams. This is what I mean. Just so, do you remember what recently. happened when Luke tweeted out the, p the picture of the original cast together but old? If you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. He got they, shat they fucking on. roasted People... him. Yeah. And all he was. This is, this is so biased. And what, what actually pisses me off is that I've seen this argument a million times already. But he's made this video relatively recently. He should have all of the information. And yet he's still going with the one side. It's like, nah, it's just the haters, man. Just the fucking haters. Boo. Me that I'm a terrible person all the time. And, yeah. Why would anyone put themselves in the crosshairs of this fan base? Oh no, people say mean things about me on the internet. No, I mean... Uh, okay. Oh, how can you deal with that? It's impossible. Yeah. Just search Ryan Johnson's name and you'll see a never-ending stream of vitriol. Yeah, why do you think people think Why do you think people are annoyed at him? Yeah, why do you think people think it's so shit? Why do you think Ryan Johnson in particular seems just like an asshole of a person? Maybe he said things and done things that just piss people off. Maybe saying that to a large group of people will get you some backlash. Here's Smudboy. <sighs> Utterance twisted into a new way of attacking him. And in spite of that, he's supernaturally unfazed and positive about the delusions. fans. Except delusional. for all the Hold on. Except for all the instances on Twitter where he attacks the fans. No, that, and in his no, new, no. And, or in his new movie, how he made a character specifically mocking the, the people who don't like TLJ. Yeah, totally not mad, bro. No. Gotcha. You guys or are... that quote from that video he just showed where he was like, yeah, people don't like diversity, then fuck them. I know, right? So if they make a, if they make a movie retelling the rise of Shaka Zulu and the Zulu Empire, if I don't see a bunch of Asians and white people and... Inuits, the Native Americans, then quite frankly, I and if you have a problem with that, if there's no black people in it, but there's everyone else, that's pretty diverse. And if you don't like it, man, then uh, ah, fuck you if you say no to diversity. The ones that aren't racist. I mean, it was the it was the happiest experience in my life. You know, everything, the the release of it, the interactions with all the fans, all of it. You know, people when people care this deeply about something. That's what happened. Yeah, you can't, you can't play makes... this and act like Ryan's a great guy when he tells them to go fuck themselves all the time on social media. So we get a compilation of, of all the tweets of vitriol that Ryan Johnson said. And you know what this guy's response would be? Yeah, well, he has to deal with a lot of hate. You're like, oh. Oh. Is that how that works? Makes it wonderful. And I, I feel very incredibly privileged to have just been a part of it, you know. I say all of this not to vilify anyone. Yes, well, you are! Fuck off! He's vilified a lot of people. <laughs> Didn't you vilify Plinkett? <laughs> not that long ago? Fuck yeah, sure. Well, sorry, remember his disclaimer, we're supposed to be having fun, guys. You, aren't you having fun? Tons of fun. Comedic. Ah, but to salvage ah. whatever hope there is for you to enjoy this trilogy, the finale is coming and who knows? Maybe it will retcon things and blow holes in my eyes. <laughs> oh, yeah, we've, we've no. got that shit yeah. down. On, we got that on lockdown, man. At least he's aware that the fact that his video is going to fall apart, it's going to age horribly. Not that it's currently not looking at anything other than moldy cheese, but hey, you know, you could always get worse. Maybe it'll be great, maybe it'll disappoint. Regardless of how it turns out, this is your last chance at this. 
instead of what? bringing all of the baggage and hostility with. Let's go see Rise of Skywalker. No, no, Try we're going to, to see Rise of Skywalker to laugh at. Laugh because at of how yeah. humiliate that piece of be. shit forever, destroying what a great IP it was a part of. We don't. Uh, I'm sorry. Why the hell should we respect something that doesn't respect the meteor it's a part of itself? Why? Why, yeah, why should it work that way? We're just at the point right now where. I just don't give a shit. I want it to be terrible so I can just laugh at it and it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Think about how audiences felt seeing the birth of the series back in 1970s. And oh, how I'm with them. Oh, how wonderful it would have been to have seen A New Hope in the cinema, especially in the 70s, man. How wonderful that would have been. Ah, better times. Seven. Relax your stranglehold and let the filmmaker have Star Wars for a few hours. Forget about your demands and rule books and go on the journey that they want to take you on. Consume film. <laughs> Consume yeah, why, clap. Why are you just like, I, why do you not assume that we gave this film a chance? We watched it. We I watched it and we analyzed chance, yeah. it and it's terrible. How do you think we found out it was bad? Of course we gave it a chance. We wanted it to be good. It I had absolutely no reason to believe going into the movie that it would be anything less than a good movie. I still remember seeing the trailer for TLJ and thinking, holy shit, this is going to be great. I actually thought that trailer was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched the trailers repeatedly for quite a while. Very invested, was very excited, and I got shot on, so... It wasn't until I left the theater and got in my car and was driving home that I... I hate a Star Wars movie. Like, even as tizzy as the prequels were, I never hated a Star Wars yeah. movie before. This is the first time. Yeah. Oh, it was definitely like, one of those, why? like, the anger started to broil over. It was just like, at first, like, eh, it's pretty bad, but it was like, wait, it's a fucking movie. And then, you know, you read the leaks and you see the trailers for Rise of Skywalker. I'm not going to get tricked again. That ain't happening. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go in with my expectations firmly set on what I've been shown. Let's go see Rise of Skywalker. Try to think about how audiences felt seeing the birth of the series back in 1977. I don't care about Relax how the audiences felt in relation to Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I just don't care. That literally does not mean anything. Well, yeah, I don't care about next product. Because you're racist. Sorry, I just don't. I just don't care. Filmmaker have Star Wars for a few hours. Forget about I don't your demands want and rule another books filmmaker and go on the to have Star that they Wars for a few hours if it's you see, bad. But it's because of your arbitrary law books that you're not enjoying this movie, guys. Like, if you just drop that for a second, you could enjoy yourselves. You dicks. Take you on. And if you give it that chance and still don't like it, by all means, criticize it. But do it fairly. That's what with we're the doing. That it was made by human beings who worked themselves half to death to give you the I best story they could. Don't care how hard they, they worked. Oh my God, I'm don't sure the people. The well, actually, no. After reading the Disaster Artist, I know for a fact that the people who worked on the room did, worked very hard to put up with Tommy for well over a year. And He's you know, got, it's a bad movie. Your character saying "Don't give in," like as if the as if it. <sighs> you love a thing. That's fine. You hate a thing, you've given in. You gave up. You went you went madtisms. Why can't you just appreciate this product for what it is? Why'd you have to be so mean? Poor Disney. Find what you have learned. Save you again. That poor billion dollar corporation. It works so billions hard of to dollars. make this sludge. Why can't you just eat it? I will. I promise. And with that, I've ruined my channel. You know, <laughs> Yes, um, you have. I mean, 
it's not a great start. I'm gonna put it that for me. I think it's he's pretty bad. He might have some good videos. I have no idea. And you know, just for the sake of it, don't be mean to this person, guys. He clearly has a very biased view on how it works with harassment. So the last thing you need to do is give him ammo in saying that EFAP's a harassment channel, especially with how fucking new policies are going. I'm sure, he's a very nice man. I think that his arguments are god awful, and his evidence is very skewed. Yeah, pretty, uh, pretty, uh, pretty terrible. Pretty terrible mm -hmm. video. Definitely on the I lower tiers of EFAP's history. This was one but, that we recommended as one of the best. I want to remind you that guys, was that was the awful. same fucking reason that we ended up watching the Major Lee one. People were saying that was the best argument video for YTLJ is good. They're all the fucking <laughs> yeah, same. Man, that was, this is, this is terrible, guys. Um, if you thought this was good, I don't know what to say. Pretty terrible. Hopefully we've elaborated in excruciating detail why this was a fucking garbage video. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, um... Where I guess we're pretty much on to total. To total. Well, I was gonna say he's got thirty seconds, guys. Let's give him that last. Oh 30 yeah, seconds. let's let's uh, yeah, let's wrap this oh, up. Let's get Thanks. the Squarespace ad in. Thanks everyone. I'll be in the garbage if anyone. Oh yeah, me. we know your video's garbage. Oh. Take the video games, asshole. Christmas music. I mean, he made Wait, this in December. December. So. This is December. You get a pass. <laughs> you I get just, a pass. I, I, you get a pass on the Christmas music. We it's had, almost Christmas. Uh, for almost reference, Christmas. Wolf, what we covered. Was it Yazin's video? It just ended with Christmas music uh, and it yes. was made in oh, August. Yeah, I, 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 like, yeah, I remember that. And didn't he say, he was like, you know, I, I don't celebrate Christmas, so I don't care. It's like, okay. <laughs> okay. I, I, I remember there being a bunch of people in the chat that were like, of course he's a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Now that's a racism. They stole everything from me. Yeah, basically, mm. I know. but I guess if this is just the end, um, yeah, it's awkward. Uh, a little odd. Little I, gotta, I gotta guess there's nothing left to this video. Got three no. seconds, nearly there, and we did and it. And we're done. Now we can find. Now we can watch a quality. Oh, we can go back to quality. But that, yeah, we we did it. I think that might. I feel like that's got to be one of the longest coverages we've ever had. We started at. Were we 20 minutes into the stream when we started? I feel like it was early. It was a long one, guys. We did it, though. I guess the Quinton TRO video will, will be the record for longest we've ever done. That probably it only takes sense. us to... It only took us six hours. Yeah, so record timing. Let's, uh, let me pull up my calculator. Uh, do you have a, uh, an official time, an official stream time right now? Six hours or... and 12 minutes. All right. Six times... Uh, it's 12, it's 372. I could have done that in my head. I did it head in my head faster as I pressed on the buttons. That's very weird. So 372 minutes. And how many minutes were... Oh, that's all... Oh, the math works out. Actually, pretty nicely there. It's almost Whoa. like a little... Why? What, little, is it? Yeah. what do we do? How do we do? Oh, well, it, it's, it's almost just about 10 minutes to one minute in terms of a response. Now, granted, we had an intro, a little bit of an intro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, under, let's say about nine and a half, nine minutes to his one minute. So, um, all right. So what bad. we have left are two tonal videos, not too long. Uh, a lot of memes. He's released more than one video. Well, I've been made aware that what's what's the other channel he has? Rags, do you remember it was Upward something? I think. Um, up, upward strike. Oh, is that it? I think it's upward. Oh, I, I, I was hoping it was going to be a. An antonym of thrust, whatever Some the opposite strike. of. 
is sort of thrust strike. Oh, some people. Well, that, wait, that, that actually, would be like a synonym. Damn, that, that video series he's running on there is not successful. Some people are saying that we should watch the channel trailer for Upward Strike, but that was made a year ago. That's not new. I am outraged. Oh, but it is to. Oh, I can. I just saw in the preview why people might want us to see it. Okay. Oh. All right. Well, we'll start with wait. that, and then we will go to classic tonals. Okay. So this is year ago tonal first. I'm more than excited. He's a hero. Donald. Donald. Donaldi. Ich Donaldi. Strike. Well, it's a brand new, kick-ass spin-off channel from Downward Thrust that's going to be featuring a whole bunch of cool videos. I've got oh, the yeah. persona of being quite serious on Downward Thrust. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's the picture, guys. Oh, we're back that's home. We're safe. Uh, I feel so. So kind of let loose on this channel and just do whatever Quality the fuck content. I want. People in this world make too much noise. Just shut up! Upward Strike is basically going to be my <laughs> experimentation chamber. Sanctuary of sorts. My chamber. Temple, where I can just kind of express myself however I want. The temple of Tone. The temple of really Tone. This is it. This is the <laughs> Temple of Tonal. This is it. This is... If, if So if you're going to worship, then... This channel is the Temple of Tonald. Uh, where else would be more appropriate to send him your <laughs> idolization? I can't believe he actually created a temple specifically for his followers. That's wonderful. Oh I really appreciate goodness. that. It's amazing. Oh, total. Anything of it. Because although I would love to let loose on Downward Thrust, we've got a persona to oh, live up to. You know, we've got a, we've got a standard visuals. over there. Upward Strike is also going to be my quote-unquote dumping ground. <laughs> so, <laughs> wait, so this is this is tonal without standards. The channel <laughs> <laughs> isn't there only four videos on this channel though. Tonal unfiltered. I was there's literally four videos. I, Apparently, this is ex experimentation hole plus his dumping ground. There's four uh, yeah, videos. Yeah, he he hasn't made anything more than yeah, he hasn't made anything in over a year. That's unfortunate. She answers the call. <laughs> <laughs> for videos I've made for Downward Thrust and I've decided not to put them on the main channel because I wasn't happy with them, they wouldn't go over well, or they just didn't adhere to our mission statement, which is to create unique and interesting our? videos uh, that you can't get anywhere else. He just said they did, they're not unique or interesting because they didn't manage to reach that, uh, that criteria. Total, everything you do is unique and interesting. I mean, don't don't put yourself down, buddy. You're the best content creator on YouTube. Literally the best. Nobody could beat this man. But here, there's not going to be any standards. We're just going to go <laughs> with the flow. I can't believe he actually and, uh, said see where it takes us. So join me on Upward Strike. Make sure to subscribe here for some awesome future free content. Yes. Because I truly care about bringing you the highest quality content <laughs> at absolutely zero cost. I care about bringing I'm you the highest quality content with zero cost. <laughs> Oh, I love you, man. You're great. Thank you. All I ask of you is to watch the small advertisement that will hopefully pop up on our videos and subscribe here as well as comment on all the videos saying that I did a great job, even if you didn't think I did a great job. That would be awesome. That's all for now. Actually, what I will say, though, is this one thing before I let you go. What is it? Fuck cooked carrots. <laughs> is <it> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Oh my oh, gosh, is I, this a... I, I didn't realize you were into that. I had no idea. <laughs> Tell I, me more. I, I'll have to give it a try. Yeah, I need to know. What are your reasons? Oh,
about why I didn't know he had this this whole time. How long has he harbored this vitriol underneath his skin for cooked <laughs> carrots? Cooked carrots are pieces of shit. Does he prefer them raw? So I doubt. Is there anyone else out there who absolutely fucking hates? Which end do you like to insert best? Total? Mushy carrots. I don't know about you guys, but when I go to sleep at nights and I think about cooked carrots. <laughs> Sleep at night and thinks about <laughs> cooked carrots. Man, I'm thinking about like dick and video games I've played and shows I've watched and I I don't know. I don't uh, think about cooked carrots, man. I gotta I gotta write Goodell quotes, man. Before I go, one more oh thing. My goodness, cooked <laughs> carrots. Oh my god. <laughs> what is what is? It? No wonder they wanted us to cover this. <laughs> Gives me fucking nightmares. <laughs> and, um, it's carrots give him nightmares. Because a raw carrots, I've got nothing. I've got no problems with a raw carrot. I mean, you dip that shit in some hummus, delicious. You can even eat it raw in a salad or something like that. But as soon as you apply some sort of heat or you know liquid heat, liquid to heat, set, liquid heat, <laughs> liquid heat. <laughs> liquid heat. Would, would, would that, that was just my be stage name? Boiling yeah. water. I love it. <laughs> Thank you so Li much. Once you apply some liquid heat, like hot water, I guess. <laughs> liquid this heat. Is, this hot is boiling water is now, just guys. Like he's next he's, for he's, the rest of my life. When I go and tell someone that I'm just gonna be a minute, I'm gonna take a shower, and just gonna say I'll be a minute, I'm gonna apply some liquid heat. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Everything <sighs> he makes is golden. It's in the lore now that the greatest enemy of Tonald is the cooked carrot. Cooked carrots. Oh, the <laughs> meme the meme value of this video. Beowin. The temple Beowin. of Tonald, the cooked Beowin. carrot. Beowin, Beowin, Beowin. Make an Draw image carrot, of... I, I don't know. It's open to whatever interpretation you want. But Tonald needs to be afraid. Oh, no, wait. Actually, I got it. Do a picture of Tonald, like, hiding from a carrot based off of the Alien Isolation cover art, where Ripley, or poster, I think, I don't think it's the actual cover, where Ripley, her daughter's, like, hiding from the alien. <laughs> Fucking dreaded cooked carrot. Carrots and make it, quote-unquote, cooked. It transforms it from a perfectly acceptable food item, or vegetable, <laughs> I guess. Why is this in your introduction to second channel? <laughs> What are you thinking? <laughs> it's because Tonald is like, you know what people like? People like when I'm when I'm spontaneous and kind of quirky. So what can I do? Oh, I don't like cooked carrots. That's good enough as anything, I guess. Whoa. You could say. To a monstrosity of epic proportions. An absolutely disgusting piece of food that you should throw in the trash. <laughs> What's up, he's guys? He's got a guitar? I, I play a little bit of a song. <gasps> oh my god, to, he's gonna uh, play a commemorate song. our opening of Upward oh Strike. God. Really excited about this uh, channel. As I am, this lovely Breedlove guitar. No, this is not an advertisement. I don't know what this I want more. I don't know if I want him terrible or if I want him to be really good. What if, he was, what if he was godly? Please, what if, what if he like, was secretly like the second coming of Stephen Vai? You can do it, man. You can do my it. My crown jewel, my girl, my uh, Adam my Jones, lover, us, please. Another mother, as they say. So let's play a little bit of a tune here. So he's gonna sing too. Wow, he's good. This is the most diverse tonal video ever made. I know. 
I wish he made more of these, honestly. Tonald, you're actually good. What the fuck? He's actually good. <laughs> you didn't sing. Uh, total oh, more of that. More of total, that. Total, do more. Oh my <laughs> god. Oh my god. Did you, did you see this? The, what? the thumbnail? Oh, Why you... Vanilla Wow was so memorable? Why what? Look at the L's. He fucked up on the thumbnail, and so he drew the little thing at the bottom of the I to turn into an L. <laughs> oh my god. Hang on. I gotta Did get this on that? screen. Oh my god! See if this is real. He actually. Okay, no, no. Why? What? <laughs> he drew on the L's. Oh wow! What? So, so memorable. Okay. Oh, my it's god. true. It's Why did true? Why did he just remake the? You can't just remake it. It's real. This is the actual. <laughs> 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 he had to have intentionally hit the I button three times, <laughs> made the thumbnail, and then decided to draw them on rather than just going in and reach. I love the little legs that you're on the grate. They just they They're just underneath everything else in the sentences. Like, They're overlapping each other. That is classic total, man. This redeems everything we've had to go through. <laughs> yep. It was all worth it, folks. It's amazing how he, he, he got everything together, he got his wording, and then at the very last moment, he, like, he was like, fuck, it says Vanilla. I have to, I have to change vanilla. it. Should I just redo the letters? <laughs> no, I can't redo the letters because I only made the speech box so big, and the L's would make Vanilla wider. And it wouldn't fit in the little thought bubble. So I have to just draw them on by hand. <laughs> I can imagine him, like, whipping out Microsoft Paint and, like, struggling to keep the cursors straight with his mouse. Ah, oh, Tonal, you're uh, such a perfect human being. <laughs> the Neo Wow is awesome. I like how I can post that into the meme section once the stream's over, and I won't need to do anything with it. It's just the thumbnail. It's a meme. Um, Alright, so the other one is his newest video. He's his hot return. off the press is his return, everyone. So, this one. You gotta buckle your, your buckles in, alright? That's how serious this is gonna get. Um, After EA's less than stellar Tell you what, can we the pause there? We've been going for like six plus hours. Mm -hmm. Maybe take a little ten minute break so i can grab a snack get a drink well something like that because we're halfway through something our whole i noticed right and i just have to i'll have to pitch this to you guys live we've got a video tonal left this should take a good i'd say half an hour probably we've got a lot of memes a lot of memes and then we've got quite a truckload of super chats yeah um it really depends on availability for you folks but what if we were to split the stream and so, so that I could start a new one, which gives me a bigger cap, which means I can get through more of them before I have to go. Um, not a not a bad idea. Uh, so we've got. We can so also take a break. 
Yeah, because I, yes. I don't eat long. Just enough to go grab a snack real quick. I, well, I'd like eat. to eat something and walk around, and, and we can then begin anew. Uh, obviously, the next one would begin with us covering a tonal video, then memes. Yeah, I need to... Rags I'll, is like, Rags is weakening. He's like, I just want to I just want to go grab... It probably won't even take me 10 minutes. I just want to, like, go and mm -hmm. grab a little snack, like a little... That, that would actually give me the time to go to the gas station and pick up some caffeine, because mm. I got to drive cross state tomorrow for your funeral. And yeah. Does that work out? All right. Uh, for everybody? Yeah, yeah that, sounds, that, uh, that so sounds pretty good. How many minutes break shall we tell everyone it's going to be? Are we saying half I'd an hour more? Say, I'd, I'd say 30 minutes. All right. All right. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll be around. Uh, but I will use that time to have a are, snack. Are mm -hmm. we going to do that now, or are we going to go through the tonal video <clears throat> first? Yeah, what's the plan? Um, I mean, I figured... Because we may as well do, like, a meme-slash-super-chat dream for the second one. I mean, it doesn't really matter, because I think the, uh, this stream could go to seven hours, then there's a half-hour break, or this stream could stop at six and a half, and the next one can go for however long as well. You know, like, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Um, it's really up to you guys. It's like a coin flip at this point. Should we ask chat? What would they prefer? Chat, tell <laughs> us what to do. Should we take the break I'm now? Never, I'll be around the whole time. It was just a matter of me grab, going over and grabbing a stack and working it <laughs> Fat down. break, everyone. Fat break. I use a fat break after all this, after this tonal playing that guitar. Man, I gotta... Mm. I think I'm gonna yeah, have to I think I'm gonna have to spill one rub, here. Yeah, rub one out real quick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely thinking I might have to. Yeah, I'm in the mood for loving. We got a whole collection of responses. Honestly, I'm, it's hard to actually figure out. A lot of splits. Break now. now. Break now. Pizza. Keep going. Do it now. Break now. Break. I'm seeing a lot more break nows. All right. We, are we cool with break now? Sure. Yeah. All right. So we are going to come back in approximately 30 minutes. Uh, this will be FAP 46, 64, and the next one will be 65. Me and Rags actually missed out on an EFAP, and now we can double up this one. It's great. Uh, Super Chats will be answered on the next one, as well as me finally covering memes, all copyright friendly ones, and a bit of tonal as well. That'll be the plan. 30 minutes, folks. See you then. Bye bye. See you soon. Just a little bit. Later.